two, PKA two hundred and seventy six. We have several sponsors tonight. <laughs> Casper, stop. Rig.com and a brand new sponsor, Scorebig.com. Are you mocking we'll me? Score what? Are you mocking Score me? Scorebig. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk more about those sponsors later on in the show and you can check down there's a link in the description if you want to check them out right now uh, but first things first should we Richard explain Ryan that nonsense Woody th didn't think that I was I was uh, <laughs> speaking loud enough and he, he he was like you sound like a queer and, and, <laughs> I, and we were all just kind of like who even says oh, that anymore like that's not you're whitewashing not... he didn't say queer you know what he said <laughs> fruit I don't say that word I don't, uh, I don't use that word no, the truth is, he, we did this like 10 seconds ago and his internet cut out while he started. So we started over. And I joke. You're whitewashing. Not... He didn't say queer. You know what he said? <laughs> Fruit. I don't say that word. I don't, uh, I don't use that word. No, the truth is, he, we did this like 10 seconds ago and his internet cut out while he started. So we started over. And I joked that he didn't speak loudly enough as if that would help his internet. You're whitewashing. Not... He didn't say queer. You know what he said? <laughs> Fruit. I don't say that word. I don't, uh, I don't use that word. No, the truth is, he, we did this like 10 seconds ago and his internet cut out while he started. So we started over. And I joked that he didn't speak loudly enough as if that would help his internet issues because I make this the related joke all the time when people can't get their computers to work that they're not clicking hard enough. And uh, anyway. I know a thing or two about, uh, about wireless <laughs> networks. And I imagine that the amplitude of my voice is <laughs> somehow powering up that internet signal, and 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 that's helping things along. Amplitude. So if it starts getting wavy, let me know, and I'll start screaming some more louder packets. I like that, Chiz. You're absolutely right. Those I, I'm sending out loud packets of information. Well, it, actually, packets. in all fairness, that seems to have fixed it. So bullshit. It's gonna <laughs> or you could just anyway, have Richard Ryan. <laughs> Oh, well, we have a guest, Richard Ryan. Oh, hi. Hey. How are you? I'm awesome. It's fancy seeing you here. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, man. So, Thank you. Thank you. You've been getting around, going to the that, shot that's show. That's one way of putting it. Well, <laughs> oh, you. I, you know what? I'm pro-slut on this right. show. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe right. Swipe right. What were you talking about just before we kick the show off? You were saying that you've been staying with some kind of pro fighter and getting in shape for a couple months? Oh, uh, yeah. So, oh. I, uh, yeah, well, we got a long podcast. Why not? Uh, so I packed up my house in California, and uh, I've been battling with my California Dangerous Weapons Permit for the better part of five years now. And uh, the Cowguns Foundation and some attorneys were like, hey, look, they're just – They've approved you administratively. They did this crazy field investigation where they just canvassed neighborhoods that I lived and randomly interviewed people, being like, hey, do you know Richard's trying to get a salt weapons permit so he can have <laughs> machine guns and stuff like that? And like, like this one old lady called me up. She's like, Richard, I don't know if you're like getting in a terrorist organization or what. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just like if I want an 11-round magazine I or an off-roster pistol, like, uh, a VP9 or something like that. I have to have a dangerous weapons permit because I'm sure she said, "Oh, VP9." Oh, VP9. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's like ninety-two years back in the war, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, and so uh, they're like, "Hey, we'll probably need to sue the state to get them to release your permit for lack of due process because they're just sitting on it. Because if they deny me, then I can appeal it 
because I have every reason to be issued it because uh, all the different studios and stuff like that that vouched for me to gun manufacturers and stuff like that. Uh, my business plan, everything. I make a living off of firearms and stuff like that. So anyways, uh, they're like, the last guy who did that, they inspected his house at like 3 o'clock in the morning and uh, pretty much raiding all the people who try that. And um, he was in a little bit of a different situation than me, but he had a AR uh, pistol and uh, one was a, a rifle or whatever. They just... They got him with the intent to manufacture a short-barreled rifle, uh, where if they tried that with me, it'd be a little bit different because technically we're manufacturers, and the only thing that's preventing me from bringing a manufactured rifle in the state is that permit, whereas he was a little different. Mm -hmm. Anyways, long, long story longer, I just don't want to be in the state dealing with legal stuff. And uh, so I was like, all right, well... Um, my girlfriend and I split up. Oh no! And yeah, yeah, and so she um, made a bad decision. We, yeah, well, yeah, or yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing yeah, we we or maybe yeah, you made was, a good decision. Yes, one of those well, no, two. No, it just it was one of those things. It was it was one of those things where it's like it, never been in a relationship breakup where it wasn't like really bad right? like you throw gas on the fire and everybody hates each other and it's just a nuclear situation but this was like it's kind of like okay like we're not getting any younger what are we doing um youtube and everything else is just it's not an easy life for uh a relationship and everything like that and we might be going different ways and so blah 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 um long story longer Moving on, I uh, yeah we were talking about that a few months ago back in Texas. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah. right. And yeah. so I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my house in storage. I'm either gonna get a place in Big Bear, uh, super cheap. It's just the cost of living in L.A. is stupid. Um, it just get get is, outside of is that LA. Colorado Big Bear. No, no, no. It's it's like two and a half hours outside of um, Los Angeles. So oh, it's up it's on still the mountain. California. So it doesn't solve your yeah. problem. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But I was like, if I need to have a residence in a state, uh, the places are super cheap out there because depending on if the permit needs to be tied to a physical address, mm -hmm. then I would have that location. But then um, Evan and all the, the Black Rifle Coffee guys are in Salt Lake. Um, and I was debating on going up there. So I, after shot, I went and stayed up there for a couple of weeks. And then I went to El Paso and stayed with... Uh, Matt and the Article 15 uh, guys for a few weeks, <laughs> and then and then I went up to Vegas and I stayed with Kit Cope for like three weeks, uh, working out and training with him. He's the fighter. And was this like yeah. a, you're just immediately post breakup, like a travel bender? Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's it's more like trying to figure out life and where I want to be because Los Angeles is not really a great place for somebody who can be making the exact same living doing something somewhere else. It's just like the the city of LA wants one percent of your gross revenue and then you got state income tax on top of it and all the hurdles associated with licenses and permits. Why don't I, you go back to Tennessee? There's no state income tax, right? Like Well it's funny that you say that because I'm in too. a I'm in a haunted house in Nashville right now, the offices. I can't I can't really talk about it, but I took a job um, they'll be making the announcement, I think, at New Fronts, um, working for a company. Um, In the firearms yeah, industry? Just, 
No, no, it's um, yeah, it's just it's it's a media company, so <laughs> it's not, not nothing really to do with firearms, but mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, I they they like they hit my manager up probably in January after shot and it's been a couple months of negotiating and everything is like, I'm not going to like walk away from my YouTube stuff. I need to still be able to do that. And, um, yeah. So, um, while I'm single, um, going to try to juggle two or three full-time jobs again, like I did like six, six years ago, which is not the, not the easiest thing in the world, but I feel great, man. Like I, I, I work out twice a day. I get up at like, six o'clock in the morning go to the gym we'll work till like as soon as we get done podcasting here and everything i'll leave the office and then go to the gym and go crash out it's how old are you it's it's, uh 34 yeah because fuck that (laughs) yeah Yeah. well i'm just i'm like i so so matt and i have this thing back and forth where so you know nate after he beat connor Mm -hmm. um Rogan goes up and interviews him, and uh, he's like, "You just shook up the world." It's like, "What do you gotta say?" He's like, "I'm not surprised, motherfucker." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so we have a running gag back and forth where uh, Matt will send me just random points in his day, and uh, he'll just pull out whiskey and just start chugging it, and he's like, I'm "Not surprised, motherfucker." <laughs> so, so Wait, why? So this is just an excuse exactly. for him to drink copiously whenever he wants. That's exactly it. But he's a veterinarian. So for me, no, no, not not that Matt Best. Matt, not, oh. yeah, not Demolition Ranch. Matt, Matt oh, Best. I was like, oh yeah. my god! Like I picture this guy at like the operating table. <laughs> not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> and then just suturing some poor dog. He just pulls a fucking a bottle of whiskey out of a dog's gut or something. Uh, <laughs> it's like, um, but for me, it's sugar, right? So. I'll just be randomly it, it, it somewhere and I'll pull out like a chocolate bar or something like that. And so it's always sugar with me, but I've, I've like kind of come to terms with like everyone in my family's diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Um, you madman. <laughs> I, like, I, I, <laughs> like, <laughs> I should probably get better about my health. And uh, exercise and stuff, and uh, you know what's crazy is, um, like, yeah, I know, you're only going to the gym twice, twice a day. Well, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. Point, I, um, I was on Propecia for like ten years. Um, Propecia. I don't. That's the yeah, hair. So it's like, hair loss. The hair loss. Stuff. That's what I thought yeah, it was. So like, oh, I should have given myself yeah. credit. Okay. Yeah. Does and, it work? Um, did it take it off? It did. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, you see, you see, my my hair, my hairline's retreating like a mofo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you watch my my videos, and you can you can kind of tell like two years ago, whenever I stopped, maybe three. But the thing I found was, um, you know, I've I've never really taken any drugs or pharmaceuticals in my life, except for I got hit by a car once. I took a pain pill so I could sleep after like two days of being up, and uh, antibiotics, and that's that's about it. Like no painkillers for any of my surgeries or anything like that. So I haven't been completely anti-pharmaceutical, but um, because that made me a hypocrite for taking Propecia for that long. But I did notice, and it's really it's kind of interesting to watch like all the previous videos and see how uh, it affects your hormone levels. And like I would like I I was looking at one video where I was like turned sideways looking over, and my face and my neck was just swollen. And I was like, you know what? 
I, sh- I probably shouldn't be screwing with my hormones in my 30s. And so I got off of the that stuff and I was like, all right, I got to get better about exercising, eating right, and, and doing that. And, and hopefully Could that you tell helped. differences in your thought process that you thought were caused by hormones or just like, oh, I noticed a little, you know, maybe it's causing you to bloat like steroids do or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think it was water retention. I think I like, I'm I, like, I don't know all the science behind it, but I think there's something to do with estrogen or ester. I don't know what it is, but, uh, that causes maybe water retention. Um, and but you weren't just breaking down, crying, watching like the Simpsons or something like, no, 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 no. Or, or the I mean, other way, like, like you were life, aggressive. Yeah, I mean, life life changes are always like emotionally like challenging. Um, I mean, it was like it's really like, I mean, I feel fortunate enough to have like people I would call my friends, right? Because mm-hmm. you you go through world and you meet a lot of acquaintances, and it's it. Especially, I mean, you guys in the the digital space, you know those guys. Like people, like, hey, how's it going? And you know, it's like, hey, what's what's happening? And it's like, oh, let's we should do something together. That's great and everything. But like, you know, when you have people, you can like actually have a candid conversation. You're not even thinking about any of that stuff. Those are the people you really want in your life. And for me, I've built those kind of relationships with like Phil um, and some other guys on the West Coast and everything. And it's like. You know, we'll sit, we'll we'll go, we'll watch fights on Saturday and not even really think about any of that stuff. And it's nice. And and moving away from that back here to the East Coast, it's like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? I got to start all over. I can just drive two and a half hours down to Atlanta and see Kyle. (laughs) I suspect you're very good at making friends. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I'm I'm definitely a people person. And the, the funny thing about that is, Thank God that I I practice what I preach and like you know like some of the root problems with society I feel like be addressed by you know playing an active role in your family and then playing an active role in your community and then politics right and you just work your way up and and how I I I kind of initiate on that or whatever you want to call it um, is like I get to know my neighbors. And I like I'll just say, hey, you want to have a barbecue or something this weekend? And blah 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 blah. And it's actually worked to my benefit. Not that I thought about this in advance, but like when the DOJ was canvassing the neighborhoods mm-hmm. and stuff, because people would think that I'm like some like terrorist organization or something. Especially with all the stuff happening in the world and stuff, people are like super super paranoid and everything. But sorry to go on a rant. No, I, I like that. no no that was great. That hey, was awesome. And and let me say this about Richard. Richard is so friendly and so nice that when I first met him, I was like, what's he up to? What's he up to? <laughs> what's his angle? I, I, would t- I, I was like, what's his angle? He what's his angle? He can't be that nice. No one's that fucking nice. No one's that fucking nice. Like, I had this conversation, but I, come, I came to find eventually Richard is genuinely the nicest guy that I've definitely ever met that. on YouTube. Just the nicest, I- most genuinely friendly um, you, he, Richard's helped me two or three times trem- out tremendously, and I really appreciated it every time. Oh, so I thank appreciate you. It. Well, now I, I know where we stand, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trust you. I, I trust you as far as I can fucking throw you, you out, face motherfucker. <laughs> I'm not even going there, not even a bit. He's been, we, me and Taylor have been playing video games all week, and he's, I haven't even come close to winning. Not yet. It's, just, it's, it's a trouncing. You did every come night. close. It's, you did come close. Uh, yeah, that's true. I did. I actually, did playing? when I when I. Uh, yeah. An old game Age called of Age of Mythology. Oh, my mistake. Okay. Age of Mythology. Yeah, well, it's, it's just, just like a um, real-time like, strategy. 
the last two games that we played like right before this were not a good showing on your part like that was like a little bit of a regression because you were killing it last night for a while i had a hard time tonight i i don't know i don't know i, don't know I found your temple fence. over in my section and it was all downhill from there i'm yeah i'm dying to know richard so you broke up with your girlfriend because the two of you were headed in yeah. different directions right yeah. What directions were you guys headed in? Did she was she looking for a ring, and you were just like, I don't see that. Vice versa, children. What, what was the oh, man? You're digging. You're digging. You're digging. I'll find um, gold. No, I, no. Here's uh... what did you hate about her most? No, stop it, Taylor. <laughs> he's he's thinking. No, no. It's 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 challenging, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I really like. I, I know you guys completely understand it. Um, um, where she's like actually a really really awesome person, like a really like, you know, squared away, head on her shoulders, like really like hearts in the great place. But, um, it's hard because like she was separated from her family. Her family's like in NorCal, and um, yeah, it, it we're both home a lot, and with YouTube and. A lot of the stuff we do seems like we're just screwing around. We're not actually working. and But it is a business, and there's a little bit of conflict there and maybe a little bit of maybe resentment between each other and like, oh, like he's doing this or instead of doing this. And like I, I told her, I was like, I don't know if like we just increasingly became more unhappy over the years and I intentionally dove deeper into work or if work started to affect the relationship and kind of like drove us apart, but that was definitely a big element of it. And um, I feel like now, like with the digital space, with whatever you want to call it, it's completely different from traditional media where you could have a career that would last 10, 20 years. It's like if you have an opportunity to capitalize on something, you really need to go hard in the paint as quick as you can and and have fun enjoy it while you can and just uh expect the best prepare for the worst and i am i just i'm not really willing to ease up off the brakes right now and uh yeah well so was it kind of like she was seeing you put so much time into your job but you just love your job so it was like she was thinking well he's just having fun all day like he's that's not even really working when in reality it very clearly is working it's just fun yeah yeah that would make sense for resentment like if you have like a partner with a super fun job and you're like an accountant all day and you come home and they're like oh i shot a bunch of spray paint cans and then we goofed off for a while you'd be like (laughs) sure (laughs) well yeah that's well that's definitely an element i think more i think um every person every person has their own level of what they need from another person if they're if they're more codependent or more independent and that requires more time spent in the relationship um and be it at home or wherever and i think she needed more time like more time and because she wasn't getting it it was a little more challenging and caused a lot more conflict um whereas like work became a uh, a mistress of some sorts or something like that where i just i wasn't doing my job like spending enough time maybe with her and uh yeah you know Sounds I, like you I made thought about I thought about stuff like this um with regards to like real celebrities you know like 
some Hollywood, you know, A-list celebrity. And it's almost fun to laugh at how short the marriages can be. They get divorced one and a half years later and, and just, you know, it, like, look at what a train wreck these guys are. They don't do relationships well like us regular people. But then yeah. you think about it and it's like, man, if you've had even a taste of that, you know, where you travel for like six weeks or, you know, what have you, it, it it's hell on a relationship. It's super difficult to yeah. thrive uh, when that happens. So anyway, I can kind of see why it's hard. Yeah, I mean, it like it's, at some point you 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 do have to like make a decision where it's like, OK, we we spend we spend more time arguing than we do actually doing something together Fucking, or being yeah. happy together. Yeah, yeah. So it's like at some point you have to say, is this really worth dragging through the ground or, you know, should we figure something else out? And, mm. You know, like you say, when it comes to traditional relationships versus like celebrities and stuff like that, I mean, we, we, we had like, I mean, we were together for seven years. So, uh, wow. yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Sounds like she yeah. just hopped off the train when it's just steaming ahead, like right into money town. <laughs> and she's like, nope, no luxury life for me. You know, I'll go account on my own. Like, I'm not going to hitch well, my wagon to this gun connoisseur. Like, what, what the fuck? I'd date you, you know? <laughs> I'd hit it. My thing is, like, you know, like, I had this thing, like, ingrained in me as a kid where – um like mm, like yeah, that that whole Irish pride thing where it's like doesn't matter like how unhappy you are you never quit like doesn't doesn't matter you just it's keep no going like well so that's the, the thing. like way. I, I, have, I have a hard time saying no to a lot of a lot of things and 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 especially like relationships and stuff like that that I know take work it's like I don't want to give up but the more we talked about it the more we think about it it's like it's really it's one it's selfish if you're not willing to commit all the way uh and say this is definitively what we want to do because i mean it, it comes at a cost too because the older we get that's a missed opportunity for her to find somebody else that would be way better for her than me yeah um and and so it's, it's you just kind of have to like put all your pride and emotions aside and say hey that's just it's probably well, for the better you know in, in terms so of... far as you did it that way that's like that's a selfless way to do it like you see that maybe she's like really wanting a kid and those years are ticking away oh you fuck that like, dude I want yeah. all the kids oh I you want do. like a franchise yeah dude I How want many kids? all the kids. I was I was joking as many as I can. Like I was joking with uh, Mormon Amish style. Yeah. yeah. And how many is as many as you can? Are we talking five or fourteen? You have to just you have to really 14. use the more women you use, exponential. Fourteen, 14 would be great. It'd be great. Wow. Uh, I, so J, so JT from uh, Article Fifteen. I told him he was like he's like well. What are you doing? He's like, you're going back to Nashville and everything. He's like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm doing this job there, and I'm gonna keep doing full mag and stuff. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And he was like, I'll be honest with you, if it all ends tomorrow, I'm fine. I said, I just want an airstream to live in near Tactical Ranch that I can get a hot Latina chick pregnant and have like 20 kids running around El Paso <laughs> like a bunch of retarded gangbangers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Who wants some of this so action? You want some I put Latino five. Hold on. I'll put five dollars on the fact that 
he and this girl are back together within a year. Wow. Yeah. Make it 500. Wow. 500? Kyle has <laughs> yeah, inside info, I think. I'm I, telling you. I got a contract with this company for a year, so that's going to oh, be rough. Oh, she'll be there. She's coming. Did she move back to NorCal? Right? You emptied that house. She's semi-mobile right now. She's coming. Yeah, well, she'll yeah, be back. She's going to be in Nashville in three months. And I won't be surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, going kind of going full circle it. here. Yeah, I want to. So is is uh, are they doing a rematch? Is did I read that correctly? Yeah. Is yes. UFC 200 rematch? Do we know if Joe's on that undercard yet? Oh, that'd be dope. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Because I remember they it, keep changing it. They keep changing it. says he's on the prelims. Okay, great. Is that the same I, uh, thing? I, what I want to know is why are they doing that? Why are they having that rematch this this soon, this quick? And it's not even for a title or anything, is it? All that money, all that money. You know why? Because everyone who's fought McGregor, for the most part, little. I mean, think about it like this way: Nate Diaz is a fight. That's people want to see a fight, and. I don't know, like the the Aldo fight and everything else. It's like, okay, yeah, it's great. Whenever he, he gets a flash knockout, or you know, it, it's it's a big hyped up fight and everything. But the, I think people want to see him scrap, and they know that they're going to get it with him. I mean, I just think that's the big money fight, and that's what I, they're going for is a paycheck so. and not. I have my own theory. Really? On this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think every fight with Connor is a big money fight. It doesn't matter if he rematches Aldo, Edgar, Diaz. Uh, they're all going to be, be awesome. big money fights. Um, I think, and, and the UFC, Dana White said this, that connor has been such a good company man, right? It, his opponent can drop out with 10 days notice. 100% of the time, Connor's like, yeah, whoever, just send him, right? He fought Mendez, the American wrestler, right? His kryptonite on like 10 days notice. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Um, he fights Nate Diaz. Nate says, I refuse to make weight. Connor says, all right, any weight, I don't care. Whatever, I'll do it. And... When you do this, you build up credit with the UFC, and then they start letting you choose your fights. And um, GSP is another guy who did that. GSP fought Nick Diaz, right? Nick was coming off a loss to Condit, and then he got a title shot. Why? Because GSP didn't like him. GSP said he was the most disrespectful fighter he's ever met in his whole career. He's like, <laughs> I have never asked for a fight. This is Nick, his brother. I've never asked for a fight in the last, like, eight years. I want you to do me this favor. I want you to give me Nick Diaz so I can kick his ass. And they did. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, I, I think Connor yeah, has nobody, built up some credit. Nobody's beat Connor, though, uh, recently. Mm -hmm. and, and because he lost, I think people want to see that and him, like, come back and try to beat him. Because Will he be like, the only champion with a two-loss streak if he loses this fight? I can't think of another. Yeah, I can't think of a champion that's yeah. ever had a loss before. It, like Silver's that, going and fought another one. That way. would be a crazy <laughs> record, right? <laughs> Silver fought at two hundred five every so often, but he won all those. Um, I can't think of another champion who BJ, ever fought at another. BJ Penn, maybe. I I don't know. I, he fought at different weight classes, but I want to say if he ever did, he had to abandon his belt to change classes. Um, yeah. But um, uh, anyway, I, in the circles I am, which is like the MMA subreddit and forums now and then, people want to see him fight Edgar the most.
but uh, of course, yeah, of right. Course. That's so, the, that. I mean, that's that's the toughest fight right there at right. that weight class for sure. So for them to give him Diaz again, like an immediate rematch at 170, I think they're giving him what he'd like to have as a as a repayment for him being so cool all this time. Guy fought with. You watch like, all the embedded stuff. I uh, I don't know if I'm behind. Am I missing anything? I no, typically watch. No, it, no, yeah. no, no. I mean, did you did you watch all McGregor's embedded stuff? Mostly. Like, I, yeah. I've never seen. Never seen anybody so happy to be eating steak and salad. He's like, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. just cramming food down. He's like, I'm not having to cut. This is the best time what, of my life. How hard will it be for him to make 145 next time around? Huge. He'll have been 170 for like a year. I think I'm exaggerating, but, you know, nine months or so. And uh, yeah. then suddenly he has to get – he has a harder time making 145 than most of the guys in that class. And now that he's been big for so long, we'll see how it goes. But he Who's the next it. big lady fighter? So Misha Tate just beat Holly Holmes, took a title from her. I um, didn't like that. I wanted to see Holly win. I like her. No, nah, Misha's Holly's hotter. easy to like. They're both hot. I guess Misha's <laughs> no, probably. Yeah. Well, Misha's, that's not true. But Misha, Misha's much hotter. Misha's the hottest one, the hottest female fighter I think that there is. I think she's much better looking than Ronda Rousey. Yes. If we're, if I, we're I, judging I, I solely Paige, on physical appearance. Paige Van Zandt. Yeah, oh, God. Well, you know, we're, <laughs> we're trying to stay with champions here. You know, when okay. you just throw okay. in, like, the karate hottie and Paige Van Zandt and stuff, those are, like, cheat codes. They're, What's they're... the name of that fighter that tells everybody what round it is? I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> the ring girl. Yeah. <laughs> She's a fox. She I would like every to see time. that. <laughs> I would like to see like four ring girls versus one female fighter. It'd be a bloodbath. The female <laughs> fighter would get murdered. They get four to bring people, the cards though. If they put four, uh, four of those ring girls against like a lightweight man. That would be a hard fight. That's a lot of weight. I don't know. That's a lot of weight to there, to pin you down, and and you got four times as many appendages know, that can swing. It, you can't block it. Uh, Think this is about so it. tough. See, the thing is this: I feel like ring girls, in particular, are like a lot less tough than say random dude you grab from the line. No, in the movie no, this theater. is a fight to the death. It's not. Hey, we'll give you a fifty dollar gift card to Starbucks if you you put in a good fight here, where they're kind of like, oh, ee, woo, and one of them goes. Fight. It's kind of a thing where like their parents are at gunpoint in the back, and it's like, and if you don't fight, if we don't think you gave your all. We'll say goodbye to mom and dad. Go ahead, say it. Practice. Say goodbye to your mom and dad, and just, and just make them do that. And, uh, then, then they would put up a real fight. Maybe that would be the difference. I That's don't know because because I have in my head that, like, just girls are quick to quit in a, a fight. Dark. I I believe that you know like if if Misha Tate hits a ring girl, maybe even just once, that ring girl no longer wants to fight. No, that's why you have to force them because of the implication. Because of the implication. So, <laughs> I, I, I'm be curious to hear your thoughts on this, Woody, um, because I wasn't that big of a female MMA fan, say the last few years, right? Because I feel like the the talent pool in the bantamweight division is so diverse. It's just so lopsided with Ronda, mm -hmm. and then you got like used Holly, who's like a counter striker. You well used to be. I mean, even so, even so, look at the top three. You got Holly, Misha, and Ronda, and they're completely different. It's it's really hard to like. It's incredible. I mean, they are the it, rock paper scissors of MMA. That's, that's amazing. Exactly it. Right? Ronda can beat. It, let's see, Misha. Misha can beat Holly, and Holly can beat Ronda. And I want to see that work itself out. 
That's yeah. incredible. So, three-way fight. Three-way fight. But, here, but here's the thing. <laughs> the the strawweight division. A ladder match. If, if they brought that into the uh, the UFC, like Kit and I went and watched the Invicta fights. And I was like, "Oh my God, these these chicks! This is this is the next level." Like you watch the bantamweight division, and this is in no way, shape, or form a knock on them, but you watch it three years ago, the the female fighters are a little more chaotic. They're not as calculated, right? They're very reactive. They have that kind of crazy look in their eyes they at hit times, her a winging lot. punches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no! Did he get quiet for everybody? Can you guys hear him? I lost volume. Oh, they're all participating in this call just fine. Ah. Shucks. It looks like I got kicked from the call. Perhaps it's my internet. I'm checking. Oh, so sad. No, my internet seems fine. Oh, so I can see in the chat, they're saying everybody dropped. I'm sorry for this. Um, I thought it was just me and that they were all talking to each other, but Richard thinks he dropped, Taylor thinks he dropped, I dropped obviously. well, shucks. Oh, this is the, you get little hints of the kind of things that uh, Chiz writes in, like he drops in facts and stuff. I think it's made the show better. Um, so I'm, I'm going to turn off their cameras because heaven knows what craziness I'll share. Um, we've learned that um, if I call someone individually, that, uh, that, fixes Skype it, it's <laughs> um, so I, I can't just group call again or we'll have the issues that we've had last week I'm, I'm just sorting this out. Okay. I'm going to try to recreate this this call again. I'm sorry for this. We'll get it sorted out quickly if possible. So Chiz isn't answering my call right now. Is that related to the issue? Darn it, we had it like sorted out. So she's is listed as busy. I'm gonna group call just to see if this Cheers. 
sent to Colin. Jizz there? Yeah. Can you add people to the call? Yeah. I'll start adding people to... There's Taylor. Uh, all right. Kyle's coming. Oh, Richard. Where's Kyle? Uh, I don't know. The fuck? Yeah? Hello? What Hello? are you doing? <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> What'd you say, Chiz? Who's hosting this? I don't know. It's confusing to me. I don't know. Uh, I guess it's... Is it Richard? No. Everyone I hope hang not. Everyone hang up. Hang up. Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know why Kyle was hosting or kept calling the other call. I don't know why he uh, do Taylor. That I'm sure he had the best of intentions. Richard... Are we still recording? Yes. Okay. Uh, Kyle's back. Taylor, I just need Richard. Are we rolling? Yeah, we've been rolling the whole time. They're going to see Skype's awesomeness. Yeah, we, uh, Chiz and I On spend... my window, I still have two other calls still going. I don't know if you guys have that for you. To get those to stop, I literally had to sign out of Skype and manually go in and leave those, group, uh, leave those groups. That's where I've been. I've been signing out of Skype to get those other calls to stop ringing because Skype kind of freezes and won't let you control them. Chiz left. Chip. All right, I'm adding Richard Ryan. Now, Kyle lost his video? Yeah, it looks like it. Kyle oh. dropped. Are we, we're not recording anymore, are we? We are totally recording. Oh. Um, yeah, if I try to splice these things together, it'll fuck up the audio sync. And I'm disappointed. That sucks. Can you, like, cut out huge swaths in the middle? Like, That's the last how you, five minutes? That would fuck up the audio sync. Just cutting out, like, five minutes would ruin it? That's weird. Re-rendering it would ruin it. Ah. Uh, well... Are we working now? Fuck. Yeah, I can see you now. I can't see Richard. Yeah? Here we go. Yeah! We'll have Richard's video soon, I hope. All right. I want Richard's thoughts about this current political... Uh, 
whatever the fuck you want to call it, the, the disaster that has happened, all the things that have happened. It's uh, a shit sandwich, and America's got to eat it. <laughs> Narrow it down. Which of the many calamities that happen are you referring to? I think the uh, – I, I check out. I really don't listen to the news that often because I feel like the, the 24-hour cycle just really tries to, I don't know, bait in emotion – for people and I feel like honestly the best case scenario out of all this whole thing <laughs> this is just me like hypothetically um, it goes to a broker convention for the GOP um, Kasich gets the nod and Trump runs as a third party candidate and enough people vote for him where we finally have a third party come to the table um, I think no matter who gets elected at this point, it's just like, fuck. Someone <laughs> yeah. sent me this the other day. Oh, I've got one too. Yeah. Dude, it's been, um, let me I, get I, mine. I'll be right back. You're going to like it. Yeah. We, um, I, so my girlfriend and I are big fans of the show, uh, uh, of our new favorite reality show, which is Donald Trump's political, uh, career. It's our mm -hmm. new favorite reality show for sure. Um, there was a rally uh, three hours from my house, and I was like, do you want to go see this thing? Because it looks like a real shit show. And she was like, totally. So we drive to North Carolina and like spend the night so we can get there. At, I got there at 5.30 a.m. That's when I was in line. Um, and I waited in line for maybe six hours and got in like six rows deep. So I could I could have hit Trump with a shoe if I wanted to, and him and Chris Christie get up there. And uh, it, it was cool watching them, and I got to see them in person and everything. But the best part was the protesters who routinely get drugged the fuck out of there by the cops. Like, they'll wow. one guy stands up, and he's wearing a Trump shirt. And Trump said something about, look, when we go over there and we bleed in the sand, we should take the oil. We should take the oil, and that should be our oil. And, uh, and this guy stands up and goes, fuck Trump! And he stands up, and he's got a Trump shirt, and he hulks out of it. Like, Hulkamania's running wild in this guy. He's just like, double birds, fuck Trump. And uh, his girlfriend's doing the same, and then the cops just drag him, heels clicking, like, <laughs> the fuck out of there. <laughs> so funny. I don't uh, know. I, I wish I could I wish, like, I wish I could give an educated opinion on any of it. Um, you don't have to. I'll, you just pretend. No, nah, we're not looking for that. Out, yeah, I mean, outside the box, it's like, I, like, I understand. Oh, that's so good. Is it pink? They gave me a pink Trump hat. Who did? Yeah. <laughs> a fan. Hey. Hat. The Susan G. Komen Foundation. Like. <laughs> yeah, they That's sent me great. the Make America. Oh, it's, what does it say? Choose life. It says Make America Great Again, Trump 2016, but it's in pink. Get your wife to wear that. Oh, oh, get a picture of your daughter wearing it. Oh, that would be the best. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Child abuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, Richard might not know. Yeah. My daughter's way to the left. That's where. Well, she's 16. That's true. Um, yeah. I, eh, what are you going to say? Eh, she's way to the left. I got to poke at her too much every so Center often. Send her to boarding school. Let him straighten her out. Military yeah. school, right? Yes. <laughs> she, it's not an environment where she would thrive. Um, I've really enjoyed this whole thing. Like I said, me and my girlfriend, that's our favorite new reality show. It's the Donald Trump show. I don't like The Apprentice. Like, I think I've seen maybe one episode ever. Um, mm -hmm. I didn't care for it. Not but that great. No, it's not that great. But what he's doing right now is some of the best television I've ever seen. This shit is hilarious. He is, and and, and look, yeah. I don't I don't like a lot of the stuff he does. But what I do like that that comes from him 
is someone going up there and kind of rubbing a little shit in the faces of all those politicians that that you know don't probably don't have our best interest in mind anyway. I completely agree. It's I rare that agree. somebody like Jeb Bush gets shit rubbed in his face, but Donald Trump's the man who'll do it. You know what's yeah, crazy? I mean, is, Trump I've is said like this a few one... times. No, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Man. I was gonna say like I've said this like a bunch, but like uh, I'm I'm probably more libertarian than than anything because like whenever I'm in California, I'm the gun-toting redneck, but when I come back to Tennessee, I'm the gay-loving liberal. And it's it just, I actually believe more in an individual's right to choose than uh, entity, be it government, corporation, or whatever, telling people, hey, we're smarter than you, so you should do this instead. Um, and I just, I just feel like the GOP has really fucked up over the last decade. I mean... It, like just looking at it at a case, as a case study, like I geek out when it comes to analytics, be it YouTube, Google, and everything else. And hindsight's twenty twenty. But the big thing for me, the first Obama uh, administration, is like these guys are crushing it. They're going through uh, Facebook and they're targeting like regions specifically running campaigns, telling people that they need to tell their friends they need to vote and targeting campaigns, like just really, really, really smart. Now, it's funny hearing people say that, oh, Hillary's more qualified than Donald Trump. Well, Donald Trump's more qualified than Obama was. I mean, he had no, no experience coming into that. I mean, he was a freshman senator, like, I mean, r really, like as a businessman, he was I feel a like state Trump, senator too. Looking, looking back, he really because we've gone he over this He had been before. in politics in Chicago, which is some of the rougher, but like it's trickier it, politics. Be, for remember on the time. office when they would always make fun of that guy, that guy for being a state senator. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, the the point is, it's like you compared to like Joe Blow, you know, city comptroller. He's do he was doing real well, but yeah. compared to everybody else running for president at the time, he didn't have nearly as much experience. Like, I mean, I'll, I'll catch hell for saying this probably, but um, whatever. It's the internet. Um, I don't think Clinton was really qualified. I, I feel like the Fair Housing Act and all that. I mean, it's just it's blatantly obvious how special interests played into Wasn't a Clinton lot. A governor for eight years? We're talking no, about Bill? Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, qualified is probably the wrong term um, where it's just they Clinton probably didn't have the best interests at part. hand. You know, um, I, I feel like H.W. Uh, Herbert Walker was probably the the last time we had a president. It was just like, I mean, he led the CIA. I mean, he was like, he was in the know. He knew what was going on. He wasn't necessarily like as tied in to. I, I just and hate, it only got like four years. Uh, I, well, yeah. Well, that was the thing was because he was like, hey, look, no, we're gonna do this. We're gonna raise taxes because that's the only way. We're gonna keep from having this huge deficit, and everyone's like, "Well, no, you can't do that. That's political suicide for a Republican." But I mean, it's, it, it was just what needed to be done. But um, I mean, I don't know. Like, qualified is probably the wrong term. I just, I mean, ingrained into the system. You hear it so much now. I, I want to throw up every time I hear people say special interests and stuff. But it's true when you look at certain politicians and their affiliations, like. Who was it? The um, um, the Bush administration. Um, who was it that was that was? Uh, you know who, what? Was the need. head of the FDA? Or 
We need people to lobby not just for special interests. We need big groups to lobby for general interests. Like, there's not enough fucking water fountains in this city. Or, like, there's too many potholes. Or, you know, they need yeah. to sell liquor earlier. Like, gener- general interests that, like, people can join those lobbies and be like, yeah, this is bullshit. There's not that many crippled people in my hometown. And it's ridiculous having to park at the back of the parking lot when you're expecting, you know, the Special Olympics to come through with the amount of handicapped parking spots you have. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and we need to have a general interest lobbying sector where we can get well, those things heard. I think that's where that comes back into what I was saying, like playing an active role in your family and then your community. It's like if if you start on a small level and you really get politically motivated to make change in your community and you guys kind of organize and everything like that. I know a lot of people were were (laughs) excited about specific politicians that they voted for, be it President Obama or whoever. And if you're disappointed by what's happened, how have you held them accountable or tried to hold them accountable? Because it's one thing to vote for somebody, but it's another to just back it up, right? So it's way easier to do on a state and a city level, right? So you, I feel like a lot of change can come from that. Uh, a good example would probably be the city of Chattanooga, uh, just because I know it, right? Because so, uh, one of my buddies is the director of audit. And he's like really shook up the system there. And, and I mean, he's had a, a successful business and, and everything. He didn't have to go back to work for the city. He's like, ah, I'm just going to, I'm going to make an, a change. And it's like pissed a lot of people off. I mean, he's like exposed a ton of stuff. And I mean, you look at, look at Chattanooga, like he doesn't have anything to do with this, but like EPB, first city in the U.S. to have one gig internet. Like five years, three, five years before Google Fiber was even thought of. Now it has 10 gig internet while Google Fiber is still trying to get legs on one gig everywhere. I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty insane what, uh, when people get motivated in, in pushing like whatever agenda it is, like you want to bring commerce to your city. Okay. Well, okay. Let's, let's, let's not raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour and drive all the small business out. Let's figure something out to get yeah. other people coming in. Make a hashtag. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> hashtag Nuga Strong. <laughs> you mentioned Libertarian Party. Uh, I've got an issue with that. The thing about the Libertarian Party, it, like, whenever they say, hey, how about a Republican against Hillary? The Republican crushes him. When they say, hey, how about... Um, you know, Trump against the Democrat, the Democrat crushes him. And the reason is uh, sort of this unnamed, uninspected version does really well. That's how I feel about the Libertarian Party. You know, people say, hey, you know, how, what about Libertarian? Tons of people raise their hand. Oh, yeah, I'm Libertarian. I'm Libertarian. Until you realize, like, until the Libertarian Party actually does something and they put, they look at it under a microscope, I don't trust it. You know, like Ron Paul ran, and he, he's an ex-libertarian, but he was real popular, whatever that was, four years ago. And he talked about getting rid of the EPA. You're like, oh, well, I'm not in favor of, you know, protecting every freaking frog and preventing humanity from moving forward. But the EPA does have a role, right? Like, we do like that sure. they put filters on smokestacks for power plants and stuff like that. And they asked Ron Paul, like, so what's going to happen? if a whole town gets cancer because a power plant did this and they're like oh well you know the individuals can sue the power company and get restitution that way and it's like you've got to be fucking kidding me right like how is a person going to sue a billion dollar company class action lawsuit that's what it would take right like better call Saul 
I get that, but I think the problem isn't necessarily with the the libertarian Your mic's party per yeah, se. Yeah, fix that mic. Mine? <laughs> You're all crackly. I love watching like like everybody's like physical reactions to your microphone. Oh. No, um, real quick to interject, me and Kyle were talking to Chiz about this earlier. You were talking about helping your community and whatnot, and it was making me think Chiz is uh, a very active phone banker for what he calls the Bernie Army. The Sanders. Yeah. Uh, he's is that very true? active. No, yeah. I did. He, we were talking about it. Chiz phone banks, and he's donated like $3,000 to Bernie's campaign. Wow. Go fuck yourself, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I think libertarians uh, like. Is well, it true? I'm, I, I, yes. I'm yes, it's one. true. It's like $3,300 now. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Chiz, you've donated thousands of dollars to Bernie yes. Sanders? Yes, tens of thousands of dollars. <laughs> I'm calling all damn day. That's all I do. You wonder what I'm doing. I'm calling, I'm texting, I'm face banking too. Face banking. Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a Bernie Sanders tattoo, isn't that true? Getting no, one. it says feel the burn, and it's a picture of him <laughs> winking. Got yeah. the feel the burn tattoo. Western Saturday, hashtag Sa Sa Sanders you guys Saturday. Are so stupid. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I wish, I, I hope that, that the revolution goes the way you want it to me too well not really not really you know it's not it's not completely over with 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 sanders yeah uh, he's still he's still fighting i think he won he's won yeah, six and the carolina hurricanes can still make the playoffs no, hang on now he's won six out of the last seven states and you can see the clinton campaign is at least concerned about new york new york's coming up on the i don't 16th, know the 19th, 19th something like that 15th and um Every, th we, get, we just get three different dates. One of them is definitely correct, audience. <laughs> um, <laughs> so sometime in there, and uh, and you can. Everyone is calling that Hillary's home state, but that's not Hillary's home state. She wasn't born there, was she? I know she served as senator there, but, but Bernie was born in Brooklyn. Like like that. Bernie's from there, right? But um, he's I the guy from Vermont too, right? Like, yeah. You know, where's? It, Have you heard this guy speak? Like, like this is guy's a New Yorker. So, I, he so, doesn't so, sound like a New Yorker to me at all. Wait, Bernie Sanders? Bernie doesn't sound like. You he guys think he's, he's he sounds exactly like what you would think a, a Jewish person from New York would sound like. Like yeah. exactly, huh. completely stereotypical New York Jewish person. Like that's it's, it's like a stereotype. Yeah, he owns a bagel store. <laughs> no, no. Is that for real? Yeah. Well, no. Oh my god. Our fact checker just makes shit up now. <laughs> See, he's lying. It's not even true. Damn, the worst funny. fucking fact checker always ever. <laughs> Chiz, stop stop being honest. You should have let us roll with that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but okay, so he's polling pretty well in New York. Um he he's polling well in Wisconsin. Uh also in Pennsylvania. She's in Pennsylvania working right now. She's having she's having uh New York is the nineteenth. He's having Bill do uh, a stump God speech. Damn it! She yeah. said the fifteenth. I'm sorry to. Cut. I'm so sorry I interrupted. Fucking fact checker, fact check, fuck face. So originally, <laughs> I said it was on the nineteenth, and I was the first one to say a number. What was it actually? The nineteenth. I said sixteenth okay. or nineteenth, so, so something like that. Wanted to correct me so badly that they just made numbers up. <laughs> I, 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 well, no, it's because you asked if I remember right. You're like, is it the nineteenth? And I was like, sixteenth or nineteenth, something like that. If I remember right, if people are gonna get this. Chiz writes in there, it's the fifteenth. 
Wait, guys, from the beginning, let's rehash this whole thing again and see who's on what side. He's our fact checker. This is something to hone in on, you know? This is the thing. Okay, Uh, I'm sorry, Kyle, carry on. We were talking about uh, early, or I guess maybe this was before the show, Woody, when you were offering up topics, and I was not familiar with this until I just Googled it, and I'm still, I need you to do me some catch, do some catching up for me. Opie and Anthony, or I guess just Anthony, something going on. I think you're more in the know than me. Um, so I'll, let me read the article because it's super short. Uh, Anthony Cumia, Anthony Cumia, the former co-host of the popular Opie and Anthony radio host, is headed to rehab. Cumia has made the unexpected announcement on the Anthony Cumia show, his web-based program. He said he'll step away for the show for the entire month of April. And this is in quotes. I'm going to be going away. We'll not see the month of April here. Saturday, I'm taking a plane out of here. Let's just say relaxing, learning, rehabilitating is a word that could be used. He later added, after this whole thing is said and done with, I might have a better understanding as to how I should proceed in the future and perhaps not get myself embroiled in legalities and what not to have plagued me. And what? Oh, legalities and what not that have plagued me. I'm sorry. Kumi's latest brush with controversy occurred in December when his then-girlfriend accused him of assaulting her and posted videos of her claims online. Saw the video. Dubious, by the way. Um, He was later arrested and pleaded not guilty to the charges. Uh, He's famously known for throwing wild parties at his upscale Long Island home. Uh, Oh, there's two more sentences. Kumi was joined by on air by comedian Jim Norton and radio personality Ron Bennington. You had a good run, Bennington said. I brought this up to you 16 years ago. You had a hell of a run. I don't know what he's in rehab for. It's for drinking. I'm almost positive. Okay. Yeah. That uh, I don't think that he is a drug user, but I'm also well. I I could be wrong. I have Just no idea. Just as he is. Yeah, I think. Our fact checker, ladies and gentlemen. He's <laughs> He's right. Yeah. He's a big angel he, dust fiend. Walked through a wall and threw a chick off of a building. Yeah. Uh, well, that's, I think that's, in, in the end, that's a good thing for him. Like, I, I mean, so. if, it, if he was getting out of control and whatnot, you know, he's got, he's the kind of guy who's got a lot to lose, you know? Like, have you 20, ever. Oh, so, ahead. so all right. Obviously, alcohol abuse or something like that is at some point you're like, ah, oh, I gotta, I gotta get a grip on this. Mm-hmm. I need to get help. But have you ever been into something in your life, like not necessarily a, a substance addiction? Maybe it could, it could be a video game. It could be a hobby. It could be a girl. When you think that realistically, if you really looked at it, you probably should have gotten a little help. Chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I might be there now. I, I, I spend too much time Magic on the internet. Parts. Too much time on the internet. Yeah, I spend. How much time in a in in a given twenty four hour period would you say you spend on the internet? Last night, I went to bed at what I like a great hour. I went to bed at like ten p.m. Right, and I was like, man, I'm gonna wake up and tomorrow I'm gonna grab life by the balls and get you know just it's gonna be fantastic. And then I woke up at two, and I opened my laptop and I read until like six thirty. What were you and, reading? Just uh, I was nonsense. on Reddit, uh, five thirty-eight, Ars Technica, um, Engadget. I go to Mac Rumors every day, and it disappoints me a hundred percent of the time. Uh, there's never anything interesting there. Yet I'm just like daily looking for a new Mac for some reason. Um, I just go on the internet and consume information all the time. 
Uh, sometimes I feel like it helps me with yeah. this podcast. And, ah, but... X-Jaws talk. You're on the X-Jaws plan, aren't you? Oh my god, my information <laughs> diet. This information Wait, diet three years ago. <laughs> and here it is, coming to fruition. Oh, what, what is... a success. Glees right back to Sam X-Jaws. Yes. What is the information diet? I wasn't around for that. I, I, so, alright, so preface this by saying, I really like Sam, and Sam, if you're out there and you hear this, I still like you should get back in touch with me. I think you got Kitty's number. You can get my number. We can hang out sometime. I like you a lot. But Sam was pretty out of it. Uh, the last time he was on the show and he was all jittery and stuff like he'd had about eight cups of coffee for some reason and he was going on and on about like this these life goals he had that were just absurd you know things like earning a hundred million dollars next year and uh, being uh, piddling over the percentage of his gigantic wealth that he would keep because the rest of it would be donated just lots of silly he like, took a one percent pledge he said that if he makes 500 million a year that he'll only keep one percent of it that year yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just, just silly stuff. <laughs> and then he goes on to like, and then he explains that he has this information diet where he goes on Netflix and he just consumes like massive amounts of documentaries and like History Channel specials and shit like that. And look, I kind of, I, I subscribe to that, 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 but, that idea a little bit. I think you could catch a lot of stuff there. I feel like we left out some important life goals, right? Like we, we covered the income one. Immortality was one of them. He was going was to invent a pill. He was going to invent a pill that gave humans immortality. And, um, but he, I mean, he's not in college or anything. How's it going? He's just, he's just like a, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's just like a regular dude. Like he finished high school and, and I think he's in college now, actually, just to give people an update. But like, you know, like that, there's no evidence to suggest that he would be the guy that created immortality in humans. But here he is on the podcast and you've been on has has i mean it's worked wonders for you i mean my god i i feel like maybe and maybe sam you need to look talk to a lawyer about this i think oh woody might owe you a significant portion <laughs> of his current net worth if you really get down to brass tacks no and no i'm going to sue sam for infecting me via skype of information diet rot or whatever right. it is i feel that I like have. a jewish man like sam probably knows a few lawyers who, who could look into this so I have more money than Sam, therefore I will triumph in court. Ah, uh, no, you're <laughs> underestimating that Jewish intellect. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the Jew gold that he'll tap into? Not the gold. That's, I don't even I know what that is. Takes that oddly anti-Semitic term <laughs> about a, an hour in. You taught me that term. I swear to God, I don't even really That's know what Park it means. Term. Oh, is that where it came from? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, yeah I didn't even know what the reference was. Um, but somehow just, you thought that Kyle just came up and started berating Jews for keeping gold on them. <laughs> I don't know uh -huh. how it happened. He just made some Jewish gold <laughs> references, and I yeah, copied so it. South Park, um, like there's this like fiery stairwell confrontation between Cartman and Kyle, and Kyle's a Jewish character, and it's literally a fiery stairwell, and and, and Cartman won't let Kyle pass. He's like, "Give me that Jew gold. I know you got it around your neck." And he's like. What are you talking about? I've never heard of any Jew gold. There is no Jew gold. You're insane. And, and Cartman just won't bend. He's like, you give me the Jew gold or you die. And finally Kyle's like, fine. <laughs> and he has, <laughs> he's got a leather pouch full of Jew gold. <laughs> and and I, I, it's been a while since I've seen that one, but Cartman might be like, I know that's the decoy pouch. Give me the real <laughs> And shit, he's got like another big bag of gold. Like... <laughs> 
But um, great oh, we were talking so about I've addictions. Fed, I've never had a Jewish person actually get offended by by any of the the, the silliness they're going at their race. No. Um, yeah, like like say, I think there's a reason so many of them are comedians. Are good comedians, senses of right? humor. What a great yeah. race of people. I, I I always enjoyed hanging out with Sam because he he liked to he liked to uh, mock his own people very much. So are they a race though? Because yes, that's one thing that absolutely. I'm confused about is like it oh, it's, it's kind so, of like because so they you just could, you I know it's be- a religion. You could become a Jew, but 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 just on paper, right? Like you can't become Jewish. Yeah. I could pass for Jewish. I just I don't I don't know because if I understand. It's like a different race. I don't know if that. I understand it as a different race, as like black people and Asian people are a different race, or if it's kind of like if just everybody in Missouri, you know, no, no, only it's a fucked people in Missouri for hundreds and hundreds of years, and then eventually it's like, oh, those are Missourians, you know, they're it's, they're different, but really guess, it's just like one sect. Ethnic, I guess they're an ethnic group technically, right? Yeah, because it's they were bound by religion, and like way back in the fucking day, they were just another tribe. Like you think they they were the only ones traveling around, wandering around in the desert. Speaking of which, you know that story of like 30 years in the desert, 40, 40 years? 40. 40 years. You know the space, how big the space is that they apparently got lost for 40 years in? It's like two square miles. Like you, it's two or to five square miles. It's a tiny little desert. That said they apparently Moses was a good navigator. It wasn't about, it, it was about the journey, not the trip. That's, what That's such a small am- like amount of sand that like they would see big tracks of their previous attempts <laughs> to escape the desert as they were going. He was spelling out, God, give me a hand here. Down, walking in circles to the left. Mm-hmm. And all they had to eat was shitty bread that fell from the sky and, like, well, pigeons I find interesting about that story, even in the version that the Jews tell, they had enough gold on them to, that they could melt it down and make a giant golden bull to worship while Moses was up on ma- the mountain getting the, uh, getting the Ten Commandments. Mount Sinai. And, Mount Sinai. And is my... <clears throat> Is my theology correct here? Was there another tablet that he like? Didn't he smash the tablets? That's right. He smashed the tablets when he got back, didn't he? I believe uh, the bad. broken I tablet can, is. I can, I can feel this one. He gets back. He oh. goes on this mountain. Think about this. He goes on this mountain and he's gone for days. And he's gone so long that the people give up on him and start worshiping a big golden bull. And when he gets back, he literally has the word of God written into a, a into two pieces of stone. And it pisses him off so much that they're worshiping the bull. He just smashes this shit. It's originally the first documented case of roid rage. <laughs> God gave him a he little bit. He was just like lifting stones, comes back off the mountain. What? I was, I was working out for like three days, and you fuckers just like, <laughs> society it falls brought, apart. Fuck this. It's you know, like really God hyped him quick. up the way you hype a dog up. Like you can get all excited, and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just quit, and it keeps going. Like God was up there with Moses, like, yo, you're the man. You take him down there. You show him these rules. Yeah, fuck yeah. And Moses goes down there, like, skipping, like, oh, I am the fucking man. God's on my side. He sees the bull, shatters him. Hey, have we talked about Hulk Hogan and Gawker on, on PKA yet? Yes. Uh, okay. Okay. We did. We could keep uh, talking about Bible stories, though. I like Bible <laughs> stories. You know, you know, say yeah, what you want about sure. Bible stories. I think they're very good stories, and the, and they then they usually have some like moral uh, story behind them. Uh, and I think I think most of them would make good movies if you think about it, right? Yes, Joseph. Well, most of them have been made into movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of Bible movies. Uh, the one where Joseph gets thrown in the pit, you know, and he gets fished. Joseph, Joseph in the coat of many colors. You know, there was that. There's That's that. I think that's a Dolly Parton song. It's a musical. Yeah, it's a musical, too. I, I used to see commercials for it when I was young, and it looked horrible. But uh, the story itself, when like he went out in the desert, and 
the dad. Joseph was his favorite son, the youngest, and he was always giving Joseph all this dope shit, like the best camels, the best berries. Whatever was popular back then, he got it. And all the other brothers were like, fuck this guy, this is horse shit. We've been around here longer. We're toil- we live in the Bronze Age, and I haven't gotten jack shit from my piece of shit dad. And so they take the youngest guy out there. They see a bunch of slavers. And so they just are like, you know what? This Joseph guy's kind of a cunt, and it, we'll get better treatment if he's not here. So they sell him to the slavers. Slavers take him back to Babylon. Joseph works up from a slave, Donald Trump style, from nothing into everything. He had a small million-dollar loan. Yeah, a small <laughs> loan of 60 shekels. Built a massive <laughs> wall in the progress. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, later in his life, you know, the big Shyamalan twist the brothers come, they seek help from him, and he's sitting there, the, the, the grand poobah of Babylon. And instead of going, fuck you guys, you're all going in a pit, he gives them some money, which I would not have done. No, no! What, uh, you do something awful to him, some, some, some sort of awful biblical punishment. They had the worst punishments back then. Oh, so, and even after all that, the, the dad was still just pissed. He's like, well, goddammit, Joseph's gone. Now I got 11 shit-tier sons. You think I just kept having kids? Because I you know, wanted more. No, I we was talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. We talked about like the, the torture story. methods that they had back then. Before, have we talked about the brazen bull before? Yes. Uh, that's the one where that they cook them alive inside of, inside the metal bull. That was like a Greek thing, oh, wow. I think, right? Yeah, yeah. And I we was, talked. I about... was just gonna go down that path and say, "Hey, you want to talk about torture?" Because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like when they take, they boil, like they put those pots and put a rat on their stomach and then light a fire on that, and so the rat would start like clawing through their like stomachs and shit to get it out and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the story Friday. of Sodom? I think it's a real torture, is it? No, that's a Game of Thronesy torture. Right? Sodom no, Gomorrah is the that's best real. one. I I don't know why we're not talking about like it's the story to be told of the Bible, right? I don't remember the characters' names. A lot. Okay, a lot. so so yeah, that's All right, that's so... the story, not the part where Jesus dies for for man's sins and then comes back. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sodom and Gomorrah is the key. I feel like if I mock that story, then I'm definitely going to hell, but I feel like I could kind of like giggle at Sodom and Gomorrah and I might still make it in. This is a razor's edge, you know. <laughs> How's God feeling today? It's really up in the air. Um, yeah, but Sodom and Gomorrah, evil cities. Woody, mm-hmm. you seem to know a good amount about the story. Lot. Uh, he actually let his daughters get raped. He offered yeah, to so, let them get So apparently, so Sodom and Gomorrah are these evil cities, right? And if I have this, I'm going to screw this up, I'm sure. And uh, these two, what are they, like salesmen or something come by to like check and see if there's bad? Oh, no. I think they're yeah. going to see if everyone in the city needs to be killed, right? So these like two people come down. They're sent by God or something. And, uh, and they visit Lot and... Uh, um, you know, he's checking to see if anyone in the city is, you know, maybe they shouldn't just burn it or flood it or whatever the fuck they're going to do to it. And uh, while Lot... Righteous man, while, salesman, by the way. While, What's that? Angels, not salesmen. Uh, yeah, you say tomato, I say tomato. So so these two angels go into Lot's house and, and he's like feeding him or something. And then the whole town is like, you know what? I'd like to fuck me some angels, right? You know? Because, you know, you don't get an opportunity to do that every day. And the town decides they're going to, I guess, anally rape uh, these angels. It's no. oh, no, a, no, no, a big no, train. No, no. no, wait. So the, the angels are male. Uh-huh. They come in, Lot welcomes them in, have something to eat. Kind of selfish of you to eat it. You're an angel and you don't need it. And we're in an ancient time where there's not a lot of food, so please don't. Uh, invites him in. His daughters are also in the house. People are freaking out outside, going, You got angels in there. This is horse shit. We're going to get them. We're going to get these fucking angels. And Lot's like, Everybody, settle down. I'll give you my daughters to rape. Just don't hurt <laughs> this poor 
superhuman angels behind me. <laughs> and so he he pretty much he I think he's like right about to do it, and the daughters like as he's unlocking the door, they're like, "Are you are you shitting me? You, you, <laughs> you garbage piece of chauvinist shit, giving us out to be raped so you can impress your friends." Um, but then I think God comes down and pulls the old. God gets a lot of p- people like punk style, you know, kill your kid. Oh, gotcha. Nope, don't do that. Don't do that. You know, let them rip your daughters. Nope. No, nope, I was joking. Yeah, they were virgins. Yeah, of course they were. Yeah. And then the best part is when they, you know, they get the message at this point, and so he's the angels say, "Wow, Lot is the only righteous man left in the, either of these two cities, so we'll spare him." So you know, they go walking off into the sunset and everything. And the angels say, "Oh, by the way." Don't fucking turn around because we're going to do some hardcore shit to your hometown. Just don't even look at it. It'll mess you up. And Lot's wife has to turn around and look back. And just the, just the image of what was happening back there turns her to a pillar of salt. A pillar of salt. So don't then them, uh, so then Lot's feeling real bad about this. Let me finish this up. Lot's feeling real bad about this, right? His wife just turned to a big pillar of salt. So he seeks refuge in a local cave. And his daughters uh, and his and, and and Lot are in the cave and everything, and, and and the daughters start thinking, "Wow, we're the only fucking people left on the earth. We've got to repopulate. We got to fuck Dad." So mm-hmm. they get they As get Lot nice and drunk, and then fuck him. And it works. They get pregnant. And that's the Bible. That that's just one. <laughs> small... That's the key. No, that's the central thesis of the Bible right there. Yeah. I, think I, I use that story to guide my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that story and the morals that it teach have kept me on the right rail from, <laughs> from the time it. I was a child. That's where you get the other interpretation of turn the other cheek. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fucked up. Yeah, there's a lot of Bible stories that when you really analyze like what's happening, and, it, and especially if you were to apply them to modern day, and like modern families and groups of people, you just they're they're shockingly out of place at times. But you know, it's, it's God. Yeah, so. I wish I knew my Bible even better. Like like I think there's more references into it, more references to shellfish than there are gay people in the Bible. Uh, only in the, uh, the the argument is like, oh, that God never ta- or Jesus never talks about gay people. Uh, in the Old Testament, they were very very clear uh, about gays and about shellfish and about mixing fabrics. Um, lots of things. I know we have to take care of something real quick, but I do want to return to Bible stories. It's fun. <laughs> Carl? You did not call me Carl, did you? <laughs> no, Carl? no. Like I wouldn't catch it? Like I wouldn't notice that you found Carl? Is this a new thing? Are we calling him Carl? No. We're not calling no. Carl. Casper mattresses are obsessively engineered American-made mattresses at a shockingly fair price. And now you can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by going to casper.com slash PKA and using offer code PKA. Listen, you spend about one-third of your life sleeping. Let's make sure that you're doing it on a good mattress. Casper brings together two comfy technologies together for uh, better nights and brighter days, latex foam and memory foam. So they've got just the right sink, just the right bounce, no matter how you sleep. They've got a risk-free trial and the re- and return policy. They'll uh, they'll deliver it straight to you. You can you can try it for a hundred days, and if you're not happy with it, they'll take it right back. Uh, at the store, maybe you get a minute or two to try out your mattress, but with Casper, you actually get to sleep on it for weeks at a time. So it's five hundred dollars for a twin size mattress, nine hundred fifty for a king size mattress, which is what I got, and then I used the offer code and got fifty bucks off. Comparing that to industry averages, that is an outstanding price point, which is why I did it. So. 
Get $50 toward any mattress purchased by going to casper.com slash PKA and using offer code PKA. And I can genuinely say, like, I paid for this thing, you know, full price, minus hour discount and everything, and it's the best sleep I've ever gotten. It's a better quality sleep. Um, I used to sleep, like, I, sometimes I would sleep 12 hours, like, like sleep into the day, and I would still wake up kind of like my neck would be hurting and I didn't feel rested. But eight hours in this mattress, sometimes I, six or seven hours, and I feel like supercharged. I, I, I don't get tired in the middle of the day. I don't need a nap anymore. So big believer in the Casper mattress system. Check them out. I shit you not. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that code. I promise. You're going to awesome. thank You really will be happy. That, Kyle, super Let me tell you how it comes. <clears throat> Here's the best part about this thing. Um, it arrives, UPS, um, in, in, a, in, a, in a, a, a cardboard box. You sit, you clear the floor, put it where the bed's supposed to be, and then you carefully uh, cut this box apart, and it just really? like like span. As soon as you break that that uh, vacuum sealed uh, seal, it's wrapped in plastic. It just super hyper expands, and in like thirty seconds, you've got an insta bed. And uh, I'm I, trying to I, find places in Nashville right now, and I've got like an air pad, like camping air pad, <laughs> like between that and hotel. So I'm like. I need to get a mattress. So yeah, that's that. Well, then fifty Casper's, bucks off of that. That's pretty dope. That's Richard, what you want to use? Use our coupon code. Yeah. You know? Stop I, being I a will. peasant and get yourself a Casper. I'm Sleep on a mattress like an adult. Our <laughs> <laughs> mattresses are such shit. I I remember this um, when I was when I was living in Atlanta. There were these three guys who moved down from PA. It was like one guy had moved down to be with a girl, and then his like two best friends were like, "We're not leaving Travis. We're not letting Travis leave state without us." So they moved to Atlanta too. And uh, one of them couldn't afford to move his shit down, and it got to a point where the storage unit just auctioned all of his belongings off. So he was living on an air mattress, and that was like his only possession in his bedroom. And I just remember feeling so bad and just, just going over there and poking it once and just being like, you sleep on this? What the <laughs> fuck? How can you do this? And then like once my, uh, my girlfriend and I spent the night at this like haunted mansion-type deal, uh, and there were a bunch of couples there, and we had an air mattress, and again... It's the worst. It's the worst. I would it's rather awful. sleep in a car. Do you ever wake up in the morning just sleeping on the floor with like yeah, a very yeah. thin Point. fabric of plastic underneath? I'm not as thing. big as Richard is. I, I'm like I'm like six feet six one, like 195 pounds. I, there aren't many air mattresses that can accommodate me comfortably. It yeah. doesn't happen. I can't imagine what you're doing. Yeah. Well, no. That's what I was gonna say too. Like the pri for you to say, oh, that's the most comfortable sleep I had. Like, like 950 dollars. Plus with the code, like fifty off, like nine hundred bucks, and getting it delivered, not having to load it up and everything. You go to like any mattress store, like those, like those pillow top this or cushion that and everything. Like twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, I know. I mean, so many like, terms. I'm just lost in the weeds. Why not just go to Casper.com? Right? Like, <laughs> I mean, like no, like, I'm like, I'm like I know it's double sided. That so soft, I can't nope. believe it. Like, what? Like, oh my goodness. Like, <laughs> that's like, I'm like legit excited about this because like, oh geez, that's that's fucking cheap. It's really that's nice. Awesome. I uh I, I for some reason like I never considered my bed. Like I've been on the same queen mattress for like six years. There's no excuse for it at all. Like like in the interim, I've spent thousands of dollars on things like shoes and like hats and watches. But like it, somehow the bed got misplaced somewhere along the way and I never upgraded from that shitty queen uh, mattress. But now I have and I love it. No, did you buy a bed for it yet, or is it on the floor? It's still on the fucking I knew it. floor. It's still on the fucking floor. Look, let me tell you. Let me tell you why. My truck is it. I wish a fucking asteroid would hit would hit that thing. Just in fast forward, like the the things that I have fixed on this thing, um, 
two hydraulic lifters. Uh, I had to take the head off and service it. Uh, new rear end, um, new brakes all the way around, new rotors. Um, 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 wheel bearing on the left side just went out. Had to replace transfer that. Um, tra two transfer cases, one transmission, and... Um, and there are still some electrical issues that I'm, I'm working the bugs out on. Um, it's been pissing me the fuck off. I was over there all day the other day doing that wheel bearing by myself. And I'd never done one before. So I got my YouTube video like right there with me, like learning as I go. And it was a process. And it was, you know, I don't know, $275 worth of parts. Just a, a real motherfucker. So I haven't had time to do that. I get home from I wish I was the there. Because wheel bearing is a 15-minute job. You gotta take the tire off. You gotta, you gotta take it. I'm not including pulling out the air tools, but yeah, like I've I've done. You gotta take the tire off, the rotor off, the uh, the caliper, and everything. And there was, I've done there it was... about 150 times. Why? Just take take Why the gear splints <laughs> out, put another Ajax bolt in, call it a day. You know, <laughs> which which well, that's what I say. Uh, 08 Silverado. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I mean, not to get in the Ford Ford. Chevy debate thing, but one of the things that really pissed me off about uh, my F-150, the 04, was the to change the brakes, like the rotor, you had to take the, the front axles off and they're like, they're uh, they use like a wax or like something where it cross threads it whenever you, you take and you put it on. So it like takes a specific um, foot pound of uh, torque to put on and then when you take it off you have to buy brand new ones and everything it's just such a pain mm. in the butt i mean like I, I know different manufacturers make things way more complicated than what they need to be sometimes so toyota's yep. good that way I, I so I, i've mostly worked on dana 44s and a handful of different toyota axles they're all the same but different they just get bigger and stronger and uh, I, I don't know. That the way that you pull out a, a Toyota third member is really easy to work on. The way the axles pull out, the, the wheel bearings are not that big of a deal. The way that the – I guess I don't know if I'm just most comfortable with them or if they're actually easier to work on. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I used to go off-roading a lot, and I would break axles almost every trip uh, or break teeth on the ring gear of the third member or whatever, just change brakes or upgrade to new axles. And that's why I've done it so many times. You still work on your truck and stuff? Me? Yeah. Yeah, but it doesn't break anymore. Huh. Because I, I found, like, I don't know about you guys, but um, I, I used to do everything. Like, my first car was a 67 Mustang. It was like, here you go. This thing doesn't run. If you want a vehicle to drive when you're 16, go buy a Haynes manual after, you know, you've worked a few summers to get parts to get it running and everything. And so I've always worked on, like, Mustangs, F-150s, kind of in the Ford family and everything, because that's what I, I grew up on. And uh, and it was so easy. Like the engine bays, everything was just the carburation, everything, just like everything was just awesome. It was so easy. It just made sense. It clicked. And now I got like a, a 2015 F-150, and I'm like, fuck, I can't even change the radio out in this thing because <laughs> it's integrated with so many different electronic systems and stuff, and it's so frustrating to me because it's like I, I I kind of yearn for that like just wanting to just get back out there and just do maintenance <laughs> you get an old fixer-upper we're yeah, always tinkering well, on something 
Well, uh, was uh, one of my favorite trucks is like the um, was like the ninety two, ninety three ish F one fifties, like just standard cabs, kind of like what the Rock drove in Walking Tall. Yeah, like just like not the extended cab, just That's the regular. Movie. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> four by it. four post. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it it it's it starts off with like Greg Allman doing that dirty version of Midnight Rider. So good. Very so good. good. I, I like that movie a lot. Um, that was a, that was great. Wasn't it supposed to be? Wasn't it based on some kind of a true story or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not familiar with that film. You haven't seen <laughs> that film. No. It's a quick one too. It's not yeah. that. It's not that 90 long. Ninety minutes or something like that. It's got yeah. Johnny Knoxville in there for. Uh, That's a rarity nowadays. Yeah. Finding a ninety minute movie. Have uh, anyone here seen Batman versus Superman yet? Chiz no, has. you can spoil it though. I don't care. I, I do. Oh, good. I, I have not seen it. Um, Chiz watched it and did not care for it. So. Yeah, he hated it a lot. I'm gonna. I'm trying to get the quote right because it was not. Well, he's gonna give you a new quote now. Um, <laughs> But, but Chiz thinks know. Batman here. Hold on. Chiz thinks mentioned- Batman versus Superman is a pile of shit wrapped up in a cat poop tortilla with disappointment sprinkled on top. I think that what really put him over the edge was their gay romance scene. I don't think there was a need for that or for it to go on as long as it did. I it, like the gay was- romance scene. I mean, I, I definitely didn't picture Batman assuming that much of a dominant role. Like when you imagine them when you hit when you hit Superman, that. the pink kryptonite, he's he's powerless. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think yeah. I'm making that up, but that's true. Pink kryptonite. Makes, uh, it makes him into a bottom. Well, no, I think somebody else made that up, and now you're just <laughs> repeating it. <laughs> kind of like the pink Trump hat. No, 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 that's true. Pink, pink kryptonite really does make Superman gay, and it's you know it's 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 part of the uh, the uh, the canon. Is it? Yeah, it's part of the canon. Yeah. Is that like some weird little like lost in the weeds mentioned in the 1961 episode? Uh, I don't, that we're, do like, I have to cite sources now? <laughs> Here we go. Pink kryptonite. I don't. That's Wikipedia, Woody. I don't think so. Yeah, there's you like know. five different kinds of kryptonite, but um, um, I, oh, I like it. Okay. Yeah, like it is right here on the internet. So yeah, right, well, right there. You can't be, can't argue with that. I uh, I'm not surprised. I don't. Motherfucker. That would be a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not surprised that it is a shit movie. I just, I feel like they're really pumping out superhero movies with a little too much gusto right now. Like, give everybody a break. How about you throw out a western? How about another western? I'd like some more of those. Spaghetti. Did you watch Bone Tomahawk yet? Uh, I have seen Bone Tomahawk. Okay, Uh, Richard, do you watch many movies? I try to. Like the new um, stuff I've seen. Um, 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 what's the comic book movie that we all love? Deadpool. Yes. yes. That was yeah, did you like that? Good. That was pretty cool. I did. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I love the the little jabs and stuff. Like, just don't make my superhero suit green. Or <laughs> like, things like that was just great. <laughs> loved it. Yeah, there were it. a bunch of mentions like that. Little uh, little things thrown in there. I think that at one point there was like a picture yeah, of you him. You got something in your teeth. Do I? Who? Yeah. Me? No, it's from the movie. <laughs> oh, you dick. <laughs> I ate like four slices of pizza like, 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 during the show. So. You ate four slices of pizza right before we started, just wolfing it down. Yeah, it yeah, I was so hungry. I've just noticed that like after seeing that, I've never actually like done that to anybody. So every, occasionally I just do it and without a fail. Every single time. They're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then they're like that. subconscious about it the entire time. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, I think they are pumping out too many. Like you got deals like what is it with Sony? They have to have a Spider-Man movie in product in production to be able to maintain the rights to it because it's a Marvel property. Uh, so if they don't have one constantly in production uh, or pre-production, then they lose the rights to it. How would you like to be somebody like Robert Downey Jr. so so that you're so integral to the whole thing, the whole big web? Like you can you can like I like that he's the nice guy and and instead of being like you know what a hundred million a movie let's just make it a hundred million that's an even nice round number right instead of doing that he was like hey you're not really paying everybody else as much as they should be getting so if you want us all you should look out for everybody yeah and you mentioned Ed Norton Ed Norton's a cocksucker I love his what? movies it's... he's a great actor but what a shithead right what do you do? nobody I'm, can I'm work with him that's story. why he's not the Hulk right now like like he's mm. he's notorious for being like impossible to work with. Yeah, uh, see what Jesus is right there. Yeah. like him as an actor. I love him as an actor. American History X. Um, what did we watch the other day? Um, in Cold Blood or whatever. No, no, no. What's the one where he's with Richard Gere and he he's he's pretending like he had a split personality? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's you a know great, who else great is great movie. that doesn't get a lot of recognition is Sam Rockwell. I really like him. I don't know who the Sam moon? Rockwell is by name. No. Primal Fear. Primal nice call. Fear. Yeah. Good call. There's an unrated version on Netflix right now if you want to watch it. Wow. They chop the priest's fingers off with a knife and you see him like spraying blood and everywhere. It's, it's pretty gruesome. You know what's on Netflix? Have you guys seen Promised Land? It's promised, like past tense, Promised Land. No. But oh, it's reminded me more Bible stories. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, so Matt Damon and. Um, I, I've seen it. I'm John not get Krasinski. His name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Office guy. Yeah. The, from, from The Office, he plays Jim. And uh, it's pretty good, I thought. I enjoyed I the movie. It. And there's a little fracking like uh, propaganda mixed in there, so so you get you get both at the same time. Matt Damon's uh, really liberal, and I was like, "How is this?" Gonna... I wasn't sure how it was going to play out. I didn't see it ever being like pro fracking. Matt Damon win, and uh, it had a it had a twist ending, and I enjoyed it. Yeah, good movie. Uh, John Krasinski's a great actor. I love that mm -hmm. meme. I guess he was hours. in that. I was about to say, he's in that Michael Bay movie about Benghazi or whatever, and, and um, I haven't seen it yet, but I love there's a Snapchat because not only is John, uh, John Krasinski in there, but the guy who played, um, uh, help me, Chiz. What movie are you talking Roy, about? Roy. The guy who played Roy uh, in, in The Office. He's in there, too. 13 Hours or whatever, the Benghazi movie that Michael Bay mo mm -hmm. made. Um, so, and there's that meme where it's like, John Krasinski's like, Roy. I need you back. He's like, he's like, I left that game behind a long time ago, man. He's like, they got Pam. <laughs> and it's both of them like dressed like operators with, with M4s and stuff. It's, it's really funny. Um, I haven't seen that movie, though. It seems kind of, to me, it seems a little disrespectful to, to make a Michael Bay action movie out of something that just happened like that. With, I, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know. Um, I, I think that, I think it was, it was dumb pretty good was it like I, I yeah I, I like the thing is like there's michael bay like movies i mean like just because bad boys awesome bad boys. right <laughs> awesome but Transformers. I, this is this is one of his fewer i, I want to say character and story driven and not so much action i mean there is action as a part of it and everything but like i think they did a really good job of grounding themselves and what it uh i mean you know, like the GRS guys and the CIA and everything, you know, you say what you want about real life versus the theatrics of a movie and everything, but it was really grounded in reality, I felt like. I mean, hmm. 
Maybe it I'll was, watch it then. I, 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 I kind of when I heard it was Michael Bay, I was like, well, why is Michael Bay doing that? I'd like to like, like what if Spielberg did it? Then I'd watch. Then it really I'd should be Michael Moore. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> no. Have you Could seen how lately? Transformers like, aren't eco-friendly and they give off too much exhaust? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bay isn't eco-friendly and he gives off too much exhaust. Have you seen this guy? You mean Michael Moore? Michael Moore. Yeah, he's fucking enormous now. I, I the last time I. Uh, while as he because because yes. like the, i remember like when bowling for uh columbine came out came out I, i'm gonna estimate he was like 265 or something but he looks like he's getting up in the 350s now or something he's looking really Jesus. Oh, yeah. it looks it looks awful looks like he's just like he's got, like, he's got giant four, black chins no it, he's like next to him ted cruz's neck looks like a chiseled professional athlete <laughs> jaw which is oh. a because uh, what's his name? Michael Moore has that chin where it's not even like a slope down chin. It's the chin has has grown beyond even the confines of the face. It's further out in a way. That's what you it's call a, that. Yeah, it's it's a jowl, a, a big hunk of meat, just kind of gross. Uh, I really don't. What like did Kyle it. call it? A goblin? The gobbler. A jowl. The gobbler. The gobbler. <laughs> I like it. I call it the gobbler. I uh, yeah. It, on one hand, he's gigantic and he's hard to look at. On the other hand, like. Well, I saw this coming two decades ago. Like, it, you always knew he was going to grow into that uh, Chris Christie-like figure. Yeah, and you're not like you're not looking at a picture of Michael Moore in like 1986, being like, "Damn, where'd that sexy motherfucker go?" <laughs> yeah, like, oh, he was he was gross in the 80s, and he's gross now. <laughs> the other thing about Michael Moore that makes gross such an appropriate adjective is, like. He's always dressed down. He's always slovenly. He's always like rolling out of bed, sweatpants, hair not done, etc. And this is on a like a CNN day, you know. Like Chris Christie, as as rough as he is to look at, is in a suit. You know, it, it might not have added. You know, he might not accommodate the most recent ten, fifteen. I'll say pounds, this about but... Chris: he looks better standing. He should always stand, no matter what the situation. Because when he sat down in that chair, like the event I went to was kind of like a fire, like a fireside chat. Like it was mm -hmm. Christie in a chair, Trump in a chair, and they're just kind of like turned toward the audience and toward each other. And they're just Christie setting him up for yeah. everything, you know. And, and Christie just has this massive belly, and and his legs are kind of sticking out of it. It, it doesn't like look a baby's. Like a baby's, yeah. He looks like he's not very mobile. Um, yeah, you would well, he's probably not. Who had aspirations of being the president would like get a lock on that because I feel like that if he's our prime, if he had won the the thing, if 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 he's the the, the GOP's nominee, I feel like somebody starts throwing. They would ask health questions. They'd be like, "Is is this the guy? Is this the guy you want you want up there? He doesn't like he's gonna make it." It's uh, not I, just the health to me. It's the fact that he has an addiction that's beating him. Obama smokes cigarettes. Yeah. That didn't that didn't bother me. Uh, do, do you think Obama's still smoking? Yeah. Yeah, of course he is. I, I, Based I don't, on I don't, what? Eddie Vice has made nothing to me. You had Kennedy I, fucking I, like walked. He, I, I, Reagan smoked cigars. Like, like every little petty There's Vice. Stuff that's in, in, in that you can't deny that's in people. Churchill was wasted throughout World War II. I mean, and that's, all right, that's all right. these are not petty vices being wasted throughout World War II. I don't like that. Um, <laughs> if Obama could, if Obama couldn't stop alcohol. his smoking, then that would be a, a, a deficit to me. It'd be a guy who doesn't have his, he's not squared away. You know, you want to be squared away? Don't have fucking addictions that rule your life that you can't handle. I don't think nicotine is an addiction that rules your life when you're smoking. Like to the people, like it's really annoying to the people around you. Like when you're with your friends and it's like, oh, let's start up this next game, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna go have a smoke real quick. And it's but like, when well, you're the president, you're like, no, nah, yeah. fuck all y'all. 
But when you're the president, it's like, oh, we have a meeting in five minutes? Because I'm pretty fucking sure the meeting is whenever I walk in the room because I'm the president. It's a sign of mental weakness. We have a meeting. He's like, yeah, I know. Gather around, bitches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny, and it's maybe even true. But it's a sign of mental weakness. Little dog, bum me one. (laughs) uh, It's no different than Chris Christie's weight. I imagine Biden leaning over, lighting lighting a cigarette, and then just kind of leaning back and watching. Yeah. He's open about it though. He like didn't he didn't he say he had his stomach stapled and he still like just just keeps he overcame it. gastrointestinal he surgery. <laughs> yeah, he beat lap band surgery. Yeah, that's that's the term. Yeah. <laughs> he beat lap band. How much of a, like I don't I I know it's an addiction to eat food and that's probably like the hardest addiction to fight cuz you can 100% get rid of booze and, like, your body's not going to freak out. You can 100% get rid of weed. Oh, you oh, no, if you're an alcoholic, you get the shakes, you go into DTs, no, you have a problem. I, I know. I'm saying, like, like if you wean off or however you have to do that, if you're, like, a hardcore alcoholic, you can sure. survive. Like, and then you can stop drinking and you'll be okay. With food, it's like, you have to do that every day. So every day there's some temptation. Like, it's like if an alcoholic had to, like, at lunch to have one shot and then, like, have a shot at dinner and then just keep it together, you know? Yeah. Like that like would be. But come really on, you don't ad- have to eat Cheetos and Funyuns and no, the but stuff you that gets you. T- that's enough to remind you of like, man, this carrot fucking sucks. Oh, I hate my life. Like all I wanted is that big bag of Doritos, and I'm gonna fucking have it. You know, like. But isn't there a pull with every addiction? You know, aren't you like not doing heroin, thinking, dude, you know, it would make mowing better? Heroin. Not really. <laughs> I've know? never just sat around and been like, oh man, a great day to lounge around. I wish I had a bunch of Coke. Or like, oh man, I need to get a bunch of like. You, you know, know, you mentioned I feel like that would be the time when you would enjoy drugs. I feel like if you if if you were gonna do a little marijuana, like mowing time, I feel like you'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let's mow the whole world." But you know what, family? I'm like that anyway. I got. This. I got this. <laughs> no, no, you're not. You, you want to get it done, but but I feel like you, you'd be like Jackie. You, you take the kids inside. I'm gonna mow it all. <laughs> Come back all. Do you have an addiction? <laughs> You, do you, like, like, do you guys like have anything that you would say is, yeah, fuck, man. Like, so Woody, yours may be the internet. Uh, like, any, any, anything At for you? At some point, Kyle? I spent way too much money on magic cards, and that's a funny one in a way. But like, and this is intermittent. Like, at least once a year, I get super back into that hobby and spend like, not a lot of money to you know people who are really wealthy, but like five, six hundred bucks. You know, that's that's a good amount of money to just throw into a hobby. And then suddenly it's like, yeah. hey, I, I don't want to go play r- with randoms down at the gaming store. Like, I want my friends to play. And if I convince them to get into it, it's like their piece of shit deck just gets blown out by mine because I'm spending so much time researching <laughs> and doing shit. I haven't done that in a long time. But I've, that's I've problem. gone through phases, especially with strategy card games for some reason. Where I just, I get, like, I'm either totally uninterested in something or I am utterly... Like, I, I can't stop thinking about it. Like, right now, that's Age of Mythology. I'm, thank God that's a one-time payment of $35.99. And yep. uh, we've, yeah, me and Kyle have been playing that nonstop. I, get, I have an obsessive personality, so, like, I like being good at things, and it upsets me if I'm not good at something. And, and it doesn't, like, like, if it were, like, basketball, like, real-life basketball, I'd be like, you know what? I just don't have the talents needed for this. And this could take years to develop. These talents could take years to develop. And I, needed, I would need trainers and equipment. But with Age of Mythology, it's a $35 video game. And I feel like if I just focus on this and read a little bit, I can get good at this. And so, like, I'm really sucked into this video game right now. Yeah, trying. You're like, getting way better. Every time you're coming in and we're starting up a game, you're, like, dropping knowledge on me from your research that I didn't know. We're, like, yeah. here and you, like, spamming hotkeys. And I'm, like, what are you doing? And you're, like, oh, well, you just hit 
HV, HV, HV or whatever at the start of the game and get your, your workers going. No wonder like, you've never won. Come I on, need, Kyle. <laughs> I, I need every edge that I could possibly get. That's how it always is. When I, Same thing with Chiz. But, like, Chiz would get better than your me. edge? Like, I, I hear you giving your little the things you picked up to Taylor. Well, we're sharing back and forth, so okay. like I don't mind giving him mine because he because he gives me all of his. Like like I want us both mm. to get collectively better at the game. Right, like like fair point. Yeah, like if I see him playing a god and I know he's doing something wrong, we're playing against each other. I'm not sitting over here like haha, fucking fool. And like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like hey Kyle, you want to maybe do that with the Egyptians? Like he's getting but way I, better. Uh, I did the same thing with with Civilization uh, Five. Like like Chiz got to a point where he was just beating me, and I was like, at first I beat Chiz like a couple games, and then he started beating me consistently, and I was like, I've just got to start reading. I got to go do do some homework, and I would do like an hour or two of homework every night, and I would read and read, and I would learn. I would like I, by the end of it, I had charts like this, like like the one I have here for um, for Age of Mythology. Where, where it's a detailed build chart that I've come up with to, to remind me what to do. It says eco build hunting. Uh, first, at first I buy hunting dogs. I put two workers on food, one on wood, one on gold. Then one. Then I make a new villager, and he Is goes this to new food. Uh, yeah, the ones with the expensive workers. Whatever. Uh, it's Atlanteans. Atlanteans. Yeah, this is an Atlantean uh, rush using the Mermillo and the Terma and Valor. It, like, like I'm just sitting up here trying to get better at the game constantly. So when I get obsessed with something, it does become. Richard, a I think we found their too. addiction. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> playing with Kyle is a lot of fun because like you're not getting super like, like you never care when you're get like you care, but like when you're getting beat, you're not freaking out about it. But like you send in a big force on Kyle, and it's just like, oh, oh Jesus, fuck, God, <laughs> I just built a bunch of workers again. Like now, like just right before this, he three times so, built his, his workers back up, and he's like, oh, they're down to three of them. Like, <laughs> so the way this thing is working is it's um it's about micro control to some extent, and it's about perfectly getting your civilization moving forward so that you hit these um, important key eras of the game as quickly as possible because you get more powerful every era. So he's hitting his at like 3 minutes and 30 seconds into the game. I'm like 60 seconds slower, which means that he's already built his army and sent it on the way while I'm building my army. So he gets to my town right about the time I get three soldiers built, and he's got 20, and they wreck my shit. And, you know, I'm pumping out one at a time, like one every 30 seconds, and he's already there with 20. And my workers are literally just peasants. They're shovels, rakes, they're chopping wood, and he rapes the fuck out of them. And they are your... That's what you use to get money and food and all that shit in the game. And he'll come in, fuck my shit up real bad, cripple me, but and then he'll leave. <laughs> why? And because you can build yourself back, and I'm just like, but why? I'm like, because you can build yourself back. No, no, that's not a because, motivation to not finish you. No, no, because I can't like at that level in the game. My like his town center and his towers can fight me off, and so I can't just leave my troops there beaten on his building. Or eventually the arrows will take me down. So I go in, fuck up his farms and his workers, and destroy his houses to like lower his population limit to set him back. And then I just leave, rebuild my forces. Everyone. Yeah, and like three to eight minutes later, I send in another force when he's got like, yeah, you can keep saying how it goes. And in three to eight minutes, in those three to eight minutes, I'm as fast as I can fucking hot king around. I'm like, build it back, build it back better, build it back better, build a wall, wall, tower, tower. And, and, and he's like, how's it going over there? I'm like, oh, real bad, 
real bad. <laughs> I'm having a hard time. I'm not going to make it. I don't know. I got like two workers left. Really, I got ten. And I'm just trying to get my shit back together before he thinks it's time to, to cripple me again. I'm hoping that I can get a real army together so he'll come back to cripple and I'll actually beat him. And then but, I go to his place, now, which is empty. Now, but. this whole time, he's unmolested, right? So isn't he even bigger and stronger? Like, you're trying to... I, I, I don't know this game, but I do know Civ. I'm trying and, to get back on my feet, and he's pumping iron. He's well, there. What's happening is, like, I set him back, so suddenly he's like, oh, fuck, I need to get, like, eight more, I need to build eight more people to put on food, and seven more to put on wood, and six more to put on gold. Meanwhile, I've got, like, 20 people on everything, and I'm building new settlements, increasing my population cap. So even if he gets an army of 30, I'll just keep throwing 100 people at it until it dies Isn't away. is he just hopeless, then? No, they're, like, you can, just like when we, I was playing with you and Chiz the other day, and you, I think, wiped me out, and I just... Like kept some soldiers and some workers and made a new base in the corner I of both. I killed everything he had except for like six workers who are unarmed and can do nothing but build buildings. And he went off into some corners of the world and built himself a new little mini empire while I was trying to finish Chiz off and snuck into my base when all my troops were across the world fighting Chiz and just like, I don't know, minotaur men tore all my things apart. This is probably boring for the fans, just, but I'm just really... Just smeared shit on the walls. It was great. Yeah, that yeah. Was so so that game right now is what's like a bit of an addiction, and I, sh I should probably slow down with. I think my girlfriend's gonna leave me if I. If I <laughs> That's fine. She's like, she's like, you got, you get three. She's like, you can have four days a week. Like, I get at least three. I get at least three, and I'm like, can we make it two? She's like, no, I can make it two. Like, because uh, I want to play that game every night. And when I say play it, like I'll get on and start playing and like four hours will uh, sneak by, and I, I think there's still time to go upstairs and like hang out with her. But really, it's two in the morning. So, that game right now is what I'm spending too much time and time doing. <laughs> Luckily, it's free. Yep. I think when Woody said uh, it was like like you when you realize it's a problem. I, I think it's taken this long for it to click for me. Uh, the one time in my life where I knew like some well, I didn't know until afterwards that it was a problem was Rockstar Cola. Uh, uh, I got yeah the energy drink like I. I tried Red Bull and and Monster, and I drank them, but I was never really like, hey, I got to have one. And then I started drinking Rockstar Cola, and for some reason, it won lots of sugar and caffeine, but it tasted like a Jack and Coke. So I could just drink them all the time. I was like, ah, whatever. And then it got to the point where I could tell you how old the can or how old the can was by the design because there were like the yeah. really old ones were gold and black and then the newer ones were like a gloss black top and then the the newest ones were like flat black everything and matte it was like really cool oh. but um anyways i i got to the point where i was like fuck man all right like i gotta get my day started blah blah blah, blah. so i'm always drinking them and I, I go through like crazy withdrawal headaches and stuff and it took them fucking discontinuing them before I could stop drinking them and when wow. they did I was running around LA like a fucking crackhead like a crackhead just trying to buy as many <laughs> of them as I could I was getting on Amazon I was like on social media hitting Rockstar up I was like hey you know if I could buy a few more cases <laughs> <laughs> maybe just turn the machines off for 10 minutes and those yeah. will be mine like, just let, give me 10 minutes alone with the vet you know? <laughs> it got to the point where I found the last place in L.A. that had them was this Perfect donut shop. And 
the lady Barrels. who owned it realized that there weren't any more because I kept coming in there buying them and she couldn't get them from her distributor again. She's like, Jesus, fuck, this dude's like, like we're selling all kinds of Rockstar Colas. We gotta, we gotta restock. And then she, she's like, oh, I can't get these anymore. You can only buy one. And I was like, what? She's like, only one. And she's like, you gotta buy something else too. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is like a drug dealer here. So what's in it for her? She won't sell me any cola. Yeah, so for every like for like three weeks, every single morning, I would get up and I'd walk to this donut shop and I'd get a apple fritter and a Rockstar cola, and then I would just be sitting at my desk and I'd go, "Fuck, I probably I, I might have a problem." <laughs> you're like, you're like, like eating that fritter, you're like, "Do I have a drug dealer now?" <laughs> what a what a low thing on like that kind of problem where like when you're starting that up I'm like man maybe he really struggled with crack cocaine a few years ago or something like maybe this is him like getting in shape really putting his life back on track and you're like the only time I really noticed it was god I can't even believe I'm bringing this up but <laughs> Rockstar yeah, Cola like that's such so low on what could be a problem like why didn't you just do you, what do you drink now like I just switched to whatever's available NOS two for three dollars like, not bad Soon as soon as I got like I was like I'm not gonna drink energy drinks again. That's like I'm not gonna run the risk like, of that. guys who crush Adderalls up and snort lines off a toilet seat. Like, <laughs> like, like, your rock star cola addiction is really uh, not 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 coming across well here. <laughs> like it would le legit affect the day if I like, drink, and I, I think that's what the issue is. You should have called me. I'd have hooked you up with some G fuel. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you so you don't drink any? I love energy drinks, but I, like I've never gotten a headache when I didn't get one. Like, I do. That's... Yeah, I have to keep caffeine going or I'll get headaches. I drink uh, a cup of coffee in the morning, and uh, sometimes I'll have one in the afternoon. But interspliced is nothing but soda. I've said this many times, and people don't believe me. Like I drink nothing but soda and coffee. Like like there's a trash can next to me with like twenty of these in it. Like I oh yeah. When I look at my end table sometimes in my living room, like it looks like someone dared me to drink as many diet Dr. Peppers as possible. Yeah. Like that's what it looks it looks like I just finished a contest. Yeah, I'm like, this, oh, is great. this is the diet Dr. Pepper cherry. The Batman versus Oh, Super I like diet cherry vanilla Dr. Pepper. That's have my you ever had um have you ever had kidney stones? Never, not once ever. And I, I don't think I ever will based on my current track record. Because even as a child, like it was diet Pepsi constantly. Well, you are like why, I don't know when kidney stones. Why do you ask? Start, it's more common the older you get, right? So many sodas so, that gives you kidney stones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people, um, I, I, I am, <laughs> in a few years. Yeah, I had a friend telling me that his son had them the other day, and he was talking about how painful they were. He was like, I was outside uh, with my diesel, in, sitting in my diesel truck with the window down, and I could hear Matthew screaming in the bathroom in the house. He's like, I ran in there, and he's laying in the tub, like trying to pass this stone, just just in the fetal position, screaming. And That's I just, what I want some heroin. I was like, how big was it? He's like, well, when it finally come out, you know, about, about as big as my pinky nail. And I was just like. That's huge. Like, like, That's I really mean, big. That's huge. <laughs> and, and they're not like a smooth BB, you know. They're like they're like, cor like imagine candy. corned beef or something. Like yeah, like, your your bladder, your gall doesn't kind of sand them down very well. They just push oh, it through the assembly line, all jagged, crystallized formation. So imagine rock candy, like you said, or or something like that. Uh, you know, it's it, it looks very jagged. And I've seen it um, under a microscope. You find that image for us, Chiz. That'd be a it's good just calcium, right? Microscopic uh, or um, you know, uh, um, enhanced image of a kidney stone or whatever, magnified. 
Isn't it, it calcium? Yeah. Like it's just. It's calcium, I think. Calcium. Huh. Yeah. Is there calcium in soda? I seriously doubt it. I mean, there can't be any usable source of calcium. I'm usually very careful to get calcium free. Oh, good but. lord! <laughs> that looks awful. That 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 doesn't even look what I, like what I've seen before. That looks horrible. Oh, oh, fuck that! I'd cut my dick off. Yeah, it looks like a booger. <laughs> like like, if, like like it's like halfway through my dick, and I'm just like fuck it. Just <laughs> like I can't. So you have it. to you like you you snip it off, like squeeze it through the bottom part like a go gurt, and then just run to the hospital and get them to resew it. <laughs> oh, it's okay. so awful. And and I know they can do like some sort of uh, there's a machine they can use to like bust those Sonic, up with yeah. ultrasonic waves or something like that. Um, I would own Got one it. of those machines if this was an issue I had. I hear about people who get them regularly, and it's just a thing for them, like. They get it, you know, once every two months or something. Sounds awful. Wow. Previous guest talked. Well, that's interesting, Jiz. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, sounds awful. I, you know, gonna... I, that's like one of those problems that, like, if you had chronic kidney stones, it's like there's no excuse to not give that person, like, a prescription for morphine. Just so, like, any time of the day. So what if it causes addictions? If you're pissing out rocks every three weeks, give them everything they need to get that done. Like, just numb them. They, yeah, that's, that's an horrific. excuse for a drug problem. Just cut me open. All I really, of it. Slice those, me in half. Get it out. Yeah. I don't like those prescription pills, really. They make, like, when I have had to take them, they make me kind of itchy. But that would be a time you definitely wanted the real shit. Like, the what house was addicted to shit. Not ibuprofen. You fight it in. Um, you know what I got in the mail the other day? Vicodin. My tracker. I think you got your tracker in the mail, too. I got my tracker in the mail. Oh. You guys want to hear a little bit about tracker? I'd Please. love tell to me tell me more. about it. Smart cars, smartphones, smart homes. Technology has made everything smart, but when you lose those smart things, it really feels it, it still really feels stupid. Tracker makes losing things a thing of the past. Tracker is a coin-sized device that locates misplaced keys, wallets, bags, computers, anything in seconds just pair a tracker to your smartphone attach it to anything and find its precise location with the tap of a button it's that easy lose your phone press the button on tracker and your phone rings even when it's on silent with over one with over 1.5 million devices tracker has the largest crowd gps network in the world so your lost item shows up on the map even if it's miles away never lose anything again with tracker listeners to uh, our show here get a special discount of 30 percent off your entire purchase uh when you go to thetracker.com and enter offer code PKA. The hardest thing you'll ever have to find is their website. So go to tracker.com, thetracker.com right now and enter offer code uh, PKA for 30% off your entire order. Thetracker.com. I, I love it. I already put it on my keys. It's work. I haven't lost them yet, so I don't know how. Like, I'll test it as soon as I lose my keys, but I'm ready. <laughs> I need to lose them. That's awesome. Yeah. Have you guys attached it to your stuff? I attached it to a dog. Oh, which dog? <laughs> um, the the one I care about. The weedy dog, right? Yeah. Hey, you want to sound sexy? Nah, that's my dad's rat terror. The rat terrier sounds like that because he's 14 years old. He's all shaky and shit. He's like, he's like shaky and like really ornery, but but no, the weenie dog doesn't sound like that. She's got more of a, a speech impediment because of her jowls. Ah, uh, speech impediment. Yeah, I like mm. how you just mix that in, you know? <laughs> Pepper and speech impediments, personality traits. Dogs don't have lips. I mean, I, I feel like with those jowls, they wouldn't be able to enunciate very, very well, so she, neither does she. That makes sense. 
she pissed in the bed the other night right on that Casper mattress and I immediately like like start ripping the top covers off and everything to like keep it from soaking in um and I was I was very upset about that that, Did that you was succeed yeah 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 but but I'm just very unhappy with the dog I think the dog's becoming incontinent because I don't I don't think it can help it how old is uh, it like seven or eight. Oh my god hold your piss a little longer than that yeah right it's a small dog yeah. too yeah, that's like someone. That's a dog in Woody's stage of life, middle aged. If Woody was pissing himself every day, I'd be like, you know what? How about you wait twenty, thirty years and then talk to him? <laughs> drinking not, so you much. Earned your I can piss whenever I want, and someone will clean <laughs> privilege. Yet that comes with like yeah. at seventy two, seventy three mm. minimum. I love that dog though. I'm gonna get her some some diapers if I have to. I I, I told my girlfriend to try to find some like stylish weenie diapers that wouldn't look like diapers, so the other dogs wouldn't know. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hate for that to happen. Are there a lot of other... So you think the other dogs would be talking behind its back? Yeah, well, they, yeah. That the, it's the, like special accessory. Oh, oh, look at... Oh, the wiener dog gets another treat. Isn't that surprising? You know, They like, really don't like that. Like, the wiener dog will see that, like, Kitty's dog has, like, a sweater on or something, and she'll, like, not like it and try to, like, pull it off the dog. Um, she wants her own sweater. That's a really smart dog. It's got a lot of personality. Sounds like a dick. Yeah, it is. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a little more like a cat. Oh, you know what I saw? Um, I, I had watched a documentary about this a while back. About, um, and it kind of goes back to our talk a, a while back about how humans domesticated dogs from wolves, that all dogs descend from wolves. Um, and, and in the same program, I, ha I had watched about how the Russians had bred these domesticated foxes and, and how they interbred them generation after generation to, to try to bring out um, friendlier pet-like traits like uh, white faces, curly tails, and a better temperament, uh, more trainable. They've done it. After 55 years of interbreeding, the Russians have created the perfect pet fox. The, there's a guy who's importing them right now. I think he's got five for sale. They're nine grand a pop. And uh, they don't look like regular foxes, though. They, they have these white faces. They're really intelligent, and they're trainable. They're like dogs, but they're foxes. They're 10 pounds. $9,000, though. What a waste of money to buy a fox. <sighs> I'll tell you, if I had... Yeah, if... It, you know, if I had $10 million, I'd have a $9,000 fox for sure. Because I think that's a really cool fox head. It looks so cool. It looks so Are their ears pointy, though? Like, it, like wasn't it Wasn't it kind of like the orca thing where uh, after just like a couple of generations, the ears uh, weren't as pronounced? They started flopping and... Yeah. It, it looked Maybe. like a dog to me. I I, I saw the, the same article probably that, that Kyle saw. I saw it on Reddit. And... Uh, it, it had a lot of dog-like traits to me. It was a fox, but God, it, it said something like, curiously, that the genes for being like you know, attracted to humans and stuff were you know, also brought in dog-like ears and dog-like noses and stuff like that. There you go. Yeah. I mean, have you seen, like, I don't know if this is a video you're talking about, but there's a video of this fox domestication where it shows, like, in one cage, the foxes who are just regular fucking foxes, and then there's another cage where they've been bred. And the ones where they've been bred, people can go right up to it, and it acts kind of like a dog. You know, it's not like sprinting over to say hi, but it, it takes a measured look at you, and then it's friendly. The ones that haven't been trained, like, they are shaking furiously in the back of their cages because they're so terrified of you coming towards them like they yeah. want to attack you they're hissing at you they don't know they think you're there to hurt them or eat them or something like they're yeah. freaking out yeah that's uh, the same thing i saw i think that's um it's called the history of dogs or, or something like that how dogs came to be it's like it's the story of the do of dogs and how they came yeah. to be it doesn't make sense that why why you would take the time and the money 
to domesticate foxes like that. We already figured out dogs. I we think it has something to do. To do I, I I think the reason is because you can't. I think maybe the fox fur was very valuable, but you have to hunt fox because they're not domesticatable. So maybe they were trying to like breed foxes like puppy farm style, so they'd have an unlimited amount of fox. I don't know, but I, they come up, they came up with a with a super pet. Um, so I'd like one of those things. All those pets that like you watch YouTube videos on, where you think they'd be cool, yeah, like the sugar gliders, like those little. <laughs> Do you have you seen these videos? It's a those little, sugar uh, gliders aren't like constantly in pain. I found out later. Um, I bet they're constantly throwing a fit. Just little screeches all day. They're flying into shit you don't want them flying into. <laughs> oh my god, I can't find my sugar glider. Like, I think literally later, can't handle one without it being in agony. I read somewhere or something like that. I feel bad for the sugar what gliders. What is a sugar glider? Is it's it like, like a this monkey? tiny little. It it. I don't know if it's a marsupial or a rodent or what, but it's a. There you go. It looks like it weighs about a half an ounce and that you could just kind of flick its spine in two. Like, I don't feel like you could ever comfortably hold it and, like with a dog. Even a small dog, you can be like, oh, got you. Like, kind of, you know, roll it around with this thing. You have to be like, oh, oh, how'd you do? How you doing? Like, yeah, it sounds... Oh, I, I, I'm glad. You, um, I, I, I tried to get Woody to get a pet wolf like, uh, like her buddy out in Texas. Um, oh, and, and I almost had him sold on the idea until I think he started doing the research about, you know, you got to feed it like... <laughs> Yeah, 10 pounds raw steak a day and, and you know, yeah. it needs to run like 20 miles or he something. He got me to investigate it. And the real problem is wolves are assholes. Like, they oh, don't they bond yeah. with people. They're they're not nice. They're, they're timid. They're, like, extremely frightened and then incredibly aggressive. And they pace constantly. They don't do well in captivity. It was just like, oh, it, it's cool. And then it's different than what other people have. But that's totally about it. not the pet you want. Yeah, did you just want it for the look? Or? I was buying a dog, and I was I like big dogs, so mm -hmm. I guess yeah, just for the look, you know. Yeah, like, I I just told him that like, hey, there's this guy out there who's got a fucking pet wolf. Like, look into that, and it you know at first glance, it sounds like a good idea. It does not sound. Like, all, <laughs> all I had to Google was what's the best number of wolves to own, and when everyone <laughs> said zero, I decided not to go in that direction. I, get a cat I, or a dog. I looked into <laughs> it, and they had like. You know, like oh, oh, the um, there was like a forty-five minute episode of the Dog Whisperer, who oh my god, <laughs> who like helped somebody with a wolf, but he didn't really know wolves, so he had a wolf expert come on, and then he, <laughs> like the Dog Whisperer and the Wolf Whisperer, like partnered up, and there were these wolf owners that were great owners. And he's like, yeah, 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 you know, I do my best. I I run him five miles a day on a leash. Right, this guy's out there running five miles a day. Fuck that! And and he had like it, his backyard was like fucking Harvard for wolves or something. It was all dedicated. It was like a wolf institution of some sort. And the wolf is still not doing well. He's pacing. Oh, he only likes his owner. Right, he wants to kill everyone else who comes around. And I'm just like, I don't want anything to do with wolves. No, you don't want anything to do with wolves. No. You know, I want it just because of the, uh, you know, the connection to Game of Thrones. Like, I'm such a big Game of Thrones fan that I kind of want a direwolf of my own. Mm, and, like, yeah. the, the direwolves are like that. Like, like you don't see the direwolf walking over there and hanging out with some fucking Greyjoys. Hell no. No, he, he's, he's stuck with his owner, and that's who he cares about. I, I kind of like that, a, a dog that would, you know, not be social. If and, you got and yourself a direwolf, it would like Kitty. Oh, I already <laughs> did. I, I, I got him. <laughs> I already did. And that's Dak a real is issue. A real mother... Dak's a real motherfucker. Um, you know, I I, <laughs> I, 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 often look at look at him in that cage and and just think like, 
he could totally jump over that and come kill me right now. I don't think I could make it back to the house in time, and I don't have a pistol on me. Like, I'm at his mercy most of the time. He just doesn't know it. Um, yeah, he's, You're he's open terrifying. carrying in your own backyard just in case. In case yeah, there's yeah, a yeah, dog ready attack. Ready to throw down. Yeah. <laughs> <Of> his dog. <laughs> I picture you, like, waking up, like, in a cold sweat at night because you think you hear, like, a faint bark or, like, the pitter-patter of paws outside your door. Just Remember <gasps> in Jurassic Park when the Velociraptor first turns that doorknob and Ooh. you're like, oh, shit. Dak did that one night while we were all sitting in the living room and emerged from her bedroom. And we were all just like, hey, and like that, and he's staring at me, and I'm staring at him, and I'm like, I'm looking over toward like the hallway, and I'm thinking like, I can't beat him there, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm looking around, I'm like, I can't beat him anywhere, and I'm looking at the coffee table in front of me, and I'm like, I can pick that whole fucking talk coffee table up though, and I'm ready, I'm ready. If he takes one move, I'm grabbing the entire coffee table above my head. But uh, but luckily he was just you like beat a dog to death. <laughs> he like backs back in there and I'm and, and like, but he opened the door by himself. He knows how to open the door. He's he's a he's a real terrifying son of a bitch. And he could kill me. You know he's he's a Belgian mal. Those things aren't they're kind of made for hurting people and and to some yeah. regard. Ender um, also opens doors. But the thing about him is he doesn't recognize me at a distance. Right. So every time I walk into a room, he wants to kill me. Every time I like, you know, he's just like whoa 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 whoa. And, and I'm all big and bad because I know he's going to back off when he recognizes me. I'm like, you know, who are you barking at? And, and then he chills. But, yeah, Dak, what do we got here, Richard? I was just I, I was showing you this because uh, I, I kind of felt the same way because I like big dogs myself. And I saw this dog at the park, um, and I was like, dude, if you breed this thing or you ever decide to get rid of it, this is just a beautiful dog. It would be so awesome to train. And, uh, it's a mix between a shepherd and a husky, and it just looks like a gray wolf. Hmm. It's, I mean, it's, it's so nice. I mean, the I mask, like everything on it's really nice. But. Yeah, it's a pretty dog. He looks, uh, looks like an athletic dog. Looks like another <laughs> of these dogs that would chase you down. Yeah. I, do you train like dogs him. for hunting or just to train them? I, that was that was one of my first job paid jobs as a kid was to train bird dogs. It was like all all Labrador retrievers. And um, as I got older, um, you know, a couple of my buddies have dog training schools and 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 everything. And uh, when I moved out to Los Angeles, working at the animal shelters and everything, it was mostly like pits. Even though that, you know, they ended up euthanizing most of them and everything. But when we got into the explosives world and everything, my uh, little dog, like, it took half a day to train him on explosives. I mean, he couldn't go outside and and um, and detect anything when there's a a strong wind blowing because their nose isn't doesn't go that far into their sinus cavity into their brain uh, like a mal or a shepherd they can detect shit that machines can't. I mean, they, they, it's just so deep how far the sinus cavity goes into their brain. But um, I was so surprised. I mean, it took it took him working from treats and babies to debt cord in probably, I'd say, two hours. I, That's I, cool. I, I, I understand giving a dog treats. You gave your dog babies? Yeah, uh, oh, they're, they're little babies. So you know, they're um, the the toys that they have a maybe a psychological attachment to. You know, like little little uh, squeaky little animals, squeak, yeah. or 
Yeah. I see. Uh, so they like they they have a specific scent or whatever that they they could easily detect. So you get them in the the um, I don't know in the process of looking for something in a certain way, and then you imprint them on that that smell, and then move them on to different things, and you reward them in that process. And deck cord or PETN is like you, you never really run across that anywhere else. So I was like, all right, well let's see if if he can imprint on this smell and figure it out wherever I take it. And sure enough, he got in the rhythm of doing it. It was half a day. So what are you doing? So you're like holding the cord in front of him, I guess, giving him a scent, and then you have another piece hidden somewhere, and Mm -hmm. then he goes and just finds that. How far away are you hiding these? Like, I I just don't know. Man, it it was kind of one of those games where we do when people would come over. Uh, It was just like I would take and have him go sit, sit in like the studio and just in a completely different area of the house and I just have like a guess at a point where you want me to put this and like I would like try to get it as casual as possible without like really putting as much of my scent over there so he doesn't know that I moved over there Uh, high, low, whatever the air is kind of controlled in the house you don't have a wind blowing or anything like that so it doesn't really matter if he's up or downwind so it's a little bit easier for a small dog Um, but yeah it was I mean, a lot of guys, you'll, you'll, you, to do it professionally, they use like boxes and different things like that. Yeah, I was going to say. To heal that, on. But. That school where I got Dak, they had like a, a wall with maybe a dozen holes in it. Yep. And uh, there were boxes attached to each one. And, and he was hiding like fake marijuana or something like that. And whatever the dog was trying to find. And whenever he got to the right one, if he, if he bumped the right one, the, 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 from the hole, a tennis ball would shoot out. And he yeah. loved that fucking tennis ball. That was all he cared about. <laughs> so, have you ever been in a bite suit? No, it's crazy because like they they got to the point now where like like most places, unless you're buying the dog, like you like they 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 don't want you to decoy because you one can mess up a dog that they spend a lot of money on. Uh, but uh, I know Mike Dowling, who he wrote this book, uh, Sergeant Rex. He was in the Marine Corps as a military war- working dog handler. And he was telling me about how Camp Pendleton, they would occasionally have the media come out and they would do different things, you know, either shoot guns or decoy for the dog program. And so the reporter's like talking, oh, blah, 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 blah. They get him in the dog suit and he's like, fuck it, we're going to send out our hardest hitting dog. And they sent this dog on him and when he jumped and bit him in the arm it actually snapped his I don't know <laughs> what this bone is in half and so it did two things there uh, one it made the the dog program uh, as far as like the aggression dogs look super badass because he snapped his arm through uh. through a bite suit uh, but then two it kind of did away like the the government won't won't do um, decoys with civilians anymore so now they'll just have like guys who are just getting into the program or something get out there and decoy or some of the more experienced yeah, guys you should that is ridiculous you shouldn't be able to be like oh hey i want to put on this bite suit and run around and they're like oh okay <laughs> hey, you know, really fucking funny let's uh let's sit cujo on him you know let's that send him out ex- there that no, was that's my ridiculous. experience they um kid everybody got a big laugh out of this except for me you know um wait Scott, was it dak no it was much worse than dak they they okay. Um, the dog that he was sicking on me was um, he had like a like a seventy five pound um, Belgian Mao and he had like a 
a much bigger uh, German Shepherd, and it, and it was like his dog that 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 was like super trained. It was the one that would go get him beers from the fridge. That dog was a real handful, and the suit itself is incredibly big and bulky, and you're hot in there. And I mean, I could kind of, I, I had I was literally swinging the dog like straight out in circles, like it's it's holding my arm, and I'm just like bracing my arm with my other arm and spinning you know, round and round to the dog, and I'm looking him in the eyes, and he's just, ah, and it's like, <laughs> you know, his whole body is suspended. I'm spinning him so hard. I, I, I've grabbed him and, like, flipped him over my shoulder. Um, but, what but, would happen if, like, you got a good move, and you, like, just hurled this dog, like, eight <laughs> feet behind you? It falls. <laughs> that exact thing happened. All no. right, and I felt bad about it, but look, that dog had been whipping my ass all fucking day, and I'm whipping my ass like he's biting hard. The guy, the guy, the guy's pocking, 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 and, he, and he's fucking bite my. Cr- he, he'll like make him bite my crotch, make him bite my leg, make him bite my abdomen, make him bite my right arm, now my left arm, now now chest, now chest, and he's just I'm just exhausted. And finally, he like jumps up and bites me here, and I didn't mean to flip him through the air i meant to like just pick him up but i flipped him over my shoulder and he did land on his back and yelped a little bit but he had it coming i'd been getting my ass whipped all day i was gonna say if they if they they sent dak on you before you got him imprinted that'd be a yeah that's a hell of a way to introduce a yeah 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 that that wasn't the case but they they, they, uh they had some other dogs there to to do that to me Uh, that that was that was fun but it was a real workout i had no idea that they bit that hard and that they were that vicious like I, you just can't get away from those motherfuckers yeah when you hear I, like I, 75 pounds or something you're like human thought process is like oh that's not very big like that even not. a small woman is that size but like a, an animal like we're such pathetic bitches by weight to power ratio when it comes to other animals he's a chomping machine that's what he's good at and and like like i said like like i can pick him up and i can throw him i can throw him over a truck or something he, he's 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 yeah but he'd be right back around that truck and have your right fucking back around that truck. yeah <laughs> yeah and, and i don't I, know if, if kyle and i talked about this or not but I, I feel like i feel like there is a um i don't know like a lot of people have a I don't know when it comes to different things nostalgia when it comes to the military and everything and I don't know they like like owning things from that type of world or whatever and I felt like shepherds were one thing because you can find a lot of shepherds that are really really good like house dogs to kind of timid or they can be either or but when it comes to mouths like they're like there are timid mouths, but they're very few and far between. And I feel like there's so many people who get a mouth and then they realize, oh shit, I got in over my head. What these kind dogs. Of, what, these what kind of dog is this? Belgian Malinois. Belgian Malinois. Yeah. Mal- they're M-A-L-N, like, what, what is it? Malinois? O-I-S, yeah. Uh, they're, they're, like, their prey drives and their energy levels are just. Man, you gotta you gotta run the fuck out of them like hours. They're a huge responsibility. I mean, like I know a lot of guys are just like, I, I can't do it. <laughs> that doesn't look like the kind of dog that you would buy under the presumption that it was gonna be like a gentle little pup. I didn't like, want a gentle. I thought it would be my friend. I thought he'd be my badass. I thought he'd be sitting next to me looking for other people to fuck up. That's what I wanted. I love that idea. That that like and you know. He, I like the commands and everything, and, and his was so obedient. Like I felt like his was a tool, not an animal anymore. It was like 
it was as a it, it felt as effective as a handgun because he could just point and that dog was coming, and that it's, he's not gonna miss. He, the dog's not that gonna probably miss. is better than a handgun in a lot of scenarios. Oh, for it's sure. Just that dog, especially yeah. in a house. Oh yeah. Oh god, I'd hate to be in fucking close quarters with that motherfucker. Yeah, everything like you can have a plan to like burgle someone or whatever, but as mm. soon as you walk in, you get that like, <laughs> like you're gonna like. It's that uh, what's the quote? It's like everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face. Yeah. Mike Tyson, like, so <laughs> you see a dog like that, like, what do you do? What's like you? You have like a a crowbar, like Home Alone style burglary, and you walk in and you see that thing growling at you. Like you can't just walk back out the door and be like, "Well, <laughs> clearly I've made a mistake." Like I feel it, like I could take most dogs with a crowbar. I feel like with a club, like I feel like with a club, a man's better than a dog. I feel like you would get, but like I feel like animals react differently to pain in the midst of a fight. I'm not talking about pain. Like I can swing a bat real fucking hard. I feel like a man with a bat is better I than don't think virtually you're any dog. Yeah, I think you got to keep them in front of you because they're the way they're trained to to grab is like not actually from the front. If they come at you from the front, then yeah, a crowbar or a bat or something like you, even your hands, you could you could probably like get one up underneath the neck or something like. That. They're trained to actually come like behind you and grab like the meat of the back of your arm, so you're like trying to swing around and get the, and you just can't do anything about it. Jeez, well that yeah. sounds really un- that's a good. Deterrent. I'm not I, I believe that if Kyle that hits criminal. this, I'm sorry. I, I believe if Kyle hits this dog, the dog's in a lot of trouble. But also, Kyle, I feel like you've got one shot to hit a moving target. I, I, I'm gonna choke up on that bat. What I don't want to do is go like Mark McGuire on this thing and yeah. swing for the fences. I'm gonna choke up, and it's gonna. I'm gonna be like like some of these. <laughs> like yeah. like these weak palms uh, are sweaty. It's late at night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like you don't have to swing a bat hard, very hard, for it to be pretty fucking substantial. I. It, it, but you're right. You miss and like, like, yeah, you like get, lose you your balance it, or something. Like you gotta hit it hard swing. enough to demotivate a dog with bloodlust in its eyes. What's yeah. that? Um, Call of the Wild, the Jack London yeah. novel. Like, like that's yeah. what happened in that. Like that, you know, you're inside Buck the dog's head, and, and Buck finally learns a dog is no match for a man with a club. Like that was one of the key lessons. That's the first lesson he learns once once he's like taken into captivity and it begins his journey to be in like you know what happens at the end. Jack, that's, that's, that's a great book. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think I, I heard something about Into the Gray or the Gray that yeah. like they're talking about doing another one. Oh my and, god, why? Like, like Liam actually like kills the alpha and becomes like, I can't this is my idea. This is my idea. <laughs> I said this years ago. I've been saying this for years. Like, the movie that should be, like, what I wanted is for Liam Neeson to be the alpha wolf. And, like, it comes back on, and you just see, like, all of a sudden, it, it, like, the camera's looking down a valley, and you see elk or caribou or some shit, and then it slowly comes up, and you look up, like, like, like upward-facing angle to Liam, and he's fucking, like, mountain-manned out. Beard, and, and like, all, he's wearing, like, skins. He's, he's, got, he's got a primitive weapon of some kind, and he just yeah. goes... Like points, and the whole fucking pack runs past him after the elk, and then he starts jogging like that jog that you saw like primitive man doing with no, his you, what, what The way it, yeah, the way it happens is that first scene is it's just the wilderness and the the moon there, and you hear the oh, and then as you're hearing it, then it cuts from that to just a pan down shot, and you see that the oh noise is coming from Liam Neeson's face, and he looks solemnly over, and he goes. 
poof, and he points, and then all of them take off. And then it, the entire movie is about uh, his wolf pup gets taken by the grizzly clan, and he has to go to the grizzlies and find a way to sneak in and get his pup out. It's called Graken. Graken. Yeah. That's <laughs> All right, so Chiz and I were, well, I guess we were all talking before the show, and we thought that some trivia might be fun. Ooh. Um, yeah. So I'm reading We Chiz's- were going to do uh, uh, Charty McDennis style one where we all submit things that only we would know the answer to. <laughs> like I would put in like ridiculous hockey stats and Kyle would put in like what bolt to put in an AR-68C from the I, Korean War. Or I want to do some hockey talk later. I don't want to derail the quiz thing, but uh, Taylor was completely yes. wrong about the Flyers not making the playoffs. I'll wait for all that, right, that to, has yet to be decided, but we'll see. Anyway, Kyle, go ahead. So it looks like he's got 25 questions. Chiz, aren't you going to have to read these out loud? Yes. Yeah, let's do it now. You, so, so Did you says, read the rules? So he has no. to, I'm going to read, read them for you. So there's 25 questions. Uh, questions will be read out loud, and the participants say beep to say uh, they want to answer. I think a better idea would be for everyone to use their keyboards. That way whoever puts, like, you know, everybody type the letter F and then use the enter key as your buzzer, and whoever gets the letter in first, you know, gets it, right? Oh, okay. So Woody. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, correct answers are worth two points. If no one wants to answer, we'll go down to multiple choice, uh, where now the correct answer is only worth one point. Negative one point for incorrect answers. Is there yeah, a chance so that's to it's... steal? Yeah, so if nobody gets it, you know, it'll move on to someone else that can jump in. And you only can answer once, obviously. You can't keep buzzing in. But if you didn't understand that, I'm going to ask, like, what is the capital of France? And then if you know it, you know, Ali. buzz in and say, t- you know, the answer, and then you get two points. If no one wants to answer or knows the answer, I'll push it to multiple choice, which is worth less right. points, obviously. Okay. So These are, I'm not, they're not categorized. They're all kind of randomized together. It was hard to... Hard to categorize them, so we're just gonna. Uh, yeah, let's. That's let's, fine. Let's, let's give it a go. All right. So keyboard, type the, you know, just whatever you want. Whoever type something in. All right. Here we go. First question. The layer of the atmosphere closest to us is known as what? Stratosphere. That is incorrect. Negative uh, one point. I am gonna say. Remember, you can. Taylor's put next. Multiple choice. Why don't you wait till you're called on before you answer? Oh. Oh, okay. But now Taylor's up. Well, shit. But okay. you are up. You did buzz in. Anymore. Uh, troposphere? That is correct. Taylor is up a point. Wow. Two points, I thought, right? Yeah, you sorry. Google, you were right? two points. <laughs> yes, and let's, let's make sure no oh, did one's click-clacking away. No, no. Okay. I no, one didn't. And here, one on the three and one on the enter. And Richard, I, no one stated it, but I thought it was obvious you can play two as well. Okay. Yeah. I'd encourage that you do. I would... I w- yeah. I w- all right, I'm in. Not just gonna let you sit out there and uh, diddle yourself. Yeah. What color? Let... Yeah. Question. You always let what... the guest win. Yeah. <laughs> what color was Slimer in the original Ghostbusters? Oh. What Green. That is correct. Two points. That, that was incredibly creepy. easy. I thought yeah. that was a good trick question. If it was easy, why didn't you bitches win, huh? The rings were in the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> some are easy and some are gonna be hard. That you're going to bitch at how hard they are. It's called trivia. Nine All right, mm. let's stop talking. <laughs> about to ask yeah. What color are bees not able to see? Oh! Kyle got in. I was just guessing. Um, uh, blue? Blue? That is incorrect. That's a shame. That's negative two for Kyle now. 
Yeah, it is. That's a damn shame. Uh, Woody gets an answer, and then I get mine, right? Yep. Woody? I'm going to say... No, nah, Kyle took mine. I'm not going to go. Nope. Is that, do I get to do that? Am I forced to guess? Yeah, you know, I, think, I think you buzzed in, unfortunately. I buzzed in, but after you did. If we were thinking of it, this is a real live game show, it wouldn't work that way. It would just be a pause, and then the net, the remaining contestants would buzz in afterwards. So Can I after... answer since Woody is foregoing? Yes, sure. So, uh, green. That is incorrect. Fuck! All no. right, I think it's yellow. That is incorrect. It's too late! Twice. What? It's no, not I can go. Good. I'm, I'm kidding. Answer. I'm kidding. Richard, would you like to guess? Is it red? That is correct. Richard is on the board and in the lead now. Did you Google that? Tested this. No. Nobody okay. sees bees. No. They couldn't see. Because uh, infrared or like red, like a lot of animals can't see. Fine, this is not the time for facts. <laughs> like, if you're gonna hunt wolves, coyotes, you use a red spotlight. You got a real ringer here, folks. All right. Oh, this is horseshit. All right, in which Olympic event might you encounter the terms egg beater and flamingo? Woody. Synchronized swimming. That is correct. Fuck We're off, y'all. I know shit. Which, so which what I was are, hoping the... you'd get that one. <laughs> All right. Who won? <laughs> nah, I'll do, I'll do a different one. Who split the atom? Oh. Kyle got it. Oh. I want to stress this again. Remember... You can all move it down to multiple choice. Uh, Sir Thomas Lichtenstein. But wait, you didn't win. You didn't even no, buzz he didn't, in yet. Didn't buzz in. No, That's I not... made that up. But he sounds real. It's for it's on Woody there. It is not. It is on Kyle. Not, nobody has buzzed in. Nobody has buzzed in. I'm going I to, tried to buzz in. Here, oh, he okay. put K. Oh. Yeah, I buzzed in. That K was Kyle buzzing in right there. Gotcha. Kyle, Kate, go. Oppenheimer? Nope. Good all guess. Right, all right, we got to be more definitive. What, what, is, what is splitting the atom mean? Was he German? Who was the man who split the atom? That's what it means. Wasn't Oppenheimer running the the Manhattan Project? I don't know, but somebody did that before the Manhattan Project. I have okay. the answers to my questions. All right, fair is enough. Is this an obvious one that we're going to be pissed Are we going this? down to process of elimination or multiple just, choice? Just go to process of elimination. Yeah. Who split the atom? Sir John Percy, Sir Henry Adams, Sir William King, or Sir Ernest Rutherford? Ooh, Ernest and Rutherford are old-timey names. That's a promising one. <laughs> That's I don't one know. Person. Adam is kind day. of Adam, though, so... Mm. Oh, he named it after himself. <laughs> just yeah. a thought. I'm going to say... Well, I was going to say Einstein, but he's not in the list. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't know who it is. Read him again. I feel like Oppenheimer. Sir John Percy, Sir Henry Adams, Sir William King, Sir Ernest Rutherford. So I think none of us all know that it was... Good old Percy, right? That is incorrect, Taylor. Fuck. Okay, so so who did it, and and what exactly did they do? Because I I'm I'm a bit befuddled here. We're getting lost in the weeds. Gotta, just to pick gotta, up. Nobody, if nobody wants to answer, the answer right. was. Do you oh. lose points if you? Yes, you lose you points. Wrong, yeah. on, oh, on wrong fuck. Okay. I know. You did oh, buzz so in, we, sir. So I buzzed in, so I have to answer. That's yeah, right. you do. Very strict okay. about that. All right, so uh, <laughs> Oppenheimer. Um, Go with Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? <laughs> he did it. That's... It's not even a choice. It was wrong. Right, I don't want to make fun of you, but if you were paying attention to the multiple choice options, that, in fact, was not <laughs> It was not a choice, but Kyle uh, already got Whoever A was. I forget whoever A well, was. Well, also, if you were paying attention, A was the one Taylor had picked, which was All already... All right, so everybody's gone but me, right? So, yeah, no, you... Just say you, Rutherford and be done. Wait, how did I go? We you should really move along and just tell us who answer. did it and how they did it. Well, I we can't hear what Taylor is saying. Next question. Sir Ernest Rutherford. Oh, I was right! 
What did Ernest do exactly? I'm not going to Google that in the middle of the game, Kyle. I think you're. I think I'm calling bullshit on that one. I'm not. I saw the awards. Who won the 2010 FIFA World Cup? Uh, that that one team where a lot of Latinos live, right? <laughs> Bill? I don't know. Woody. Germany. Spain. That is correct. Woody is now taking the lead. I've had three okay. right and one wrong, so I think this that gives so me... He's got all so right. many monitors. Google's up on all of them. He's got Colin in the <laughs> corner. Not. I know that go. because Chiz lived here during the last World Cup and told me many times that Spain won. Anyway. All right. What, what food is hummus made from? Oh, it's peas. Well, Woody... Hold on. We got to buzz in. Woody... Well, Woody, then me, and then Taylor get to answer. Well, God... I'm a yeah. little screwed. Taylor said peas? Right. Yeah, it's made out of green beans. <laughs> All right, because I thought it was made out of goat. Woody goes, then I go, and then Taylor goes. Wait, I go, I go after Woody, right? Isn't it like goat intestines? Holy gotta... shit! <laughs> Woody <laughs> answered first. Fuck the order. Let Woody answer. Uh, what? I answered. I thought it was goat. I, I guess I'm wrong. Intestines. All right, so now it's my turn. And it's... no, I go after Woody, right? Uh, on I my got... screen, it's me, Kyle, Taylor, and your last. That is Richard. correct. Really? Is it look different yes. on your screen? Yeah, it's completely different. Make sure you're scrolled down all the way. Yeah, on my screen, yeah. I'm first, so I think I should. <laughs> well, the answer is chick uh, chickpeas, uh, and on most of the screens, I am next. Yes, that is correct. Kyle was also, the order where you riled off was the same order. Did you know the answer before I said it, Kyle? I just I want to point out this typing system was Kyle's idea, so if there is any hate coming. I'll back off of it, and I'll go, eh, if you want me there's, to. There's nothing to do. Which city has hosted the most Olympic Games? Kyle? Athens, Greece? That is incorrect. Shame. That's a good guess. Yeah, That's right? I figured like the old ones ought have always been there, right? They did like 30 good guess. It was definitely up there. There's... Okay. We can move it's it down to... Multiple, multiple choice. choice. Uh, multiple, multiple choice. choice. Alright, is it Beijing? Is it London? Is it Athens? Or is it Los Angeles? London. Taylor is correct. But wait, is he next? He buzzed in first. Oh, yeah. not on my screen. Interesting. Needed that. I'll accept Turn it. this... Turning this team around. Did he really uh, buzz in first? Are you sure? I really yeah. did buzz in first. I'm positive. Yeah. Okay. It was him and then you. Taylor, you are but back it, at zero. So. Any consolation? I didn't know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays Nancy Botwin on the comedy drama TV show Weeds? That was an accident. I didn't mean to do that one. Okay. I'll let it slide. Oh. I, I'm, I'm in there. Um, okay. I don't, uh, I don't know what the order Richard is. Richard Ryan went was, first. I think Hold Richard on, sorry, was, sorry. Richard what, Ryan no, did no. go first. In fact, on my screen. I think we should just raise our hands. Uh, well, I don't know. I, Mary Louise Parker. You yes. got the answer correct. Yep. Why'd you say you didn't know? You clearly she's knew. The only, she's the only person I know on the show. So I was like, all right, I'm just gonna try to get back up on the board. <laughs> nice. You are in the lead right now. All right. Wait, wait. He's in the lead. Yes. Yeah, because we keep answering incorrectly, and we're mm. we're killing our. This game is going to end like minus ten to minus <laughs> eight to two, like. Which, which sitcom starred kids named Theo, Vanessa, and Rudy? Oh, Taylor was first. Oh, not on my screen. No, I'm sorry. Woody was first. Oh, sorry. Uh, the what? Cosby Show. That is correct. I have Damn to it. do this. You guys help me out. Do that so like I can clearly see between questions. But Woody got it right. That is plus two. Back in the lead. Sorry. All right, Taylor, a bit of a harder, more college-educated man question. Not to say Woody isn't. Um, the char- I'm going to have trouble saying this. The characters of Rosencrantz and 
Guildenstern appear in which Shakespeare play? Oh, hands off that one. <laughs> Hamlet? That is correct. Nice, Kyle. All that college learning must have been. Back I saw it on the television. <laughs> Where is the thickest skin found on the human body? I'm oh, in. Oh, I'm in. It. The back. That is correct again. Ooh. Not only did Kyle outbuzz me, but I would have got it wrong. I was going to say that bundle between like your ball sack and your butthole. I Very thought it was your there, heel. I guarantee it. I thought it was your heel. All right. Yeah, I would think uh, heel. Woody, that is the second answer. Palm and feet. Hmm. What was the name of the meth that Jesse Pinkman initially made and distributed? Kyle. He put, the chili, he put the chili yeah. powder in it. Um, chili pee or something. That's what he called it. He called it chili Kyle tea. is the only one who has buzzed in. So, Kyle, you have to give me an answer. Mm, that's a shame. Um, I don't recall. That's a shame. I, I don't remember what it was called. All right, Taylor. Chili P. That is correct. <laughs> I <laughs> really? said chili P. No, you didn't. No, you really said you didn't have an answer. Yeah. I didn't think that was a possible answer uh, anyway. Taylor. That's what he called chili powder. Which country had the most casualties during World War II? Oh, I was, Taylor got it. Wait, did he buzz in? Trust me, I was watching. Wait, Russian. where he did three? The last one. He did three last one, and then did three again. That's what he's typing. Oh, I see. I see. Anyway, go on, Taylor. Uh, Russia. Wait, that is USSR. correct. Russia is correct. Four, for those curious, the scores right now, Woody with five points, Kyle with two, Richard with four, and Taylor with four. Anyone's game still. Plenty of questions on the board. Getting a little, <laughs> little bit tougher here. Who was the only U.S. president to be a bachelor? Oh, uh, God damn it. I don't know it. <laughs> uh, it was the one that they all think is gay. Oh, what's his fucking name? Oh, I, I think I might know this. I, I just have to throw one. Was it Hayes? That is incorrect. Was it? Uh, well, I mean, it's Taylor's turn it's now. I'm sorry. Okay. Is it Tyler? No, that is incorrect. I don't even know if we had a president. Tyler. John Tyler? He was only president for like a little bit. Oh, that I is incorrect, though. Uh, Woody and Richard, would you like to move to multiple choice? Yes, please. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's hear <laughs> right. it. The only U.S. president to be a bachelor, was it Calvin Coolidge, Andrew Garfield, James Buchanan, or William McKinley? Buchanan. It's almost like you don't know the rules. Buchanan. Of the game. It's almost like that. Buchanan. Except, except you yes, should, because it's only right. like one rule. <laughs> so now I have six, right? Yes. Wait, was that correct? Yes, that was correct. <laughs> I was trying to throw him off the case by being confident with it. I had no idea. Oh. Well, thank well, you. Well, it didn't work. Um, yeah. All right. The 45-mile supply run known as the Voice Secret was established to supply which French location? Le Cousin? Oh, oui. You guys are... You enjoy your history documentaries. Multiple choice? Is that where we're going? Yeah, we're going multiple choice. All right. Is it Paris, Yon, Verdun, or Lyon? Um, I think it's Lyon. It is not Leon. Oh, it's a shame. Verdun. Sorry, was that your answer? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. 
Ha-ho! You tried to Regis Philbin me, you bastard. You tried to get me to double back and pick a new answer. You answer out of turn so often, I didn't know you had typed something that time. <laughs> Put the break in there? Right. Cheers. Oh. That was breaking between the questions, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. In It's Always Sunny, what's the name of the family whose home of the... G Sorry. In it's in stop, it's Taylor. Yeah, stop. You already, already went. already buzzed in. McPoyles. Yeah. No, that is incorrect. Your cockiness <sighs> just removed that point. All right. Uh, I think, hang on. Let, so, buzz in or not? Question, and you haven't buzzed in. So I'm going to oh. read the question. In Martinez. It's oh. Martinez? No, that is incorrect. Oh. They both get negative ones. Yeah. <laughs> right. I will finish reading. In It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, what is the name of the family whose home the gang forcibly no. makes over in the home makeover episode? I thought it was the Martinez family. I'm going to type it to you, Multiple Kyle. choice? Multiple choice, Richard and Woody. Yes. Okay. Is it the Sanchez family, the Perez family, the Morena family? All right, Woody. The Sanchez family. No, it is uh, not. The it was so close to Martinez. I thought maybe that was. I will beat them again. And Richard, you can take a guess or abstain. Is it Sanchez <laughs> family? I'm going to abstain. I don't know shit about it. So All right. I've never abstain. Seen it. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, One, two, three. The Juarez family. Yep. I'm the sad Juarez that I didn't know that. I really am. Martinez. All right. Martinez. Well, that was disappointing. Anyway, continue. It was. The second highest mountain in the world. Mount Godwin Austin is also known as what? Woody went first. What do you got in? K2. That is correct. Very good. Very good indeed. Thank you. Well, I got to search back. Um, all right. Who plays the part of Caesar in the 2011 version of Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Kyle? Wait. Isn't Caesar is that, that monkey? I just have is an it, issue in that. Yeah, because he continued the question. Yeah, Kyle was going to play Who Played Caesar long before you named the movie. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, uh, I, I don't know how to I, handle it. I know that he buzzed in around when I said Rise, so we had already gotten past 2011. I don't, I, I don't know the answer anyway. I thought I thought for sure we were going to, uh, going to that new movie that's coming out by the Coen brothers. Yeah, Caesar is a monkey in that movie, Ow. right? Yeah. Ugh. So wouldn't the name of the actor be That Monkey? <laughs> Probably nope. like pebbles did or I something. Buzz in? You yeah. did, Rich. Go on. Andy Circus. That is correct. You are nice. right. Oh, Dollar Blazer. Oh, yeah. A media man. Nice. Let's see. Richard. Wow, Richard. Yeah. So the score Richard's... right now is Woody 7, Kyle 0, Richard 6, yes. and Taylor 3. Uh, a couple more questions on the board. Fuck. What were the names of the Blues brothers? Jake Kyle. Elway Blues. That is. Wow. Nicely done. I, you know, I'm going to look this up real quick. I'm going to see if your answer was acceptable. What was your answer, Kyle? He said Jake and Elway's Blues. Elway. Blues. The Blues Brothers. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to say that. No. Wasn't... No. <laughs> I like how you apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, we're going to have to take those points back. Looks like you didn't have any points hands. give. So. Ah! <laughs> so I'll read it again. But uh, what were the name of the Blues Brothers? Anyone? Or we can go to multiple choice. Multiple choice. Okay. Was it Jake and John? 
Was it John and Elwood? Was it Jake and Elwood? Uh, Woody? Jake and Elwood. That is correct. God damn it! That's frustrating. <laughs> That's what's above my toilet. There's there's a there's a uh, like a like a big wooden like uh, movie poster from the the Blues Brothers. That's frustrating. I called him Elway instead of Elwood. Ah. All right, son. Yeah. Well, we got we got to surge ahead, Kyle. We're getting butt fucked. Oh, it's 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 going real bad. One Man, Richard second. is just playing so conservatively. I know, and he's doing pretty well. He's doing very well. Make right, a good question. Uh, who, <clears throat> who played the part of Commodus in the Academy Award-winning movie Gladiator? I got it. Oh, the Wa media. Joaquin Phoenix. That is correct, Richard. He I've, was Commodus. Yeah, for some reason, I was thinking Commodus was like was Joaquin Phoenix's the father's guy. character. Yeah. yeah. Are Richard yeah, and I tied that's, that's, that's Marcus Aurelius, and that was played by I forget his name. Yeah, no one is old actor. What's the score now, Chiz? Are we tied at eight? Uh, let me add. You are correct. You two are tied at eight. Uh, I just need to look something up real quick. I'm really hoping to win the nothing that comes with this. <laughs> it's so There's funny because everyone's, so everyone's so competitive. Everyone's so competitive. All like, right. Oh, fuck. Which of the following TV shows aired the most seasons? I, I didn't think, but I'll make this a two-pointer, but obviously this is a question you need to hear the options for. So is it 24, Freaks and Geeks, Lost, or Breaking Bad? What was the Kyle? Lost. What? No, I got it first. Uh, You're right. He did I thought that first. three was from the previous round. No, it was but, Lost. Okay. All right. I think Richard got it first. No, that was from the last one. Yeah. Everyone agrees it wasn't me. Taylor, you got it incorrect, though. It is, it's not lost? No, it is no not so, lost. Now, so now who's next? What was the question? So wait, wait, wait. All right, hang on. T slow down for a minute. Slow down for a minute. Taylor rung in first. Who's second after Taylor? I think Kyle is. You are. Yeah. So what are those what are those what are those questions? I will read them again. Can I just deduct the point from Taylor? All right, and Woody didn't hear the question, so I'll read the question again and the options. Oh my God. Which of the following TV shows aired the most seasons? Twenty four, Freaks and Geeks, Woody. Oh. Twenty four. That I is thought correct. It was my turn. What are you talking about? We're well, having I... a lot of issues here. It's <laughs> But I thought I rang in after Taylor so You I was... asked me to reread everything. Which somehow means that you lost your turn, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> which, which means there's a new round of buzzing in. Like, I... This is a conspiracy. I think so. Ian Cotton. I'll, I'll, I'll throw that question out. You. Hey. I'll, I'll throw, throw that question out. And I want, I want five I have a better idea. <laughs> Go on with Woody's better idea with this stupid typing mechanic Kyle implemented. Uh, I, I, will, I will split the uh, two points with Kyle. There you go. You each get a point. That's Fair unfair. Enough. I want at least five of Ryan's points. Kyle, back up to zero. <laughs> what are you, Bernie Sanders? <laughs> All right. I'm Question. not doing very well. Can we just share them? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think really that... Point. <laughs> go on. For the record, it is mathematically impossible for Kyle or Taylor to win this game right now. It's not you true. Can they can keep getting them wrong over and over and go negative. That is, good math. I still don't think they could go that negative. At There's this an point. unlimited amount of bad questions to ask us on the internet. We, we can play this what, until cows come home. What political party was Millard Fillmore, the president, associated with? 
Taylor. The wig party. That is correct. I was going to guess that. Well, you're both smarter men than I. It's a guess. Well, that's a hell of a fucking guess. That's a pretty old party. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question for you buffs out there of the histories. After the death of John F. Kennedy and Robert Kennedy, how many children did Ted Kennedy end up adopting? Six. Oh, yeah, I know, so I didn't buzz in. Which one did he... Um, what's that thing called when they cut out a piece of your brain? Lobotomy? lobotomy? Yeah, he lobotomized one of his kids, one of the girls, I think. Mm. That's pretty I fucked know. up. I didn't know that. You count that one? That's a half a kid. <laughs> I can go into detail on this after an answer has been submitted. Well, I am close. not risking this one. I'm not putting the go to Really? You, you don't throw your game. You don't throw your game. I got to make the playoffs. I'm pushing. Multiple you know? choice? Oh, three. Kyle. three it is. Three. All right. No. <laughs> Show me five. Uh, <laughs> that is wrong as well. <laughs> Richard and Woody, would you like to go to multiple choice? Not that many numbers left. That's reasonable. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You'll be. Well, you know, uh, can I get a multiple choice confirmation, or are you two going to actually guess? You don't get multiple choices for numbers. Wait, just is guess. this the last you question? It is. Yes, it's the last question. And Woody is ahead by one point for the record. Oh, so, so yeah. Need this to win. So I have to Multiple choice? We go in there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're all going to be very surprised. Is it 15 children, 11 children, 13 children, or 9 children? Taylor, you're done. <laughs> between Richard and Woody. Look at Richard. Look at those gears turning. How many times did that guy fuck? How many really, times did Richard, you, you kind of... Someone has to go for it because Woody's ahead by one. If you yeah. both explain, that's the score. I mean, Woody's yes, not going to go for it until you do. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll yeah, wait forever. You yeah, take your 25% shot you at time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, can I hear the options again and I'll just... I'll guess if I get it. 15, 11, 13, 9. And Richard, you are the guest. You get a 50-50 lifeline if you want to go ahead and use that right now. Shut up. Really? No. no. Also, phone a friend. I that's will do it for you right thing. now. Uh, yeah, Google. Here we go. Uh, yeah. No, that's cheating. Um, yeah. I feel like nine being the lowest number would be wrong because everything else is so much higher. Um, Solid like point. What? Solid point you're making. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I say 11 or 13. 13. I'll read them again for you again. Yeah. 15, 11, 13, 9. Fuck. Uh, 11 or 15. Uh, double digits, so they wouldn't have made such a big deal out of it. Yeah. You know? Let's fuck it. Go big or go home. Let's just say 15. <laughs> well, 15. you'd be correct if two of his children didn't die before the parents died. The answer oh. was. 13. Wait, his uh -oh. kids died, but that doesn't mean they they just never existed. He had he those kids. He didn't adopt them. No, he oh, adopted the question was after 13. they died, right? Well, well, they died before the parents. So. Dead people, you know. Yeah. Well, so. Woody is the champion of our uh, trivia game, which was brought I'm to you by surprised, Ring. I'm not surprised, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by Ring.com. Oh, wait a minute. Over 95% of home break-ins happen during the day. And burglars almost always start by ringing your do doorbell to see if someone's home before pillaging your possessions. When, when the ring doorbell, when the ring video doorbell 
with the Ring video doorbell. These words don't make sense sometimes. You can see and speak to anyone at your door from anywhere in the world using your smartphone. Ring's advanced motion detection alerts you uh, even if someone doesn't ring the doorbell. It's like caller ID for your home. Ple uh, installing Ring takes minutes and it works with either your current wiring or built-in rechargeable battery, which is what I'm using with mine. It's hasn't shown any signs of weakening. It's been up for several weeks now. Uh, put your mind at ease and protect your home with the Video Doorbell Time Magazine in USA Today named one of their top 10 gadgets. Our listeners get free expedited uh, FedEx shipping when you go to ring.com slash PKA. That's ring.com slash PKA. With the Ring Video Doorbell, you're always home. Well done. Yeah. Check them out. That thing's pretty cool because, like, I'm down here playing games and stuff, and sometimes I'm home alone, and if I get, like, a package that I need to sign for, I can just... Look at my phone and be like, oh, yeah, it's a UPS guy. I'll answer that. It's not Jeremy not wanting to borrow a handgun or something. So I'm I, digging it. I like it a lot. Some of these ideas are amazing, like the ring doorbell or the tracker. How does one go about selling a product that you could never invent? What do you mean? Well, like, you know, I'm like, all right, hey, I'm going to, uh, whatever, build a dog collar that makes it so your dog never barks or gets lost. Great. Okay. Well, I'm not nearly smart enough to accomplish that, so... You're not? I, I think you, put, you combine a shot collar with the tracker and you're done. Right? I know. I, I think of something uh, else that I am not smart enough. Well, what, I what, think yeah. coming up with that great idea is, is the real hard part, right? I think facilitating it, you can always find somebody that can facilitate it. I think you'll find somebody who's like all into the mechanical, not really a big picture person as much, and they're probably not having the same ideas for shit. They just kind of implement the ideas and concepts that other people provide for them you know like there's probably idea people and you know work people you know not to say the idea making isn't work or difficult just i don't know different, it's, different for your brain yeah there's, there's different kinds of people out there some people like i could never be the one who sat down and was like i'm gonna figure out how to make this fucking toothbrush a permanent vibrating battery or some nonsense like i, I don't know but some people can do that and that's pretty crazy. But you need they need somebody to sell it because they could have the what best thing was, ever. But if they're uncomfortable in a boardroom and they can't present things cogently, it's not going to do well. Like when you watch Shark Tank and someone has a great idea, but they're just inept and just kind of like, eh, you know, well, I'm really hoping you, you help my company. Like just, you know what I mean? Anyway. I, I have a simple idea. I, I, I'm into this everyday carry stuff and I have a slim wallet. No one does a slim wallet perfect. And I have a small change on existing concepts that I think would make mine, my idea, a better idea than all the other slim What's wallets the out there. Uh, in, in short, the problem that they have is that the dollars aren't well accounted for. Like here, I'll show you my wallet. It's in my back pocket. And uh, it, it's this slim. I think my wallet is as slim as most people's wallets when they're empty. This is my full but the dollars don't stay very well. And I, I'm sorry, the dollar, they, they slide around. And uh, on rare occasions, I'll pull it out and these dollars will still be in my back pocket. And I'm like, oh, you know, I could do a, a small thing better than anyone else is doing. And then mine will be, in my opinion, objectively the best wallet in the world. How does one go about like, what are you contacting China to have them make your wallet or something? Yeah, what sweatshop do you dial up? And exactly. Like, hey, can you do this? There must be some very skilled seven-year-old Chinese children ready to make these wallets for yeah. me. You need their deft little fingers <laughs> and their inability to communicate pain. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, <laughs> how do you transform an idea into a product that you can sell? You go to uh, Sourcing Expo. You're, I think, are you far from you're your coming mic, in very or? quiet? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, you go to a sourcing expo. 
Oh, still quiet? Yeah, yeah that um, fixed it. So magic is like one of those for clothing. Have you mm -hmm. ever heard of magic? Mm -mm. Magic it's, clothing? Uh, no, so it's in uh, Las Vegas. They do it twice a year, I believe. So uh, the hats and everything that I had made, um, you just go there and... Those big hats? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I want one so, of those. So oh, the I'll, one you I'll, wore in the video where you yeah. forgot your hat? Yeah, I know. I've, <laughs> I've bought so many hats over the years, and I finally like had a company just make them for me, like just the way I want. They're going to be like the operator style, like rice hat, so it'll have like a Velcro pile thing on it, like a grenade clasp and everything. Um, but the only way I can kind of compare it to, or only thing I could compare it to is like if you were to go to CES and you have Best Buy and Apple kind of set up there and they're like, hey, you know, this is the new iPhone for this year. It's going to be great. Blah, 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 blah. Check it out. And then you go over into the sourcing expo or sourcing side of it and you have Foxconn who's set up there and they're like, oh, hey, you want an iPhone with your logo on it? We'll totally make it for you. And so all the new products for the year so magic is like all the clothing designers and stuff so it's like oh we're making all these clothes for these people if you want it with your logo on it or whatever it is and that's that's hats that's shirts pants shoes so wallets i'm sure all kinds of leather goods and 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 things like that they'd totally be down to do i mean backpacks you can just give them say hey here you go wingsuits are even a thing that we've even considered because wingsuits are fairly expensive and stuff but it's a life-saving kind of thing so it's got to be yeah well. life-saving in a very specific circumstance yeah. you know if a, if a bear attacks you you're not gonna spring to safety in your yeah, wings you might. So. you might you might jump off that cliff instead I've of going back several to... movies where that happens yeah but if it was like a revenant style bear attack where there wasn't a, an imminent cliff to just jump off of you know he probably would have got a little bit of air on that hill, but then still ended up under the bear on the if bottom i've learned but... anything from james bond it's that there's always a nearby cliff <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if you're if you're serious about that, I mean, I'm sure you could get on like any of those websites. The cool thing the cool thing about it is when you go to the expos, a lot of times they break them up into countries and regions. So if you're oh, I want to I, I want to make sure it's made in America, you'll have all those manufacturers in one area, get all their cards and show them what it is that you want to do or whatever and Generally, you can you then go over to the Mex Mexico side or the Chinese side and be like, oh, we'll make it for like a third or a sixteenth, but it's in a slave labor camp. Hmm. Yeah. Well, sometimes you just got to weigh your options. Slave labor. <laughs> I don't even I, know those kids. Maybe some of them are shitty anyway. I'd like to be completely unscrupulous. So what's cheapest? Slave labor, prison labor, or child labor? Oh, it's got to be slave labor. There's nothing cheaper than a slave, right? No, no, no. Because you have to feed mm -hmm. and clothe slaves. You could pay a child less than a living wage under the assumption that someone else is picking up the rest of their That's bill. That's true. Yeah. So children are probably cheaper than slaves because they're not like because they're just paying them enough to like eat a piece of bread every day or whatever. Slaves you know? by definition earn a living wage given that they're alive. That's true. Yeah, they have to. They're not slaves for very long if you don't get a living wage. <laughs> You'll ruin Even your capital if the wage investment. Wage is just in the form of food <clears throat> and shelter. 
But. Richard, I wanted to ask you if you knew anything about that explosive that they used in that Brussels terror attack. I think it's TATP. It's yeah, the acetone peroxide stuff. That's it. That's it. How sensitive it's is that stuff? Super sensitive. Super sensitive. It's uh, it's the HME of choice. Like right now, that's HME that, homemade, uh, homemade explosive. explosive. Oh, okay. Um, it, it's funny. You talk to any of the EOD guys and stuff like that. C4, deck cord, all that fun stuff that you'll see in like maybe videos that I'll do. Nobody's worried about that. I mean, it's it like RDX and the tagants in it, everything are just it's so traceable. It's it's the stuff that people can make in their garages that people are freaking out about because it's like how do you, you can't you can't regulate that like acetone and and peroxide. peroxide. It's like. I mean, it's super sensitive stuff and super unstable. Um, but I mean, like, like I'm not going to give the kids a uh, a chemistry class here and how to make stuff. But you don't have to be Walter White. No, you don't. And 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 I think like just somebody like yourself who might not have the craziest um, chemistry background, you have a, a very simple understanding from say tannerite or binary right you're like oh aluminum powder and ammonium nitrate uh well it doesn't take a whole lot to figure out aluminum is pretty fucking reactive i mean it's it's a key ingredient in a lot of stuff and I was playing with thermite just the other day that's exactly it iron three oxide iron four oxide and aluminum powder it's like if you start buying a bunch of uh aluminum powder like five micron off of amazon which is totally legit i'm sure it's going to raise some flags yeah i'm, I'm sure stuff like that's going to start raising flags um and you know i mean if you're if you're making thermite that's one thing i mean nobody's really worried about that but the second you start doing like walter white purchases of barrels of peroxide or hydrogen peroxide and and everything else that's when it's like yeah red flags start getting uh going up i was watching yeah. adam savage talk and I guess he's doing a show where he was testing different homemade explosives. And he found one that was so reactive and so dangerous that they canceled the show and decided not That's to what we're talking do about. that one. And uh, then I guess like Homeland Security wrote or something and asked for ideas about which one would be like, ideas for homemade bombs. So he wrote them about that. You think that's what it was? Um, well, I don't know if that was it because TATP is, is, is definitely a well-known, uh, oh, homemade a explosive point. and especially within the, the global community. Um, I know when Mythbusters did the thing about breaking down a body like Walter White, uh, in the, they successfully did it, but they wouldn't talk about the chemicals used to break it down. But when it comes to explosives, I actually, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm meeting with ATF with next week and transferring my FEL and everything back here onto the East coast from the West coast is that I'm going to be doing like an explosive series on, uh, different kinds of things that maybe have happened or it's just, it's easier for me. I don't have to spend like tens of thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on videos and I can still focus on these other jobs that I'm doing and everything, but still do some stuff that has like, like some type of, payoff to the viewer and everything without giving a full-on tutorial or whatever but uh yeah tatps uh, i mean that's 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 the that's the hot shit right now i mean that's what everybody's looking out for for hmm. sure yeah i uh 
I saw some of the images from that. You can see, I guess, one of their hands is gloved, and from what I, they said that you know it meant there was a wire running into the glove with like a dead man switch. So if mm-hmm. if he when he's when it you know first he starts shooting, and and you know if someone kills him, he in, he lets go of the switch, and that's when it goes off. So there's really no way to combat that. No, nope. I think they I think he had 33 pounds. In yeah, the, uh, the and that, and bomb. It, it's super super volatile too, which is crazy. And then, like a lot of people. You know, I mean, I, we we don't have to get in that like crazy philosophical conversation, but it really like does get to that point where it's like you can regulate everything. Like it's easy for people to point fingers at guns and say, "Hey, that's a problem." You once you get to a point of homemade explosives, you got to start asking yourself, "What's what's really the root of the problem, and how do we address this? How do we keep from?" This knee-jerk reaction of regulating this or that is—we're just a, a dog chasing our tail right now. We gotta like really try to figure out what's going on here. Yeah, there's there's so many things out there that you're not gonna be able to take enough stuff. You can't take all the stuff away that that that, that lets you make explosives. I mean, it's everything from fertilizer to the stuff you bake cakes with, or they all these things are it. minor. Yeah, they mitigate like like coating ammonium nitrate fertilizer with oil so that the prills won't take in the aluminum powder and everything. But it, it, it's not it's maybe not even that with explosives. There's always going to be something, right? So how do you address that problem? Because it, first it may be guns, then it may be explosives. What about next time there's an Ebola outbreak? They say, fuck it, let's go to the Congo. Let's get a few vials of that shit and let's just fucking put it in ourselves, go to every airport and just start coughing and try to do as much damage that way as we can. It's, there's always going to be, if, if not explosives, it might be chemical or biological next. It's like, how do you really address the problem? And like, what's the solution to it? I, I wish I knew, but... You build the wall. It's, it's, it's plain and simple. You <laughs> Multiple, build the wall. Mm. You know what? It's worked for Kyle in Age of Mythology, and it's going to work for the United States. Absolutely. Oh, I, I don't want to go back to Age of Mythology for too long, but we, we found this, uh, this Helm's Deep scenario where they completely replicate the Battle of Helm's Deep from, uh, from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And uh, you start... And they, like, they, they went so far as to like rename characters and give them special attributes so all the main characters are there like defending and then you have this mechanic setup that just sends an enormous amount of enemies your way toward the wall and uh, just like in the movie you know there's a weak spot in the wall and there's some sort of uh, fire torch carrying unit that's always trying to blow the wall up so they get in so we need seven people to play that shit but it looked like a lot of fun we should Woody, maybe you'll give it a try sometime huh belly button fucking um, <laughs> yeah. So we have one more game you would try. Or no? Age of Mythology. Yeah. Just not now. I don't know. Like I feel like if you caught me in the winter or something, I'd be more apt to it. But I've been loving having a good sleep schedule. I've been loving getting outside. I've been loving. We can play in the afternoon, early morning. Yeah. I'll get up at seven a.m. and play. I'll rise early and have a few cups of coffee. Did you I... show him the video that you showed me, like the small map one? That's really neat. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if he watched it though. I didn't watch it though. Yeah, yeah. I just and and you know, I mean, Kyle's what two weeks into this thing and he's still like you know learning. The I'm game good enough to beat the game better. on like normal, di- like I whip the game on normal difficulty in in 15 minutes flat. It's oh, just yeah. that Chiz is very good. It's it's not that I'm Chiz poor is at very the game good too. I'm I'm sorry, Taylor is very oh. good. Um, it, it it's not that um I I suck at the game. It's just that. I'm playing with somebody who's really good because I whip the game on normal difficulty in literally 15 or 16 minutes every time. Um, you really have, a, have that Stewie quip 
Quip. Yeah. Yeah. Quip. Yeah, he does. Yeah, we've been through this. We got out the dictionary. I proved that it's uh, it's 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 <laughs> one of the cor- correct pr- pronunciations of that. Uh, it really uh, is. I didn't expect it. it. I, I thought it was going to be some southern thing. Uh, no, uh, it no. is. A, it is. He is. He's correct, but it's like it's technically correct. You know, the best kind it, of correct. The yes, best. Yeah. The only kind that fucking matters to me. <laughs> the only <laughs> whether you like it or not. I just want you to start doing it now on W words that don't have H's. Just, yeah, like, yeah. just give me a sec, guys. I'm going to go gl- grab a glass of water. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've always done that. Um, I don't know. I have to make an effort you know to why? enunciate. Um, I know I make an effort to enunciate certain words and to pronounce them correctly so that I don't sound like an idiot. Were you wrapped on the knuckles like in Catholic school? As a kid, oh, the opposite, the opposite of that. The opposite of that. No, no, it's the exact opposite of that. It, it, it's it's I don't find the southern accent to sound very intelligent, um, especially if it's really deep. And I know that's a that's a stereotype that someone from the south shouldn't have. And I certainly don't judge people based on their uh, their accents. When I, when I hear them, I, I, I look beyond, I, I, I listen beyond that to what they're actually saying. Mm-hmm. But I feel like a lot of people don't do that. So I feel like if I if I had a southern accent, you know, I wouldn't pronounce if a word ended in ing and I just said swimming. It, it, you just, I just don't think you sound as intelligent. So I try yeah, not to do that. Like I try to commode. Commode. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's yeah. what, like you have the most mild Wait, southern accent. That it's not, it's not even really southern. Like everyone I see in southern Missouri has a worse southern accent than that. Like you, yeah, really I avoided it well. Commode is I, redneck. I just, it's something you have to get rid of, but more white trash than redneck. Yeah, my grandparents say commode, but they grew uh, up without it, running water. It's old timey too, maybe. So I, I, I thought it was like wanna... a British thing or something. Ooh, sitting no. on the commode. Like right. that no, of... I think they don't. They have a only color water a loo. Yeah, loo, a loo. I guess it's the bathroom. That's not really the toilet. Mm-hmm. In any case. There's only one thing that I want to talk about right now. Mm. What's that one thing? That's scorebig.com. It's, you see, you're paying too much for tickets. Between all the markups and the last-minute convenience charges, even print-at-home fees, you end up paying courtside prices for nosebleed seats. Scorebig.com is here to change that. Scorebig works directly with our favorite teams and artists uh, to get their unsold seats at unpublished prices. Only at scorebig.com can you name a ticket price to be guaranteed to pay below uh, box office up to 60% off. Here's what you do. One, go to scorebig.com and find the event and seats that you want. Two, make an offer with Scorebig's name, a ticket price feature. And three, get an instant answer and save up to 60% on your tickets. No surprise fees and free shipping. Just unbeatable, excuse me, no surprise, su- surprise fees and free shipping. Just unbeatable prices on great seats. And when you're in great seats, you actually enjoy the game or the show all the more. Next time you go, next time you go see any game or show, go to Scorebig first and see how much you can save. Go to Scorebig.com right now. Click on the microphone, enter promo code PKA, and you'll save an extra twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase. That's Scorebig.com promo code PKA. Didn't you just buy some tickets, Taylor? Uh, I did. What a I fool am. you must feel like now. I oh. was just thinking about that quite a bit. Like literally, I, like we were playing the game two, three. I guess we're like almost three hours, four hours in. But I bought blues tickets for the blues Bruins game tomorrow night, and I feel like a real idiot asshole right now because I completely forgot that we had this new sponsor, and I probably just spent way because the tickets were like eighty bucks a piece, and so it's probably probably would have been way cheaper. Sixty percent of eighty bucks, that's money, you know. It's real money. It's forty eight dollars. 
So wh- wh- where are your seats? Are you at center court or what? Uh, center court, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, center uh, ice, what do you call center it? Center rink? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, should be a real good game, though. Bruins are in a rough spot, maybe not, make, not making the playoffs. And Philly, Woody, you're convinced they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not convinced yet. I'm not sure. That's iffy. Detroit might beat them to it. Detroit has to get more points in their next five games than Philly does in their next six. And Philly mm-hmm. is the hotter team. So, well, where is who is Philly playing? Let's see what their schedule Philly is. Philly has uh, actually a lot of critical games. Like some of the teams in front of them, they do play Detroit. Um, That's a huge game. If they lose that, that uh, could be it. Then they can still win because they have other games and a game in hand versus Detroit. Um, yeah, Philly is... Uh, is clearly going to make the playoffs, and unlike St. <laughs> Louis, they will make it past the first round. So, yeah, take that. <laughs> You're not supposed to agree, you douche. <laughs> this oh. is not how sports <laughs> arguments go. <laughs> well, I mean, you're making good points. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have a Loons question. Already clinched a spot. Yeah, they can win the President's Cup. They still won't make it out of the first no. round. No, Washington won the President's Cup. No, already. no, no, no. They could hypothetically make the President's Cup, and they still wouldn't make it out of the first round because they are ah. the St. Louis Blues. Well, they have done that before, <laughs> <laughs> where they win the President's Cup. We won the President's Cup in 2012, I think, when L.A., the eighth seed, played us in the first round, upset us in six games, and then I was just sad. I continue summer. to make more good points about yes, how awful St. Louis is. <laughs> <laughs> We're always good in the regular season. We're ah. always tearing it up. Well, that must make you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really tear it up. Well, how about 2010, huh? Last time Philly was relevant? Get, uh, get their 2010, is that the year the Hurricanes won the cup? No, no. It's 2010 not? was when Philly lost to Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Kyle Poor is Kyle. Dying. Oh, my God. We, we've, we've had 30 minutes of age of mythology talking. I never did that. <laughs> yeah, but there's at least one other person who likes that. You're, you're talking about something that nobody likes. I, I don't even think either. <laughs> you don't you're, see two of us talking about it right now. I, I can't. I, I still find it unbelievable that both of you, both of you, find that game to be interesting at all. It, it's so you silly. Watch I, baseball it's for crying out loud! So much action. Ah. It's it's not a sport like basketball where one player, like any sport where it's a team sport and one team can go like fifty-five and four on the season, like the Golden State Warriors. It's like that's a sport that's all about like one dude. Mm-hmm. Like you have that one guy, like Steph Curry or whatever, and it's. You could be good just with that one guy. Hockey, you could have the best guy in the world on your team, but it's so much of a team sport, like that's not going to win it for you. I like that about it. I have a question for Woody. Cause, uh, so when uh, I think they made the the minimum wage in maybe Seattle, fifteen bucks a few months back, and we had a discussion about that. <clears throat> I think what we came to, and what we all kind of seemed to think, was that it's it's just kind of a small case study as far as how it affects an, a, a, the larger economy there. Mm-hmm. Now they've done it in California, yep. which is one of the biggest standalone economies in the world. If you know you made it its own country, mm-hmm. what what effect is this going to have in the state and outside the state? Do you think? Now I think it's going to drive a lot of automation inside the state, like that Reddit mm-hmm. article told me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seems like it makes a lot of sense, but I think when when all of a sudden the the lowest paying jobs pay fifteen dollars, I think a higher skilled worker is going to be filling those jobs. I think the people who were once capable of earning minimum wage, now they might not be up to the task. You know, I, I've said all along, 
everyone who works is competing with automation and overseas labor, right? You don't get to choose whether or not you do. Nearly everyone has to compete with automation, overseas labor. And when they increase the cost of you, then those other things become more attractive. In, in China, it used to be if you needed a basement, they hired 100 people for a few pennies with shovels. And then when people became more expensive, they bought an excavator, right? They weren't stupid. They weren't too stupid to own an excavator or operate one. It was just more expensive than cheap people who were next to free. Now that California has a $15 minimum wage, like you said, I think automation will be the first thing. It's easy to swoop in and do that. Um, there are jobs you wouldn't think you could outsource, like drive-through order taker. That actually doesn't really have to be local at all. You know, I, I can do that job from India. It'll be interesting to see if that happens. Um, and that would piss me the fuck off. <laughs> I'm, if I get to Burger King, hello, welcome to Burger King. I'm gonna help you. I'm like, where the fuck are you? <laughs> are you in that? Because if you're not in that fucking Burger King right now, I'm gonna lose my they shit. They lie. They lie. They, hello, welcome to Burger King. What's your name? Steve, you know, where are you? I'm right here. <laughs> they always lie. They're trained. From Sheboygan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, no, my, like, I had it. I don't think they do it anymore. Maybe it didn't work out. But at my local Wendy's, I think, they, they like, they just made it so that, like, the, they were all American, but they were time zone based. So, you know, maybe if it was lunchtime here on the East Coast and it's 10 a.m. over in Colorado, that guy took the order. That way, I didn't have to like staff for peak hours because we all had like even staff. Or are we talking about Wendy's? I it might be fucking it up. It might not be Wendy's, but I've seen that done. Yeah, I, I've literally seen them take orders from elsewhere in America because you know at, at 10 a.m. Who's busy? Putting in the your order into a machine and then mm -hmm. that information is being relayed back to the store that you're at. Exactly. Yeah. Easy to do, right? What, what's the difference between me keying it in locally versus me keying it in anywhere? I could key it in from my desk. It's just you know freaking frosty, Big Mac, whatever. I've never it's encountered super interesting, this. Interesting, like conversation, like to to think about too, because you you want to you want to go to the extreme and say, oh well, okay, ten years ago there were half as many billions of people now there's seven and a half approaching or maybe surpass that by now uh seven and a half billion people so there's more people but there's more, more automated jobs so there's arguably to an extent the job market's going down so at what point does it become you know like oh we should figure out some some way to as much as i hate to say it like Maybe socialism in the future isn't a bad thing, right? Where it's like way down the line. How do you, yeah, well, no, it's like it, it's a sliding scale, right? It's like if everybody's working, then everybody should like have that pursuit. But if like you have this this one guy here who owns all of the machines that are doing all the things, everybody's a consumer. So what do they really have to make money off of besides making YouTube videos. Well, I think we can agree, like, human wants are insatiable, right? They'll never be satisfied. So yeah. this idea that, like, oh, well, we'll get all the things and everything will be cool. No, it won't. Houses will get bigger. Cars will get cooler. You know, phones will be more complicated. Like, Yeah, people see this world where they're like, oh, man, automation, it's going to take all the accounting jobs and it's going to take all the marketing jobs and it's going to take all these jobs and everybody's going to be standing around without a job, you know, with their dick in their hand and everybody's going to have everything they need because it's just a, you know, weird future where everybody can make everything in a 3D printer or something. Like, that's never going to happen. It's I've never made this argument Automated before. logistics and self-driving cars, automated trucking or whatever <clears throat> yeah. it is. 
I mean, just just logistics and driving alone would be huge. It would be huge. Fucking yeah. Havoc. All kinds of driving. Forklift drivers, tractor trailer drivers, yeah. farmers are effectively yeah. drivers in a lot of ways. They just you know hand back and forth around the fields. Well, now, yeah, it, like, but well, but, look at the tractors that that mm -hmm. have GPS and they just do their own thing. The yeah. combine. Yeah, and so. thus far, I mean, it'll it's, get rid it's of rare jobs. for a farmer not to be in one, but it's the near future, right? It'll, it seems like a really safe spot to try this automated driving, you know, around in a field. But and I've said this before, so forgive me, listeners. Pretend this is a really simple village economy, right? We've barely got anything going on, and we've got, you know, 12 people with spears, spear fishing every day, trying to feed us, yeah. right? And then <laughs> you're doing an age of mythology <laughs> thing or whatever. Um, so you got 12 people with spears, you know, catching fish, and then some guy invents the net, and suddenly 11 people are out of work. They don't just go out of work and be like, well, you know, you really don't need me for food anymore. No, those fishermen get placed elsewhere in the economy and they start building huts or um, pizzas or whatever it is that comes after fish. That's going to happen. So the, in, I can always count on insatiable human needs to fully employ everybody. Yeah, there will. I mean, well, that's like, the interesting thing. is a huge percentage of jobs. Like if suddenly it was like, oh, we don't need truck drivers anymore, that'd be really impactful for them. But I don't think that this future where suddenly the majority of people don't need jobs, like that's not right. going to happen. There will always be something new. No, but I think in a global economy and when you are able to scale at the rate at which you can scale jobs or industries and everything it can be way more devastating to happen overnight mm -hmm. um, whereas it taking 10 15 years people have time to adapt where I, it was I, I forget who it was was talking so forgive me for like just talking out of my ass but I heard somebody talking today on an article or a news segment where they were talking about uh, how food stamps was a failed program where uh, in one of the states, a millionaire or something like the guy won the lottery who was on food stamps. He took the lump sum and that month didn't qualify for food stamps, but the very next month got food stamps because he then qualified because he didn't have any more income coming in. And so they were wanting to change things. What I thought was really, really smart and kind of makes sense now looking at it in hindsight. It's like, no, you got to be working. If you can't if you can't work a job that's going to pay you the wages to reach this financial whatever it is that you need to be doing, we can help supplement that. And if you can't find a job, you need to be volunteering. You need to be contributing something to society, logging those hours either way, if it's at an animal shelter, a women's shelter, a homeless shelter, picking up garbage in the park for TDOT or whoever it is, you need to be contributing to society and not just hanging out at home collecting a check. And I'm like, that's actually like potentially a really good business model for the future, right? It's like like if if you are offering your services in a way that might not be driving a truck or making a hamburger, fucking go pick up the park or something I like that. that. Eliminating handouts sounds really cruel, right? You know, if I were to advocate this right now, oh yeah, we got to stop getting, we got to get rid of welfare, we got to get rid of food stamps, we got to do all that. The trouble is that these programs can create dependencies and a cycle of dependencies and, and they can be anti-business too. You know, if suddenly I decide that like, 
you know, people in Tennessee have lousy dental care and I'm going to flood in there with all kinds of free dental care, then I'm putting dentists out of business. I'm wiping out like the dental economy that exists today. If I say everyone in Ghana doesn't have shoes and I just flood it with shoes, then all the cobblers in Ghana are ruined. You know, you're not doing anybody favors by just yeah that life on easy street long (laughs) gone (laughs) so both of them (laughs) so um uh you know when you do that with these other industries just like (laughs) if i just give somebody money and never get them out of their chair then i'm not doing that person a huge favor yeah you're not teaching them to fish i know right you're just giving them a fish i I knew it was coming so but there's something to that and and i i don't know exactly what the answer is, right? Like a straight up handout might be a good short-term solution, you know, three months or so. I, I saw this Michael Moore thing on the, on the healthcare. Do you guys remember what that one was called? Something nope. sick? Oh. Yes. Yeah. Sick, or something sick like and dead or something. Is that it? it might have just been I sick. I don't recall. Sicko. 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 Thank you, Chiz. Um, and uh, he was talking about, I think it was the U.S. versus like a French healthcare system. And in the U.S., the guy got his cancer payments paid for. And then the moment he was declared <clears throat> cancer free, he was like expected to go back to work. And you saw him and he looked terrible. You know, he was like his, his cheeks were like puff, sallow, puffy, gaunt. sallow, gaunt. Like everything was just sick and weak about him. And mentally he was broken too. You know, he had just beat cancer. That's not an easy fight. And then there was another guy, I think he was French, and it was the same thing. He had this like cancer survivor, like fat Auschwitz look about him. You know, just nothing good. I don't know how to describe him. And uh, he's like, in France, they gave you three weeks. And he's taking pictures of himself on the beach. Like, like it was like a celebration, celebratory vacation. And um, he's like, it was great for me. I got, I, I had a thirst for life again. It, it, he was ready to hit the workforce. He was fixed. And I'm like, man, they're kind of onto something. Like it, it what sounded to me like what a freaking post-cancer vacation. What kind of horse shit is that? Get your ass to work. But look, there was a sickness that needed to be cured, like a health that needed to be regained in that scenario. Yeah. And it made a lot of sense. So sometimes the harshest policies that, that maybe I knee jerk toward are not the right answer, but the most generous Bernie Sanders, everyone makes tons of money, you know, I hear people talk about a, um, well, not a minimum wage, but a, a base a salary. Wage. No, it's like a salary for doing nothing. Like, hey, if you're a citizen, you get 30 grand. Pop. Yeah. There, there you what? Go. Yeah. 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 Like so, some countries do that. Like mm-hmm. uh, some, of the, some of the oil countries, they, they have, su- well, Alaska has a subsidy. Like uh, where you like being Alaskan resident because of the uh, oil and everything there, you get tax credits or a couple thousand bucks. Uh, I think it is now for being a resident. Yeah. And and I'm just like, man, you you can't give away too much because then people don't earn it. No incentive. Yeah. Yeah. If you protect people uh, too much, they get weak. I have a video to watch. It's 50 something seconds. Yeah. Link it. What is it? Little preface. Hey, is it the mountain? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Let's just jump right into it. I'm queued up at zero. Right. Uh, Richard, if you're new to this, we just all sort of cue it up at zero, and then I say, yep. ready, set, play. Are you ready? All right. Yep. Ready, set, play. Just a long gun's man on nerves. Oh, wait. 
people ask me. Thor, how can I be like you? The strongest man on earth. Well, the answer is right in front of your eyes. Sparkling water. This is my brand, Happy Bubbles. <laughs> we have two kilos, five kilos, and ten kilos. What if I can't carry it? If you can't carry, you can't drink. You die. You can only become stronger just by carrying it back home from the supermarket. <laughs> Don't buy other stuff. Heavy bubbles, sparkling water that makes you sweat. <laughs> Is that a thing? Awesome. <laughs> I can't tell. This is a gag gift, right? <laughs> You're it's lying. No, fuck no, you. I, I don't trust one. you at all. Oh my god, it is real. <laughs> this is a real thing. Yeah, you get some heavy bubbles. Oh my god. I, I already ordered mine. I'm gonna get a workout and get hydrated at the same time. Heavy bubbles uses nitrogen instead of carbon to carbonate their water, which infuses it with more... This can't be real. No Look way. At, I love the animation. How it's him, like it's electrified. Even... Oh, he's like, he looks, he looks like a uh, like a like, like a Greek god or something. There's like electricity and lightning. Wait, bolts when was him. this? Is this an April Fool's thing? Uh, no, yes. this is a way to get in shape. Uh, March thirty first. Come on. This That's is heavy April bubbles. Fool. This is That's heavy April bubbles. Fools. It's not even a diet. It's a lifestyle. That's right. It's I. I've got six of them. I'm only on the no. ten. Yeah, that that's of course not real. Um, those are heavy bubbles. <laughs> so that's absurd. <laughs> he is so big, it's ridiculous. He is so big, it's ridiculous. He makes everything funnier. Like like he, the guy can clearly like only speak enough English to say the words that we just heard, but somehow I, I still want to watch and li and listen to him say those things because he's just fucking gigantic. His name is Thor Bjornson. <laughs> he would have fucked up a couple of villages back in the day off of his longboat. Imagine him, you know, axe-wielding, screaming in the night as he runs Covered into armor, the like a battle axe in each hand. Just If he existed back then, there would be stories about it. Like, there would be, people would still know who Thor Bjornsson was because there'd be, like, a life-size wooden carving of him, like, holding a mammoth head. That's what, whenever they like track our, gene our, our our genetic code back, they're like, "Oh wow, it seems that like eighty percent of the men in Europe came from these five men." And I'm like, "Probably a man like that. Probably doing like that <laughs> himself, like eighty thousand bitches." Uh, yeah. I feel like if you're that big, like you could really run shit in a in a in a time and place where being big meant that you would run shit. I'm a you cynic. But what does he look like without steroids or performance enhancing drugs? He's just a seven foot. Five inch tall, regular guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just your average three hundred and fifty pound colossus. Just another Joe you might see at the store. You know, <laughs> getting his eleven daily pounds of lean meat chicken and his brown turkey breast as he has his sixth omelet of the morning because I have to get all my protein for the day. Like he's <laughs> got his. Have you seen the any of those like uh, YouTube documentary videos that they follow strong men? There was one where they follow this guy, and he's like seven foot one, just so muscular that the body has given up. And it's like, we can't make this look good anymore. Just put it where we'd usually put fat and be done with it. Like, he can't keep working out. He can't keep getting bigger. Just st store it away. Uh, he ate, <laughs> I think it was like 14 eggs every morning, like six pounds of like turkey bacon. And then he went over to his family's house to make a big like potluck dinner. And just like he made... 
a giant vat of chili with like half a cow in there and it, half of it was for him just for him there's a family his like whole extended family is there he like taking the ladle out and's like and the beef for you and the beef for you and the beef for you and i take the pot and like he just <laughs> starts it, it's disgusting but also fascinating like i watched one addiction I watched a thing about female bodybuilders, and you Gross. know they also have to eat an enormous amount of, amount of food. But the difference is, there's not as much money in female bodybuilding. So they 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 I don't recall how much it was costing these ladies to eat, but it was so much chicken breast and so much lean meat. It it was very expensive every day, like fifty dollars a day, sixty a day, I think, something like that, maybe more. Jesus. So to supplement their income. Because you know there aren't, there's not sponsorship money. There isn't as much prize money for winning the women's bodybuilding events and all that stuff. And I'm sure there's barely that much in the men's. I wouldn't think it's a, a life, a living. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it is. I guess maybe with the products and supplements and, and that money there is. But anyway, they moonlit not as prostitutes, but as like basically. That's Basically, these men would come to them, and they would want to get roughed up a little, and I, and not in a dominatrix type way. She would like wrestle this guy and like pin him and like put him in in holds and stuff because she was like a collegiate wrestler or something. So she would legit was like this whip on his HBO? ass. She yeah, just yeah. Wanted, I think I'm guys just saw wanted part to of it. Wrestling yeah, yeah. They, they would come in. You know, they, there's a porn genre like Total Domination or something like that. It, it reminds me. Like it's a sport, and you well, just lose. in the porn genre, the two women wrestle against each other, and she then the, the winner fucks the loser, <laughs> you know, with the strap on. But, but um, it reminded me of that porn genre. I trust me, I've never seen it, Mom. Um, but it reminded me of the porn She's genre. That's and, the worst part. Yeah, she literally does watch this whole show, <laughs> and uh, uh, I guess the woman would wrestle the guy, and she would just beat him. That's a weird fetish to be attracted to you it, losing an athletic competition. I'm like, I know? should take this woman. I, I know I can. I, I think what it was, I think he had kind of like a fetish for like Amazonian type women. Like he had this, he, he, was, he fetishized a big, strong, powerful woman. And he was a small guy. This woman, he wasn't just like, oh, you're beating me up. He wasn't pretending. Like she was his physical superior in every way. She was taller, wider, more more muscular by like she was picking him up like a like mm. like the genders were reversed i mean he she, like, like i picked my girlfriend up like it, it was pretty funny i, I like that that just doesn't sound like fun going um, in and getting wrestled woody, and beaten woody remember that girl at, who, who was at paintball who was very muscular yes have you seen recent photos of her no i would like to she kept going with the bodybuilding uh -huh. and she is a I don't know. If I saw in her magazine, I'd be like, okay. Like, I feel like she fit right in. She well, is she a fan someone so, that you just saw. When you said human body or female bodybuilder, Taylor immediately said gross, right? He just like slipped in gross. And it's like, no, man. Female bodybuilders, not the, um, not the top level guys, but the ones who are like one or two years into the training are the hottest women on earth. You're, are you talking about like fit bikini though? Like not yeah. bodybuilding, but well, fit bikini? Like, the, the female bodybuilders... I, I'm not signing off on this at all. No, this, no. Woman, this woman was hot. He's like completely see, different from bodybuilders. You guys are it's talking totally about different. top of the game female bodybuilders, right? I'm talking about the ones who just got started, who suddenly have like started watching about, everything they eat. They're lifting their yeah, tone. Their, their shoulders start to broaden. You know, <laughs> I think some CrossFit chicks are little really hair hot. on the lip. <laughs> oh, twat's a bit itchy today. You know, <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Jesus. Good Lord. God, you, know, you, you say that the guys make more, but See, just I, as, actually, I feel like social media now, a lot of those chicks are making a lot of money on the social medias. You can see the fibers of their muscle. That's what she's wrote. Wrong. You are talking about women who've been doing this for five this years, who are semantics. at the top of their game. No, I'm talking about the noobs. They're All right. The so this lady's You're talking about someone who works out. I'm That's just a great but is hardcore right, so, about it. Like a CrossFit chick might be. I think Richard That's not bodybuilding. Well, that's not what I'm talking about. The chick that went to paintball with us when at paintball mm -hmm. was very fit and attractive. The next year she was too much. The next year she was even more too much. Now she is stronger than any man I know and she <laughs> looks like she looks like skin draped over a musculature. The, the, you see striations, you see like indentions um like where they're where the fat there's like her fat content must she was be with like a guy that was also like abnormally strong, right? Wasn't he like he was he was fit, but but he wasn't a bodybuilder per se. He looked like mm. you know he looked fit. He looked like he'd run a marathon and and you know bench bench one eighty twenty times. Like he looked like a strong fit guy, but but she now is some sort of like Amazonian freak. If I'm being honest, like it's a real fucking mess. Like she's got man face. She is just a monster, a hideous monster. And I get pictures of her shown to me occasionally, and I'm just like, oh, God, she's just ruined herself because of some Don't sort of Don't you think that? Like, they they call it bigorexia. Have you heard that term before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Where they look at themselves and they don't see strength. They, they don't see their muscles. They just see, like, I've got this area to improve. I've got that. I'm not quite there yet. And everyone else is like, dude, you there. You passed it three years Wait, ago. Yeah. Way, way, maybe take a few steps back, you know. Yeah, go out like, take a vacation. At paintball, at paintball, she was still one of the fitter women I'd ever seen, mm -hmm. and uh, but very attractive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and just tone doesn't begin to almost yeah. a little uh, too strong. Yeah, but you know, like, but like, I, when, like when she would roll her shoulders and you're looking at her from behind, you're she looked like Linda Hamilton from fucking Terminator Two. Like <laughs> she's ripped, but now she's to the point where like I know she'd kick my ass. I absolutely know she would kick my. Maybe if I maybe if I hit her if I if I could hit her first I'm sure I, I bring the would. baseball bat you have for the dog it, anyway. If, if it went to the ground I'm fucked. If it went <laughs> to the ground I'm fucked because she's so much stronger than me. I guarantee it. She's just a. It's monk. like it's almost like a shame when you see that where it's like you, you don't want to say it's a shame because it's they condescending really to look at someone's interest and be like oh they don't even get that that's not that great like so it may, there, I bet there are a ton of them that are just super into it and good for them. But from an outsider perspective, like when I look at someone, for men and women, there's a point of musculature where it goes from like impressive to like that's a little upsetting and weird and that's not how you're supposed to look. For men, you have to get ridiculously muscular for yeah. that to happen. For like, women, even not you look very at Schwarzenegger much. and you're like, ah, the pinnacle. Like, like that's what I think. When I yeah. see someone like Schwarzenegger, I'm yeah. like, well, that's the pinnacle. But for women, it's not that fit. much. Like you don't have to get super Schwarzenegger in his prime jacked for it to look a little off just because that's not a natural thing you see walking around. Like if you see a guy like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a t-shirt in the store, you might be like, wow, that guy's in fucking great shape, but you're not going to be like, what? Let me Snapchat this fucking weirdo, you know? <laughs> it's just a different kind of standard. So, I mean, good for them for being passionate about it. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, I, I think it's great when someone's really into physical fitness. It's it's definitely much better than being on the other end of the, the spectrum. Opposite, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I'm hesitant to be like, hey, calm it down with the push-ups. 
Like it's it's too yeah. much. But yeah, but if you're pumping roids right into your system and your <laughs> I don't know that for a fact, but that's what it looks like. And, and your clitoris is is three and a half inches growing, long now. Like than, yeah, yeah. You don't need the strap on to fuck your girlfriend anymore. <laughs> It just yeah. looks like a I've heard oh, the yeah. labia grows. Oh yeah, yeah. The clitoris grows. It becomes a little penis. I am. Um, I don't. One of the UFC fighters, <clears throat> like they're doing close-up examinations of her labia, like during weigh-ins, to determine Gotta whether they're sure. guessing whether or not she's in the. Who the convinced her that that's how steroids. you tell? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a. Uh... No, no, I don't. I haven't found any steroids yet. No, no, no. Is no, Joe no. Rogan up there with a chart? Yes. The advanced sta- third stage clitification. <laughs> I feel like you're fucking with me right now. Is this you fucking with me? It, oh, is that great? They, they don't use the labia. To, they don't do that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they they used I, to use a ruler to measure it, but now they take string because some of them are curved, and they lay the string on top any more than three inches, and it's a certified <laughs> penis. <laughs> Kyle, the no, no, it's not official. It's the eye test. You know, people will look at a dude and say that guy's on roids. I can tell because, like, he's really ripped in every way except he's got puffy nipples, which is like a steroid thing. Uh, okay. They'll look at a guy and be like, yeah, you know, like it, his he's he's bulked up like lots of people can do, but it's weird that his hat size changed. So you're saying if you see a girl's <laughs> clit hanging out the bottom of her shorts. It's a good Basically, yeah, yeah. There's a UFC fight. It's Holly Holmes, is who I'm talking about. They looked at her during weigh-ins, uh huh, and they're like, "Dude, did either she's got a gigantic labia, or that gigantic labia is the result of um, of steroid use." What's hilarious now, is I've heard I've labia? heard people talk about it before <laughs> that, like like months ago. It's just funny that it got brought up again. Of, of regarding her. Yeah, yeah. That must get back to her somehow. She Has must to. know that Has people to. on the internet are all discussing her labia. Is, so it affects their, her labia? I'm not an expert on women and steroids. Yeah, I don't know. The clitoris, too. Yeah. I didn't know it just caused general swelling. Maybe yeah. it doesn't. I need some pictures of Holly Holmes like camel toe now, apparently. Could, could, someone, could you fish those out for me? You got a file there, Woody? <laughs> You got a special like Holly. I think this might be part of your like porn meta Reddit that you've put together. It's like it's like huge clits anonymous and yeah. Woody's got it like segmented. Uh, where's my March folder? You know, <laughs> five o'clock shadow bitches or something. I don't know. Yeah, let's watch this. All right, T- touch of testosterone. All right. So, I wish I could. Holly Holmes. Let, let me stand. fix the um. The screen grab and see. I, hang on before you hit play, because I I think I can make this a better picture. That's not even that big. It's not. Well, hang on. It'll zoom in and stuff. I don't know. You just hit the first second, right? Look for back for 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 lack of a better term, the lady's got a meaty pussy. All right, it's it's just not that. That's not that big. Hang of a in there. Let's watch this thing. All right. All Ready, right. Set. Play. What's up, everybody? This is Holly Holm in the weigh-in. As you guys know, she won in I don't a think this very is the video I watched before. I mean, spectacular way versus Ronda Rousey in a second-round knockout, uh, which is pretty much the biggest upset in MMA uh, history. I mean, Ronda Rousey was a title holder, uh, never been uh, beaten. She was hyping herself as 
uh, as a person who would retire undefeated. Uh, a lot of people were deeming her being cocky. I do agree to a certain extent. Anyway, right now, uh, there is a so-called controversy about Holly Holmes. Some people are accusing her of, of, of a possibility of juicing, or at least they're questioning that because of this She's got more meat there than the other in the four women on so stage. I'll talk about it a little bit later. I'll make it I, a little bit bigger I, so you guys... I'm not know, sure that uh, I like that we went into this. Anyway, I don't uh, want to judge this woman's vagina anymore. Female oh, MMA so and, and juice. I feel, <laughs> oh, <laughs> now we're getting classy. As you guys know, you I mentioned belly button fucking like seven weeks in a row. <laughs> yeah, but that's completely um, different. Something about this seems more personal, doesn't it? Yeah, because it's... Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with this woman's vagina. Um, I, 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 I've seen vaginas. Go to four six. I'm looking at it. I'm literally paused at four or six. All right. I, I, some vaginas look like that. Hey, here, the, go to the Camel Toe subreddit. I mean, what yeah, you know, I, I some do. I, I think she's on the um, the bigger edge of normal. Sure, sure. That's not a that's not a simp. That's not an any. Um, you know, there's some stuff going on there. Yeah, and I really like her. Well, not that I know her, but uh, she handles herself really well. Well, I'm glad we covered that. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, I think that she is not on steroids. I think that's probably just normal. Hmm. There's a labia gone depends, wild depends subreddit on what you call here. Steroids. Uh, <clears throat> Go on. Uh, I'm looking at the labia gone wild uh, 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 tag here on Imager. There are plenty of women here who who could who could who are packing more heat than Holly Holmes is. I, I guarantee it. That's awful. Yeah. She probably so just used heavy bubbles anyway. What do you think she's on, Richard? You said it depends what you call steroids. Yeah, I, I, I will not even come close to being a dude who's going to say that I understand even a fraction of that stuff. But when it comes to that level of athleticism, it just there's so much money involved that, like, I know a lot of athletes will like like Kennedy's like really vocal about it and a lot of other guys. I mean, there's certain things like like what HGH has a 12-hour half-life. Um, I mean, you have a lot of that different test things that better. Really? Mhm. So, I mean, it, is there's so many things out there that it's like if you can get an edge and you can get through a camp and do this or do that. I, I, I just, you have to believe that the bulk majority of athletes out there are on it. It's just like, if you're, if you're in, in South, South America and you know that you have a little bit of a window to be able to get away or something like that. Jose Aldo. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like, I mean, it makes uh, sense. It's, it's, I think it's most sports, not all of them. It's obviously most, more common in like football baseball but pretty much every sport out there i think there's a good percentage of them doing roids or at least something in that family performance enhancing drugs yeah. apparently like last year and this year there's like a bit of a cocaine problem in hockey with a lot of the players doing a good amount of cocaine apparently mike richards has to be on it <laughs> i am positive mike richards <laughs> was doing a good deal of cocaine um what was I going to say? Uh, oh, bas NBA players. Now, granted, this is a time in their life when you know men can get stronger. 
But the difference I see in their physiques from like when they get out of college at 20 to 22, because a lot of them go early, to where they are at 26 and 28 is huge. It's so big. I'm like, wow. I wonder if this is. Well, it's frustrating to me as like, I don't know, just uh, maybe a sheltered person growing up. I just, I never realized that that was such a thing. Like, in in professional sports, I mean, you got the Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, so okay, disappointed by that. It's like these dudes are big, blah 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 blah. But like, you don't realize when you go to the gym, like your local gym, and there's like ripped up dudes there. A lot of times, more times than not, they're on something. It's like, well, fuck, I busted my ass for like four years just grinding it out doing all these different workouts and eating right and it's like i just can't reach that level and you're like oh fuck that's why i get it you're not taking but it's okay isn't it like if it is if they're not competing knock yourself out i mean you're not competing and like i'm i'm warming up to the fact that like i've I've probably like in taking Propecia pharmaceuticals and shit like that. I probably damaged what my endocrine system to some extent to maybe manufacture more or less testosterone. And at some point I probably should think about like testosterone replacement therapy or something along those lines. Um, it, where it's not that bad of a deal. You just gotta be honest about it. Don't, fucking deceive people and say hey look i'm getting fucking ripped up you got to do work son you got to you got to fucking eat chicken breast and broccoli all day long you know that's the only way you're going to get them gains no talking about the rock right now and his you know he promotes that gigantic diet that he does and all that craziness but oh no 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 i just i just mean like that's a good example i feel like i've been lied to like like about everything it's like oh fuck man now like i have like you know, buddies who are like honest about certain things and like kind of giving me like insight. Oh, shut the fuck up! That person's on steroids. What? Uh, what? <laughs> what? It's just like I feel like I'm like I'm a 30 year old something dude who's just like been told that there's no Santa Claus. It's like fuck, man. I've been busting my ass. Who off. were you so surprised was on steroids? Type. I'm it. not. I'm not gonna say. Uh, what? Are you good friends with them? <laughs> uh, no, I just, I just mean like, like, okay, let's just take movies. Let's take movies for an yeah. example. And in no, no way, shape, or form am I accusing anybody of or, or, or saying anyone's on steroids. But you take Ryan Reynolds and Blade, or you take Brad Pitt and Fight Club. You take like these iconic scenes mm-hmm. with these dudes that are just fucking ripped, and you have to ask yourself. Did they get this from busting their ass for six months working out before the movie? I don't yeah. know. Or like Christian Bale. He played in The Machinist where he was that emaciated little yeah. guy. And then like eight months later, he comes out as, you know, where's the Joker? And he's like 6'5 <laughs> and gigantic. Like, it's what the fuck is going on? Like, you didn't just, you know, kale your way into that body now, over the course now, of Now, on the other end of the spectrum, I think Kurt Russell did it legit. I don't know if you ever saw that movie Soldier where he says like 25 words the whole movie. He worked out for like 14 months leading up to that. Like, like it took like it was over a year. It took him to like get into the shape that he felt like a super soldier should be in. Adam West was also totally natural. 
<laughs> I, I, I always like it when they talk about Babe Ruth. They're like, yeah, he did it on chili dogs and beer. Like he was hungover half the time. Back, and all in, that the, shit. back in those days, you could get by in sports by being kind of okay. Well, you didn't like, have any black guys hurling the ball at you at 95 miles an hour. Yeah, mm-hmm. or yeah, you, oh, like people were so bad at every sport that like I, people who just had jobs where they weren't full time. They're like, man, I got off really early at the coal factory. I'm just gonna go, you know, pick up a hockey stick and go play. Hey, who, who knows? Maybe I'll make the Maple Leafs this year. And it's, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Everybody's skating around with no helmets on. You know, you play baseball. You're using a, a thin stick. You know, somebody says we should widen that. You go, you know what? That's a good idea. And that's like that's how early you are in the game. <laughs> but you so know, like sports are just such so... a tip of the iceberg, though. Like I feel like that 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 stigma attached to the sports side of it, be it, oh, Lance Lance Armstrong was cheating or this or that. It like like actually meeting people who have like done or or been on like testosterone re- replacement therapy and just like how they're like, oh, dude, this totally fucking changed my life like i'm my my whole mental well-being like i feel like me again it's really weird like i don't know how to explain it so it's like i don't know if like with our foods like kyle you probably know more about shit that's put in chicken than anybody here (laughs) it's like like our diets maybe exercise work all this other stuff like really affecting our our hormones and everything so if you literally arsenic literally arsenic so if we find a way to balance things out or bring it back to uh, whatever level it should be, it's like I'm all for it. Just be honest. Don't Jill be Sonnen like is a, is a UFC guy, and he's like, man, I'm on TRT, and I love it. I, I take it all the time. It makes me a legal? better athlete. Uh, yeah. Oh, now yeah. that he's not competing, it's legal. Um, it makes me a better athlete. It makes me a better husband. It makes me a better dog owner. You know, because I have more energy and I'm a happier version more? of yeah. me. And uh, <laughs> somehow the dog owner thing burned into my head. Like, it makes you a better dog owner? Yeah, you walk the dog more. Or, yeah. or just... It builds a good a, relationship with <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I got the vibe. He was just like, I'm a better guy to be around, you know, when I'm on this than I why am. Don't you, and why don't you investigate this, Woody? I want you to... I, 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 if you go to your doctor and look at this, I'll do the same. Like, like maybe your doctor is so much better. He really is. He's he might hook so me up. Much better. I heard something about like, like I think maybe alcohol lowers your testosterone temporarily. So I figure, like, do like three shots, go in and ask for the uh, work out a lot. I was thinking I, just, I, have I wanted to be low when I go in though. No, you That's work out a lot, and it actually drops your testosterone levels. I, okay, uh, fair yeah. enough. It's kind of like I, I cannot get more. Te- I'm gonna be 25 next month and if i get show any more testosterone him. i'm gonna show go him. crazy so okay. why beard no, coming just, off I'm your just, nose yeah <laughs> i'm just a very hairy individual it's awful like, like, it's i barely got awful. anything it's going just on really hairy. yeah you, you're just like a wolf man it's yeah i, I but, think I, I know i already asked you, you this before but but would you consider some sort of like laser like if it were painless especially like if i told you for five grand i'm gonna zap you with some lasers and we're gonna like thin that out by like 95 percent, would you be down no not unless there was like a team of hair placement specialists like figuring out it's me to re- oh it's you I, my flamethrower Fucking pray. As long as I get to wear the Ghostbusters suit, you know? <laughs> no, there's no way. Because no matter what would happen, they would like they'd go in and they'd take like too much here, 
and not enough here. Oh, no. Just completely eliminate one shoulder, and the other one's still got some yeah, action. They leave, that, they leave the 5% all in one square. Like what if here. it was plastic surgery level removal? Like, like just, I, I think the stripe it. here is, is kind of cool. I definitely like the happy trail. I, well, I got that in spades. No. You know? <laughs> You'd love seeing me in my bathing suit. You know? oh, I would. <laughs> happy trip. No, but, um, I can see Woody going to the hair transplant place, and they're like, what? You really don't need any help from us, sir. You've got one hell of a hairline. <laughs> no, no. You're like, actually, I'd like here. you to take it from here. <laughs> and I and my wife over there, she would like a happy trail. <laughs> I would to take her and give her the bussiest happy trail there ever. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh. That's funny. <laughs> I had a prank idea the other day that I thought would be fun for like a, a hidden camera video. I, don't, I have no way of facilitating this myself. It's just a funny concept to me, but it was like having a blind guy, you know, like with the glasses, the cane and everything, go into a gun store and purchase a handgun. And like like going oh. through the whole process, you know, him being like, like you know, I, I think I want a revolver. Give me a thirty eight, And then like put it in him just being like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and him like like at first like pointing it the wrong way, and like like of course you know when I pick up a handgun, you know the first thing I want to do is like like ah oh, yeah that does look nice. I like how that dry. Yeah, I like that. But yeah, exactly right. Like, oh like god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm searching assassin in the fucking gun store. <laughs> yep, yep, it's all clear in here. All I good. wonder if that guy does that. You, what if you ask like qualifying questions like and, and how many times do you have to pull it before it will fire just once <laughs> just one time I, I, okay. I just i just want him to be like you know like like you know putting his finger in the barrel and like oh that's a big hole wow yeah where, where do the bullets go show me and, and like getting the guy's hand and feeling his hands and be like you know going through the whole purchase buying it and of course the whole time they're just gonna be like what the fuck but I, legally, I think they have to sell it to him. Like, what if you started off with well, giant sunglasses and didn't so make it completely clear that you were blind? Right? Like, just like, I don't know. It would just over time become oh, I want more it to be obvious. obvious immediately. Is that better? I, I you think? Uh, I want it to be like over the top obvious, like white cane and glasses tapping his way in. Yeah, dog, maybe that would be funny too. But at the end, I want him to be like, you know, could you load it for me? <laughs> <You know? laughs> Well, you still I have need to protection do the immediately. <laughs> yeah, you still have to uh, do the Nick's test and everything. So if he can't see, he can't answer the questions. You can get help with that though. You can you can get someone to help you fill it out because if you're because Chad was telling me they've had people buy guns from them that were illiterate, and they just walk them through it. You don't need to be able to read and write to buy a gun. That's hilarious. The guy yeah. lies about not being able to see. He's like, "Oh, I'm illiterate. I can't read." <laughs> I'm talking about like, like I know that they've sold guns to people who were literally illiterate. So, like, yeah. if you can do it to them and you can help them through, you know, answering the questions, you could certainly do the same thing with a blind guy. You just ask him and fill it out for him. How do you sneak through life illiterate in this day and age? Dude, like, I, a lot of guys do. What if I you're told... really good at sports? Mayweather. Well, I know two guys who aren't sneaking their way to, through very well, but they're both fucking illiterate because they were homeschooled, um, and, and, and neither one... It's those guys that helped my dad. You know, one's 15, one's 22, and they're both functionally illiterate. I taught them they how to They can't use, read? No, or write. I taught, or do basic mathematics. Um, I taught them how to, how to use a tape measure the other day. We went through fractions. Um, uh, there was one point where I was using quarters uh, to explain it, and one of them went... So that's why they call it a quarter. And I'm just like, yeah, that is why they call it a quarter. And wow, just... that's so sad. 
we we had like fifth grade math out there for about half an hour, and I think I got them, you know, on the right path to be, you know, they can read a tape measure now. So did that's anybody? Good. So did they just not attend school? Nobody ever sat down and drew some lines in the dirt. No. Well, who do these kids have parents, or are they just wild feral children living in Georgia? <laughs> I think my mom has told me that this this is called environmental retardation, and that's when you're 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 raising a your upbringing, your environment when you're raised up is such that it 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 holds you back. It literally retards your 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 intelligence levels. You're not learning fucking anything, and that's what these kids had. They were homeschooled, but in reality, they're just not doing anything all day. Like like they, they, like the kid's 15 years old, and he he works on my dad's farm, like. And I guess he's learning, like, whatever my dad teaches you, which is, like, I don't know, PVC pipe today, elect electrical tomorrow. The next day we'll do some small engine repair. But he's still not learning to fucking read and write. Dad needs to get some fucking novels out there and get them kids gathered around. So what do they – how do they – they can read uh, really slowly, I, I assume, right? Like, they can read really slow in some things. Because otherwise, how could you – you couldn't read what exit you were getting off at. Uh, like what road was gonna you were gonna turn on? You can't read road signs. You can't know what is on the back of the box of cheeses. Like they can't read and write, but obviously you go through life enough, you know what cheeses look like. You know what the word cheese it looks like. It, it, words in many cases have become pictograms for them. Like, 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 you know, they they know what the word means, but not why it means. They it. think in hieroglyphs. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pictographs. Yeah, emojis. <laughs> there Next you go. level. That's yeah. really all that hieroglyphics was, just emojis that you had to carve into stone. Yeah, I mean, they find ways to misspell words using even the, even through text, and that shit has autocorrect, right? Like, it's doing its best to help you along. Well, they think the phone is trying to sabotage them. <laughs> Don't know a damn just thing. Just voice to text and then read messages. I was, at the, um, I was at Tractor Supply Store the other day, and um, you know how the credit cards now have a chip in them? Like, it's a little yeah. more secure? Uh, the lady behind the counter was pretty sure that's the mark of the beast. Ah, your mom worked thing to run by people behind counters. <laughs> <laughs> I, it just—I don't know. I, like, yeah, she thought it was the mark of the beast. It, 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 can someone break down the mark of the beast? What the things are? It's, it's a so mark. Basically, on your... it's a mark that is going to be on your—I think your right hand or something—and you're going to need it. To you know, participate in the economy, buy things, sell things, transactions. Um, I don't know how much of that is actually, you know, kind of taken through in the Bible and explained, and how much of it is just like made up, like purgatory, you know, where it's just kind of one day it happened, and now it's just something they believe. Mm. But I don't know. It it always it it catches my attention. Like there's religious people, and I guess that's fine. And then there's religious people who Think the sort end of near? make it a real active thing. Yeah, the end being near is, is one of the, the key things for me. When they're like, look, like it, you know, I'm covered. This whole place is about to get destroyed by God's meteorites in a fiery storm. But I've accepted Jesus, and you know, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that day. I know that shortly beforehand, I'll be pulled up into heaven, and everything will be great. And you know, all this praying I've been doing is uh, is is really going to make for a happy afterlife for me. Are you hiding, Kyle? No, I'm reading. Oh, okay. <laughs> like I thought you were doing another one of those. Uh, oh no, no, you're doing great over there. I, I stand <laughs> behind all that awful stuff you're saying. And and <laughs> this woman, uh, you know, Mark of the Beast type, like, oh yeah, the you know, credit cards they have a chip in them now, Mark of the Beast, and it's just like, ah, I don't know if you're qualified to work a cash register. 
if, if anyone should be able to recognize the mark of the beast, it's the person who's dealing with transactions all day, right? You Maybe know, I'm wrong. You guys, Visa in front of you, everything's fine. They run your card, and it's just like, just <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh Jesus, you know, it's a beastly, hellish card. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would it take to get a custom credit card with like demons and shit on it? Nothing at all. Like, like I, I don't know which company exactly, but a lot right. of them do like super customized cards, and you can upload your own images and shit. Yeah, that'd be fun. That's totally what it should say. Mark of the Beast. It should say Mark it. of the Beast. And you should, I, I wonder if there were a way to like, you know, get them to like make the number 666 in there a few times or something. Oh, wow. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> and, then make, and then make sure you do it like real slowly in front of your parents while you buy them dinner. Oh, that's my parents. And then <laughs> once they consume the food, once they consume the food, you inform them that, that, that they've, they've been damned because they've eaten the Mark of the Beast food. It's kind of like that dramatic The Omen music where it's like, he said, he said. Like, it's like all like, loud and, <laughs> and monotonous and scary. That'd be good. Uh, on a totally different topic, Colin's foot comes out of the boot in like seven days or something. That's like great. That. Yeah. Hey. So, just for uh, Richard's update, uh, Woody's son Colin had a little bit of a wood chopping accident. Uh, hit his foot with a very sharp axe, went through the boot, the boots, uh, severed three tendons. They were all reattached successfully. It's been in a boot for a while. Can't really move his toes because it would be bad after the surgery. But uh, now everything looks great, and he's looking forward to doing some more wood chopping very soon once we get the foot off. <laughs> oh, he's really excited. He, he wants to go boot shopping. He's uh, He hates to miss out on any splitting I've been doing without him. Um we I've found that there are boots that are cut resistant that like they're like Kevlar or something and they just don't slice very just easily. Shatters all your bones. <laughs> well, steel toe would you think would be built in there. Oh, um, okay. You know, so uh, uh, yeah. Also, put them in some like goalie hockey pads or like shin guards or something. I I think we're you know I'm gonna have him hand me wood while I work a hydraulic splitter for this season. If, Let's try this again. It's a little older. Not at, you're not asking for my advice, but if if mm. I if the the one thing that I would do is make sure his axe is duller than normal, because I feel like it went through that boot like like a knife through butter, and, and it must have been pretty sharp, or he must have swung it real fucking hard, or I guess both. He's I feel my like boy. A, a duller axe <laughs> might be a better idea. All right, so Chiz is, is that worse? Right, it's I'm not better. convinced. It's, it's better. It, it would be better to have a duller axe. A broken yeah. foot with some with some bad bruising would be better than the tendon damage, I think, and less expensive. I don't know. We're gonna have to myth bust this or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get a couple of kids, couple of axes. We'll make it happen. Um, so Chiz has passed this thing along to me. Uh, I think it's on the overlay. Oh. It's uh, if you go to gumroad.com/pka. Uh, this is something that Chiz has cooked up. So I think what he's doing is he's compiled all. Uh, yeah, he's compiled all the PKNs into uh, into one giant thing that he's going that, that we're going to sell. It's 80 episodes of content. Um, I'm just reading your notes here. Correct me if I say anything wrong, Chiz. Uh, he's running a 10% discount for the next two weeks, promo code SEASON1. Uh, we're selling these because people have been asking for them. Patrons and non-patrons want access to the back catalog of videos. It, see, it's kind of an issue when someone signs up for one month of Patreon and all of a sudden they're given... All of the previous content, that doesn't seem exactly fair. So we found a way to make it fair. Um, so you can check it out. There's a lot of content on there. The survival trip episodes are on there. 
Um, there's me playing with the uh, the flamethrower and the potato guns, all that stuff um, that I did on some of those earlier PKAs that most of you never saw. Um, so if you like it, join the uh, the Patreon page and get on there and do it that way. But go to gumroad.com slash PKA and uh, you can check this thing out. I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, if you're interested in it, it's this is definitely the way to, to get into PKN. Um, and if not, well, this not. was a good idea. I'm glad he did this. Yeah, because yeah, he, he spent tens and dozens of hours uploading. Think about 80 episodes of content. It was 80 hours of stuff. He had to go in and make sure all the audio was right. Chiz has been spending a, a lot of time to, to make this happen, which because fans were requesting it and fans fans were complaining about uh, about stuff and wanted to find a solution to all that, and it meant Chiz had to work for like 30 fucking hours on this. He hasn't played any video games with us all week. Every time I ask him, he's like, doing stuff, doing stuff, <laughs> doing stuff. And this is what he's he was doing. Worker. He's a He's uh, face banking for Bernie a Sanders. A busy beaver. <laughs> yeah. He, well, that, how much of that time is phone banking, actually? How much of that time is he uploading? Is he just hitting upload, and then it's, you know, great, I could squeeze in 10, 20 quick calls for Bernie, and then just <laughs> give him a <laughs> Tell ring, the truth. You know? Has he done anything for Bernie? $3,200? donated to his campaign. Is that part true, Chiz? Yes. Look at him. He's going to type it in. I... <laughs> I don't trust any of you bastards. I don't know. Seventy five hundred. Uh, okay, now. okay. You can't actually even donate that much. Yeah, you can. You he donated can't. it through. He he used his mother. He used he used several relatives' names right. to to get that that money to the the Sanders campaign. He's also been de- uh, donating to the Communism Super PAC. I think you called it right. The one that supports <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the final com- solution. The Commies United. I think it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have donated that much. Twenty-seven hundred is the most you can donate. Did you type that in wrong? No, you can donate more than that. You just have to use proxy names. <laughs> Under one name. All right, you, you think Chiz is going to max out one name for <laughs> Bernie, the Titan Sanders? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, right. I think we're getting pretty close to the end here. Are there any more topics we want to squeeze in here? Anything we need to get covered? I got a question for Richard Ryan about your stuff. I don't get your branding. You've got Rated RR, and you've got Full Mag, and you may have something else in there, too. What what, what goes where? What I'm confused. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'll lay it out for you mm. as easy as possible. Um, I had some aspirations and what I wanted to do with Full Mag um, a few years ago, and that started actually started when I, I was applying for my dangerous weapons permit because I was wanting to do uh, a more elaborate thing involving a bunch of people in Los Angeles. And um, and then I got a cease and desist from the Motion Picture Association of America. And after talking with my attorneys and everything, they were like, look, you can fight it. Rated RR is a noun, represents you, and theirs is a verb for rated R indicating that there was a rating thereof but they've got more money a lot more money than you and they're rep by the largest IP firm in the world and it's just you're you're gonna go broke and I was like well alright well here's me saying alright well I'm just gonna move forward and redo this thing funny enough I still can't say um what I'm doing until like the new fronts here in like a month, but it's going to get way more confusing. 
All right. It's going to get way more confusing. Good. Well, find him now before it gets confusing. Yeah, no, so that's that's the thing. I, I, I tried splitting up Richard Ryan and Full Mag, but the 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 thing the reason why I liked Rated RR as as a name was because it always represented me. And it when people would get pissy about me doing wingsuiting or whatever it was I was doing that maybe wasn't firearms related, like as soon as I was like in explosives, like, well we want to see more guns or destroying iPhone stuff. It's like, dude, this channel is about me. And like if I want to vent creatively, however I'm gonna vent creatively, I work 20 other fucking jobs I'm not necessarily doing this to make a living if I this was my only job then I probably would treat it more like a business but it's just a way for me to vent creatively and in a lot of ways and write off my life right and so I, I I just I've always had that kind of philosophy and and now it's like okay I really see where some people just want the gun stuff some people just want explosives or wingsuiting so I've tried splitting it up as much as possible and everything but across the board it's pretty much just full mag and richard ryan now how so. many people want just infrared videos of dogs pooping are there any people who you saw that <laughs> yeah, i saw it Shut it's the pretty fuck. popular oh <laughs> so. that's awesome that's awesome i was like you know what Fuck yeah, I'm gonna burn my audience. I don't care because that that small group of people, like you, you <laughs> subscriber numbers are just uh, that's just a that's that's arbitrary. The numbers like it, it like very small percentages of those some like SEO in, uh, like inflates the views and everything else like from discovery related videos and everything. There's a very small portion of people who actually watch your videos who are subscribers now and. I'm like, well, screw it. I'm gonna make videos for them too. So if they like this, that I I said, fuck it. I'm gonna infrared my dog or thermal my dog's like taking a crap, and then you see like the <laughs> the heat signature on the ground and everything. Screw it. I thought it was funny, uh, but yeah, I I mean that it's just frustrating. Like you get in the whole social media world when it comes to free booting. I've never really embraced anything outside of. YouTube, uh, you know what? I'm gonna talk shit for a minute. I don't care. Um, it really like YouTube even pisses me off about certain things. And it, when when it comes to freebooting, you got all the guys on Instagram who who repurpose your content, and then they 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 put all these tags, descriptions, and stuff, and then they'll put uh, via your name, but not even hyperlink or credit you. And it's like, oh, okay, you just stole my content to repurpose it and everything. It's just, it's ridiculous. And then on top of that, uh, you got, and I, I don't know, I don't even know if this is going to come back to bite me in the ass, but I'm going to tell you the facts. Um, viewers will tell you if somebody steals your content, right? So Watch Mojo took a, uh, made a video about what happens when you get shot by a gun, right? So they stole two of my videos that were watermarked, just the slow motion stuff that say full mag on it and everything. They re-edited with videos from movies and shit like that. They made a completely new creative narrative. They're not commenting on my videos. They're not, they're not referencing my videos. There's, no, there's nothing in the description that would, that would lead people to me. They don't say my name or anything. It's a completely different narrative, right? 
I do a copyright claim on it and uh, and show YouTube, Google where all of the information was and everything and what videos they came from and they pull it down. Two days later, it's back. YouTube sends me a thing, uh, an email that says, show us where you're, you're litigating this or prosecuting them or the video goes back up. They stole my footage and not even close to being a fair use uh, argument. And then YouTube's like, fuck it. They've got more subscribers than you. I, that sucks. I was thinking, though, um, Devin Supertramp, he also makes videos that just lend themselves to freebooting. Or I prefer the term viewjacking. I think that better describes yeah. viewjacking. Anyway, um, he sells his stuff. What is it called when they sell the clips? Licensing. No? Yeah. I do that, too. I do that too. Do I charge, yeah, I charge. So I have I have companies like on a regular basis like reach out for slow mo footage of like ballistics and stuff like that, and right. I tell like this is what it costs to run a slow mo camera per day. This is what it costs per operator. So if you were to do this shoot, you'd pay X amount of money, and so that's why my rate is X. And ninety percent of the time they don't pay it. Other ten percent of the time I license my footage out, and. That's, I didn't it's, know that. It's just, yeah. it's just really frustrating. So really frustrating. Devin breaks down his three income sources. Of course, there's the YouTube pre-rolls, right? That's a thing. There's mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, brand integration, right? That's a thing. And then the third one is what we're talking about, selling the footage. There's a term. It's like it's not I have clip art in my head, but it's something like that. It's like um, when they just sell clips and cow, is it on the tip of your tongue too? Well, it's. To me, it's licensing what you're talking about. I've done that before. Like people wanted to use, like um, I don't know, news channels. Um, mm -hmm. There's been a half a dozen times they wanted to use a clip of something. Sometimes they just need a car exploding or whatever they I've need. I've done it twice. Real cheap though. I did it once with the leaf blower video and once with the dog bark collar video. Like it said, people. Whenever it goes on TV, I get a million tweets about it. Like I just saw you on this channel. Yeah, I think um, usually it's free. I, I think I think once I got paid a lot of money, but most of the time it's just like yeah, yeah, yeah use it. I don't. I, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Mine was in the hundreds. Like it wasn't any big deal. Yeah. For digital, it's like it's way less than, and that's the way I break it down too. Yeah. You have digital, TV, and theatrical. And then depending on the scale and everything, there are different rates. Like just for internet, it's it's super cheap. I super think cheap. stock footage is the term I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it. Stock wrote. footage. So, yeah. Um, yeah, you can sell it as stock footage. And a lot of the stuff that you make or Kyle makes for that matter are just really eligible for it, right? No one wants stock footage of me freaking working on my stable, you know? But, uh, but if oh, you Oh, I do. <laughs> man hammering. Oh, you don't know what it would cost to reproduce this. <laughs> yeah. But Taylor, you muted, it seems. Oh, sorry. I was saying I want one with you in a hard hat and a clipboard, kind of like <laughs> sun behind you, and you're pointing at something off screen, like kind of furrowing your brow, like, that's not right. No, I know construction, and that's not the way it should be. And <laughs> that would be a good... But, yeah, if you, I, I didn't know that you were already um, sold stock footage, but it seems like your channel just really lends itself to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Richard Ryan and Full Mag for yeah. now. Yeah, 
And then yeah. coming soon, you should name it like a uh, Call of Duty player, right? Like XX Richard Ryan XX Capital. Triple X. <laughs> With a Z yeah. in there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, check him out. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. That was a good show. That was fun. I had yeah, a good time. Thanks for coming on, man. No, thank you for fucking having me. It's always awesome coming on here. Check out our uh, sponsors down below or wherever the fuck they are. Click those links. Check them out if you're interested in any of those fine products and or services. Very good. Thanks, yep. guys. See you later.